The right of the people to be secure in their persons, house, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violent, and no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause. When people ask me where I'm from, because they can tell in kind of a nice, curious way, they want to be inclusive. Yeah. They might actually want to be like, what's your experience? Like, who are you? That's so funny. Everything, and if I'm just like in my normal civilian mindset, I'm like, dude, dude, you watch too much Netflix. Who's taking organs out of people? I'm like, dude, people are taking organs out of people, dog. It happens. It really does happen. Welcome to the south of the streets, coming at you every week with this food for thought. Hope you're ready to eat with everything going on in this nation. We need some information, and that's why salt need to be stationed in your rotation with real talk and real topics, real people, real problems. Think we need some help to solve them and leave it up to and just like a red, white, and blue phoenix rising from the ashes of political bipartisanship, we are back to Salt of the Streets podcast. This is Saturday, September 19th, episode 93, 108 p.m. John Sadek. John Sadek. Hey, <laughs> welcome back, everybody, to Salt of the Streets podcast, your one and only source for social and political commentary on all the weekly news, pop culture, and sports that you can handle. And the best part about the whole deal it's all built for you, uh, for everyday normal people like you and me. So come down and join us as we discuss life, liberty, and happiness, and continue our endless endeavor to bridge the gap between people and information. It's been a month. It's been a while. <laughs> we were we took a week Jeez. off. And as always, we are your hosts. I'm Colin. I'm uh, Donovan. That's Donovan. And today we are joined by the great and powerful John Sadek or Satak. <laughs> Whatever you feel, John, welcome to the just show. Just mean buddy. it. Thank you. I appreciate uh, that. And and how I feel like I just want to do this again because it was good content. <laughs> it was yeah, do it again. Uh, I'm ready. Is it Satak or is it Sadic? Uh, it's Sadic, but who knows why? And there's a whole there's a whole family history behind that one, boys. A whole a trip to Ellis Island. There's and I World feel like War II. I meant to say this when thing. you were first talking about it. I feel like a lot of people, especially yeah. who came through the big immigration ports. Big one, yeah. The, the Americans that were here were like, that's not your last name anymore. Like, that's, no, it's not. <laughs> no, but, sir. Uh, what? Yeah. How did you put all those letters together like that? <laughs> exactly. So, no. So well, it, I think there was a lot of people who legit had to change their last names yes. when they migrated. There's like a legit, a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. There were, well, some of them were just too crazy. The white people were like, no. Yeah, that's right. Like, I'm your last name is like, fucking Peters now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. You're American now. That's no. What? Did you try to like put that. on this? Do you know how the Johnson. alphabet works, dog? Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. That's... But you said you went you went and found your grandpa's grave I in Europe. I did it. Right? Yeah. It was like a whole life mission. Because, okay, so let's Journey story. After we got out of high school. So, you... wait, wait, before the topics, this oh is just going to be the show today. This is the topic yeah. of the week. Yeah. We have some, we're going to get into we some stuff, but we're going to start here. Uh, because you, we've known each other since high school, right? Do you? We've known each other before then, before sir. The, yep. Junior high? Yeah. We oh, yeah. High together? <laughs> we did not go to junior high school together, but we saw each other when you were in junior high school. Oh, like with the people you hung out with? Yeah. Word. We have a mutual friend. Oh, I like this. A good mutual friend. Dude, that's not a lot of show. No, uh uh-uh. For someone from Ridgetop, you went to her birthday party. Oh, Ridgetop. She went to Fairview. 
Tory? Yeah. No balls. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you went to her that, birthday party and yes, we met there. That's yes, when we first yes, met. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god. That's how I knew I'm like, this guy's oh cool. My like god. this guy's cool. Yeah. That just fucked my whole brain. How um, long have you been holding on to that nugget? I'm just like did you know when you got here that you're like, there's no way? Every person, I'm like, I've downloaded them before they ever even knew who I was. Did you? Did you? Did you I was know like, that my. I was not gonna know that. I just always try to go the furthest back. I'm like, when did I first? Did you feel confident I wasn't gonna remember that? I didn't. I thought you might remember it. I do. But I was yeah. like, I'm I not gonna. Do. You can't remember a time before that because that's the first time we met. That's it. Yeah. No. So I if it's a race, that. I okay. won. All right. Yeah, no, you got me. Okay. Got so, John and I, At least I'm old as fuck. John and I, I have an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Can we intermission? How did you guys meet? What's going on here for the new listeners such as myself? What we is your guys' relationship? Um, we used to work together. Yeah. At, uh, I worked for a company called Benick, um, and he used to work there also before he worked at this company doing... Can- um, Yes. What does the company do? The name Benick. Yeah. Oh, um, th- is the name? Will you say it like it's like self-evident? Well, uh, Benick, no, sir. No, that's just the name of the company. Um, yeah. <laughs> Are you not it's familiar with that? Yeah, it's a manufacturing company. We make neoprene orthotics. Gotcha. Uh, so we make like knee braces, hand braces. We do some stuff for like baseball, and we have some odd. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Breaking news. Dan, my boss, showed me this fucking thing that he shipped out. It's a a horse head sensor holder, right? What? Okay, oh, yes. Yeah. So you don't remember those? No. Okay, yes. So this thing, holder. John Sadik, right? That's this goes over words. the ears of the horse. Gotcha. Right, and there's a little pocket here under the little cross, yeah, and it holds a little sensor, and this thing goes around their head, and this holds a little sensor, and it can sense lameness in horses <laughs> that's awesome so, don't put that on me though right? I know, like yeah. you're gonna horse. find lots yes yes for yes. like some really nice really nice expensive horses lameness. that people have millions of dollars behind so we do stuff, cool like, stuff that. like that yeah um i'm gonna i do not know what that means i was trying to make a joke about it to ex- to express what does it mean for a horse to be lame, aside like from like not it, cool, one of its legs is not working. That's it's exactly like, yeah. what that means. I totally yes. forgot about that definition. Yeah, to be lame, it makes yeah. a lot of sense in the exactly. horse so, yeah. world. Like a horse will limp. That's a, a lame. lame horse. Yeah, that's kind of mean to say about people, though. So yeah, we right? can't. You yeah. can't Why don't say we do that with okay. us. That's a, that's an old word. Was a word that Dan used, and I don't know that's if that's that must be the proper like. I don't know if that's the science. I don't know if that's what the device is called. I don't know if that's what the process is called. I have no idea. Equinosis. You know, I mean, obviously equestrian, like so. Horse, it like horse, horse something. Yeah, yeah. So. I have oh no yeah, idea, that could be a dope product name. Sure, that sounds like a uh, a pharmaceutical name, right? Yeah. I so so equinosis, you know, something about that. We do something with that. Cool. Yeah. We I don't know that if you like baseball cool. at all. We make sliding gloves for a lot of baseball teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, sliding gloves, just various and, things um, like thigh thigh sleeves and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, knee braces and stuff like that for people. Yeah. What no, is okay. It, uh, I do McGuire. What do you do specifically? War. I cut out the shapes the custom shapes that the splints are put together to become right? cool and so the neoprene comes in big sheets what is neoprene are, neoprene is the material that like a wetsuit is made out of okay that's neoprene uh, like so almost styrofoam almost it is plastic. a petroleum based rubber material almost rubber that has 
a terry cloth on one side and a nylon on the other side. We terry also cloth. have some that has terry cloth on both sides so that Velcro can stick to it. Um, okay. And so... All sorts of cool custom. Yeah, all it's crazy a really colors. Material. It's you a very... If you're cool interested, shit. I'm more than willing Top to Top five you. material, would I you say? I can oh, yeah. the factory sometime if you want. Yeah. Um, Top three best materials right now. Go. Oh. Steel, you know, is going to be definitely good. A steel. Good material. Good um, aluminum. Aluminium. Uh, aluminium for its lightness and also durability. I'm a fan of Are you putting neoprene? What is, it, what is the name of this stuff again? Neoprene? Neoprene. Are you putting neoprene at three? Um, I don't know. Probably go with metal for most of them because oh, neoprene metals. is it's rubber. So it's very... It comes in sheet, you know? Yeah. Okay. Three millimeter thickness sheet. Um, gotcha. I it's feel super like useful. Roll it's it probably not in my top five. Yeah, but it is probably in my top ten. Top ten. Top yeah, ten materials. For top sure. ten materials. Uh-huh. Okay. For sure. Okay. Well, now I feel like I have the context to completely understand. Yeah. Your exactly. idea. Yeah. Um, I was like looking around. I was like, "Fuck! I gotta have some because it's neoprene's in a lot I, of shit." I brought some home, um, and so I'll bring a splint in here that we can have so that. Oh, know, that would be. I good. have like some mistakes yeah. that I brought home specifically for this that I just <laughs> have continued to forget to bring in here. But that would be cool. Yeah. That makes so sense. Um, yeah. So I use like a tiny pizza cutter um to cut out the shapes that they get glued and sewed together and then shipped out cool okay cool and it's, and it's all for like uh mostly for people that uh like have some pretty bad medical conditions yes. that need yeah them for therapy and, use. and it's probably at least the custom stuff that i do um it's probably 85 percent or so pediatric um, mostly children. <laughs> perfect. Hey, this is a knee sleeve. Yeah, this is oh, actually cool. called Super Stretch. That material is Super Stretch. Super Stretch um, neoprene. Yeah, so it's just nice. super thin neoprene that has the nylon yeah. on both sides. Um, yes, yeah, so we make stuff like that. All the time. Thank you. Super yes, cool. Yes, thank you very much. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I probably best <laughs> producer ever. What's up, Jamie? <laughs> yeah. Um, Good move. Yeah, so that's what I do. And so he used to work, he used to work in the same department that I do. Yeah. Um, and we got stuck behind the same table together. Yes. Yeah. Cool. And so we worked across from each other mm-hmm. and for a long time didn't speak to each other at all. Yep. Um, we just kind of, like, most people will listen to something. Like, that's what we got into, like, podcasts and stuff. So I'll listen to podcasts. Like, I watch yeah, I YouTube do videos all day now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we did that, and then we, I don't remember how we started talking, but we just... just like exchanging yeah, podcasts. sharing I think podcasts. And then... Like, oh, man, you like this? I'm like, what yeah. kind of shit are you into? Start asking each other about, yeah, like, what we were listening to. Like, well, what did you think about, you know, this particular segment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so... Then we would do that every day. We'd be like, hey, have you listened to Ben Shapiro yet? Have you listened to Stephen Carter yet? Have you listened to um, Intercepted yet? You know, have you listened to The Daily yet? All these things. Mm-hmm. And so, Lots so of and fun stuff uh, too. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Like uh, tell them Steve, Dave, and shit mm-hmm. like that. You know, so it was it was it was good podcast. Like we were in the podcast when we. That's like how we knew each other, I guess, initially. At the first. podcast boys. Yeah, it was it was funny. I yeah. didn't really think about that aspect for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you guys have always been a podcast, really. Okay. You just, you just yeah. weren't recording. Yet. That was the initial idea. I was sitting there, it was like, well, you know those conversations we used to have at work all the time. Let's just have those and then put a microphone in front of us. Genius. That would be cool. Yeah, I which feel is why like... if you go back and listen to the first one, the first couple few, they are nothing like what show is today. They're it's, very informal. It's, it's yeah, very very informal, very different styles of conversation. Do you guys miss that? 
No. No. Uh, no. I used to smoke it was very awkward for me when we were recording. Got him. Uh, oh, yeah. And part of it was like, uh, I mean, we've always, you know, um, consumed cannabis when we've been recording, but part of it was like a fuck you to society of like, yeah. I'm gonna be intelligent and I'm also going to hit a bomb at the same time. You yeah. Know? Um, Genius. Yeah, I've, well, it doesn't I have for probably since you and I have known each other <laughs> carried with me an air of I can smoke cannabis and also be extremely intelligent and I've been very dickish about it. Mm-hmm. Um, for the last few years I have not, but when we started doing this I was like, oh, it's fucking time to get raring again. And that only lasted for a few weeks. A few weeks, you're like, well, I'm listening to it and I'm like, you, like, you're what was the, was the mixture <laughs> too much? Too much cannabis and not enough other? No, it was just the sound of, like, he's hitting a bomb, like, while he's, oh, the you know, bomb, like, yeah. you can the hear issue. it. Yeah, it ah, was the true. bomb. It was, yeah, it was actually hitting the bomb. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just start, like, smoking joints, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Gotcha. Was, like, joints it's, it's, like a it's not gentleman. about it anymore. Right? Well, and at first we were, like, you know. Like a gentleman. Co- Colin was like much more conservative than he is now, and I was much more liberal than, uh, or not even liberal. I was much, much more progressive than I am mm-hmm. now. Uh, like we always reference, one of the first episodes was like a, an argument that we had about about AR-15s, and mm-hmm. I was adamantly against the ownership of an AR-15. Like I was like, nobody should have that. That seems ludicrous to me. I'm probably going to go shooting next weekend with my buddy Jake because I'm trying to get some more training. And so, um, I, you know, I own an Air 15 now. I'm building another one in the works. So, yeah, so we've shifted very sure. much um, right. on many, many topics, but that's just one of them. Like, what do you mean you don't take an extra gun into the woods? That's exactly. I'm like, I know. Why would you not carry a gun? Yeah. And at first I was, yeah. So, um, I mean, he was like, he was like, I want to start, you know, wearing a suit, like, when we record. And, like, he wanted to, like, dress really nice. Uh-huh. And, like, That'd be kind of funny. Very, you know. Not funny. I meant fun. Right. Yeah, very, like, but, like, very traditional, like, conservative talk radio. Like, he's going to be in a suit, you know. And I was like, oh, fuck that. I'm going to, like, stay wearing hoodies and, like, blah, blah, blah. And, um, it's just, it's, yeah. um, it's so just with weird. your progressive and conservative powers combined, where, where would you guys say you landed after all this time? I think we pulled each other more towards the middle. Yeah. You guys are middle now? I would I would yeah. closest align myself with like a like a classical liberal libertarian type of Venn diagram type of deal. Liberal um, liberalitarian. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, exactly. Um very Isn't it funny how confusing all the words are to like very, describe political? Yeah. They're like liberal Mm, wrong you meant libertarian yeah idiot do you not know how government works what are you talking about well and even now like do you ever watch watch the show show rising never have rising is a great show um that is done by a news company called the hill and it is hosted by two people a woman named crystal ball and a guy named sagar and jetty um and he's like pretty conservative and she's pretty progressive hold on i'm uh, sorry is his name also like a play on words nope no and jetty he's just indian (laughs) oh man because i thought they were like show names it's the first one's crystal crystal ball Ball. okay so i'm not an idiot i'm like okay so she's crystal ball and who's this character (laughs) that's awful and that's sir i'm sorry i just wanted to try to find out the answer i I did not understand i'm sorry i think that by the way that's why I just if uh, I had seen it written down, 
down, I would have never said it. Exactly. It, yeah, it's, I would have known that was a name. Not that it Clearly. It, not that it changes it much, but it's Crystal with a K. But it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, no. It's still ball. Her parents. With that set up? Well, she's married, so I think that's Hook the name that line. she took. I, yeah. I hope to God. I don't even know what I would hope if she took it. Or if Is that on her purpose? Because her parents then I've... are assholes. Like you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but she's like, let me do this to people. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I think she talked about that on Rogan when they were on, because um, they were on a show with him. Recently. Yeah, they were on Joe Rogan like oh. less than a year ago. Yeah, so if you're a, if you want to get into them and kind of get a taste of who they are, that's a good way if you're a Rogan fan. Gotcha. That's you know, how I learned I, um, about them. I mm-hmm. know. Yeah, they're really interesting. It they're had to be YouTube. like in January because they were talking about coronavirus and the response and shit. So, you know, sometime between, well, probably around February, March. February, yeah. March. Yeah, probably so March. There's a good starting point if you want to. But that's a great show. What was I going to? Oh, confusing terms. Um, they had, they used terms like, like neocon and neoliberal mm-hmm. and shit like that all the time. And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Yeah. I geez. had to look up what that meant so I could understand what the fuck they're even talking oh, about. Yeah. yeah. And they're very like, very political. Like, like Washington, the capital votes counts like, uh, they're the governmental. Polls. Yeah, exactly. Oh. This is, these are the votes needed for this. This they're needs like, to be passed. They're like kind of scary budgets. almost. Um, you're no, like, Oh no, I don't know what's happening. They're like, both in their late thirties, um, yeah. and I'd say it's a very—it's one of the most approachable, like very hardcore po- political yes. podcasts. Gosh. Very, very. Oh, it's a podcast. Yeah, it's a YouTube show. Yeah. yeah, and it's cut up into clips, and they're all usually out by like nine or ten a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're like clips between like seven and twenty minutes long. Yeah, and they have yeah, guests sure. and panels and shit like that. So it's. It's, it's a like great a, way to consume it. It's like a traditional political talk show that you don't want to kill yourself when you're watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just all of those words are just there's so much language there though, right? Yes. Like I get yes. like the first episode of whatever the show is, I'm gonna be like, Oh my god, I don't yes. know anything they're saying. Um was a lot to handle. I don't even for someone like myself. Like Marxists, I always hear. You know, I've listened to some. I've listened to some Jordan Peterson in my day, mm-hmm. and uh, he's always talking about those darned Marxists. And I'm like, I kind of know what that means. I think. I think I know what people mean when they say it the same way that people say Nazi. It's like, okay, those guys like generally did this, and they're like bad people, and we're like, you know, mm-hmm. we kind of get it. Well, like Marxists, right? Marxists, bad thing. Like communists. It's like, I know it's a bad thing before I know the thing that it is. I'm like, I know something about Marx. So I, I tried to look yeah. up, what is a Marxist? And it's a lot of reading. You gotta read yep. like a whole book. It's yes. not very simple. Certainly the easiest way to go about it is to read the Communist Manifesto. That yeah. would be the easiest yep. way you gotta to like, learn. to know exactly what he's talking about so people aren't like Certainly. parroting his words or misrepresenting yes. his ideas and that's yeah, like a whole book you gotta go read a book dog you want to know what that word is that's one of the major problems is with trying to get into this realm um, on a serious basis you have to have a good understanding of all these various ideologies and so you have to actually do the work and read the material yourself yeah. consume it think about it and then decide for yourself that it's wrong or right and you gotta go and understand all these things from you know when you talk about libertarianism you're talking about uh you know and then there's like uh what do you the ancaps anarcho capitalists mm-hmm. there's like big l libertarians little l little libertarians there's all these various groups 
And that applies to almost every ideological set. So there is a shit ton of reading involved. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is hard. It is so hard, which is why these more and more of these labels pop up and it, it gets really difficult to get into it at all because it's so fucking confusing for most people to start out with. Because yeah. I know it was for me when I first got into it. I just had a crazy idea. Can I pitch this at you guys? What, you what do you guys think about the ideas of not in the way that they're trivial, but in the way in which they manifest and happen? Do you think that political parties are like fandoms? It's like we dress this way, we like these things. In America, yes. You gotta like learn the coding of in like America, uh-huh. yes. I'm yep. this thing. It's like a fandom. You're like part of a club. Oh, yeah. Yes. You represent it, you yes. show it off, you're like, yeah. And it's like a fandom of how your opinion of how life should be. Yep. You're like, what do you think life should be like? And you're like, I want it to be this kind of world. And we're like, Yeah, mm-hmm. we get along. We're part of the same club, we're part of the same team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. And that's uh, and some fandoms like other fandoms more, but it's yeah. like I'm part of the conservative fandom. Well, oh, yeah. I got guns and yeah. it's like the Republican. I'm a part of the Republican club, Excuse you know, me. and we we don't our rivals are the Democrat club, you know. Yeah, but, uh, that's why we we make a lot of like baseball references and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, some people call it partisanship because it's the different parties and their relationships. But yeah. you know, everyone's always it's serious. Very tribal too. now, yeah. It's very serious. You're not allowed to make jokes about it. Yeah. Well, it's because you're talking about the way you think life should be lived and how people should live their lives in the country of yours. What so does it's, it mean? It's generally important for a lot of people. A lot well, of passions are, run high. What are the most important things to you? You know, what is yeah. your? Yeah, I mean, what are the, what are like your you know some of your core values? What are the things that are most important to you? Core values, yeah. <clears throat> are you asking me right now? Or are mm-hmm. you saying hypothetically? Oh man, that's like uh, I guess just just chilling out, just trying to be nice. I think the biggest one right now for me is be nice, be as nice as you possibly can. Yeah, just to, be, to yeah, everyone, be nice. D is good. Like if you didn't exist. Like take you out of it, just be like I could. I could definitely make that person's life better. Yeah. And, and in any way you can conceive of, like big picture of the world, I don't care your philosophy. It's like whatever you're trying to do, probably taking the thing and doing like what's like ever five percent harder to do to make someone smile. You know, change your tone of voice when you see a ca- cashier. So yeah. you're like, yeah, fucking, I'm trying to go. Let's speed this shit up. We we don't have to be nice. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah, just fucking you. No, and I do I do it all oh. the time. But it's like if you just take a small little bit of time to be like, hey, how are you doing? You know, like what's going on? You can make them smile. You can just say something nice. And like, hey, that's a cool hat. Or like, hey, you know, whatever. Fuck, oh, I don't yeah. know. So would it be uh, so be nice, be, be really nice. World. Yeah. Would it be I try to be nice, guys. Yeah. Would it be <laughs> fair to say that your core values, at least the way that you just explained that one, doesn't necessarily directly translate over into a political ideology or stance, which would make it harder for... It's a hard game, huh? It would make it harder for someone like yourself to align with a political party, which would certainly make it feel... And not, not to argue against it, would yeah. certainly make it feel more Hippie like is more like a, a suit that you're putting on as a, instead of... I'm not trying to attribute one to you. I'm saying the I'm way that you seem suits. to be looking mm-hmm. at it, right, is yeah. that like a, a party affiliation is more of, like you said, a thing that you're representing. It's just... It's, it's like a... Almost like a facade without a negative connotation. Right? Uh, I mean, like I get a, the, yeah. a mask. It's a sign that you're holding. You know what I'm saying? It's certainly a party an affiliation. Are you yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You're, right. And I don't so, know. Yeah, I don't know if I can affiliate with a party. Ooh, right, and I don't even mean uh, you. Um, I mean a person in general. or anybody. Okay, right. Um, but 
for your core values because one of your core values is not and not that it's not like if it was like the preservation of life you know what i'm saying then that might more directly correlate to a political idea like like abortion or to like a foreign policy regarding war or something because you're like well first and foremost i want to preserve life so anything that's going to go against that Mm -hmm. is going to be a hard no for me you know what i'm saying and that's not a negative thing but because your initial core value is not something that directly relates to a political value, it's like it doesn't mean as well, much think, to you, you know. So I it's think it just like looks a, different in different situations. I get what you're saying. I think I I understand what you're saying. Uh, but like, I don't know, core value. It is a, a hard. It is a core value because it's like what I feel like I'm aiming for is. Mm-hmm. Is world peace, man. I just I love everybody. No, you know, like uh, if if the optimal goal is like everyone gets along and uh-huh. is experiencing the highest quality of life that they can, right? Yeah. That's the goal. I think we're needing to value other things, right? And you know, this goes into like every philosophy ever, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of got to figure out for you what that looks like, you know? And so I think, I think that the, you know, you're saying you're like, Oh, you're putting on a suit by wearing this political thing. It's like, no, I think it's how people are navigating the world. And it's, it kind of simplifies and kind of like qualifies categories in general. Why do we label anything? So so we can understand it easier. Right. (laughs) We don't have to put so much brain power into each like, Oh, do what about this specific question? You kind of already have like a guiding yeah, idea, ideology, yeah, right? You know, and if you're so, a Republican, you're generally going to think these things, even if it deters, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, if you call yourself right. a libertarian, I can guess that you believe this, 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 and this. Right. I think a lot of those things, and kind of, I mean, um, I think a lot of those things have been harder to. They become very big, you know what I'm saying? The, yeah. the words Republican and Democrat, and so they don't mean as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have held for a long time, and we've discussed privately not too much on the show, um, like, that's one of the big downfalls that we currently have in a two-party system, you know what I'm saying? That people have to, for the purposes of voting and a lot of times political discussions, they have to attribute themselves a party um, so that... They so can, can, yeah. So that you can, yeah. so they can, so someone can try and understand, you know, because to yeah. try and say like, oh, well, I'm, I'm a, to someone other than you guys, because you give a shit about something other than a Republican or Democrat, you know, yeah. to someone who is very classically politically minded. If I tell them, well, I'm kind of like a classical liberal, like libertarian, like type of deal, they're going to be like, what the fuck does that even mean? Oh, you're libertarian? That means you guys lose all of the time. You're yeah. always last in all of the races. You guys right? are third place, right? Because when we first yeah. started this, that's exactly what the fuck I was saying. Like, libertarians lose. You don't want to be a libertarian because they lose every race all of the time. That's because, what they want you to think, man. Because statistically, that's true. But when you're yeah. talking about core values, you probably do want to be a libertarian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At least for me personally. And so... We have, like I said, spoken privately for a long time about that being one of the issues of the two-party system and a more parliamentary-style political system probably holding a lot of benefit for America today so that we can still have larger umbrellas, you know what I'm saying? But 
kind of solidify the caucuses that we have now. You know, in the Republicans, there's like, there's the Freedom Caucus. You know, there's a defined yeah. group of dudes that are like along one political line. They're it's Republican like a party, do you, do you right? Party. But they're but they're not actually a party. They're just a caucus. They're just mm-hmm. a group of dudes. You know, but I think that there would be benefit to ratifying smaller groups like that, legitimizing them, and making those party affiliations mm-hmm. that are maybe you know. And so even in the UK, they still have like conservative parties and and uh, labor parties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there are other ones that go underneath that that hold those yeah. values. That you know, and so they they will have a lot more of those parties rise in prominence and fall away yeah. than we ever could. Essentially, certainly, and that's why I think that the like the it legitimizing the, of the conservative party. There was like the right. Tory party was in charge for a while, right? Right. But they were very similar to the conservative party. And then there's labor well, parties, and there's all sorts of them. But there's like there's still <clears throat> only like three to four, maybe that kind of come and go. Whereas and my us, point to that is the two. My point is even when one of those smaller parties get in, if they don't have the majority, they have to form a coalition government and they do it with another conservative party. You know what I'm saying? That may not hold all of the same values, but they Mm -hmm. hold most of the same values. So these are the guys that we're going to go to first. You know what I'm saying? What that does is prevent the government from being run by a, say, like 10% of the population because the way they do those kind of tiered votes can allow somebody who initially got 10% of the vote to become to win the top chair yeah. by forming those other coalitions with the smaller ones, so it's just it's like a more tiered down version of like the bigger umbrellas, like you're saying, yeah. more umbrellas and Tur- more that, tournament brackets. I think that if you could go against a Democrat, you know, quote unquote Democrat idea without being looked at as like a traitor to the party, it would be easier to get things done. People would have more leverage to make their own personal choices. They wouldn't feel so beholden. To voting a certain way, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like, well, we're, you know, we're a liberal party, but we're actually the, what the fuck does, does AOC and them call themselves? Progressives. No, 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 oh, not the political ideology. They have their own little group, like the five, the girls, the, what, what the squad, called? the squad, right. Okay. So, so like I'm a liberal, but I'm actually part of the squad, right? So that's mm-hmm. my caucus is the squad caucus. So I'm actually the most progressive of the Democratic Party. So it's yeah. not absurd that I would vote against this particular legislation that goes against my ideas. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think it would be way easier for people... Like we got Rand Paul in the Republican Party. Exactly. Party. And you know, so you have a handful of people... Yeah, you have a handful of people who don't give a shit. John McCain didn't give a fuck. You know, he would vote how he wanted because at the end of the day, he's like, this, this is where I'm at. If you're torturing people, I don't give a fuck. I'm not doing it. You know, there yeah. were some things that held truer to... And maybe that's a poor example, but... There are many people you could pick that their core values, Bernie Sanders, right? Yeah. Core values generally tend to hold stronger than whatever the party affiliation is, even if currently he's independent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Still a Democrat at the end of the day. He was going to be the Democratic uh, candidate for president if that's what he was elected. So yep. I think that it would provide people more freedom mm-hmm. if they were just like, oh, well, it's a liberal party, but, you know, I'm actually part of mm-hmm fucking the Salt of the Streets caucus, where, you know, they're, like, pretty libertarian, but actually they're like, hey, welfare is not a bad thing, so we do this, and whatever, you know, whatever other things you want to apply. Yeah. So, you know... Whatever our caucus believes its deepest core values are and how people should live their lives. Let so, me... Uh, oh, so say, so like, I was going to ask John um, if... Two things. If you well, could um, things, yeah. attribute yourself a party affiliation, and if not, do you think that a system like this would make it easier for you to do 
such a thing and not feel like you were compromising values or holding a sign or putting on a facade or however you want to put it that's not being totally genuine to who you are you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i get what you're saying uh what was the first question exactly if you could um apply a party affiliation to yourself if yeah probably probably left leaning i want to say left leaning Mm -hmm. but i don't even then it's like you know uh, i'd rather talk about like specific issues and ideas around them right as opposed to like being like my my (sighs) opinion and my stake in the ground is right here and I'm putting my money here, and if it lands on this, then we're winners. And yeah. if it, you know, I don't, I don't. We're, really we're like... not at all trying to pigeonhole you. Oh no, you know, for nothing, sure, nothing yeah. like that. That yeah. right there in itself speaks volumes. Yes, yeah. it's an incredibly <laughs> yes. respectable place to be at. Because I like to think I'm, I'm there too. Well, I don't. Yeah. I just. I don't like the big labels and stuff like that. Because I, I don't know what that label technically means. You know, I just, I just, let's talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. Just give me an issue. I'm issue based. When it makes, that type of stuff makes you own shit that you don't support, you know, just because like, if you, if you tell someone that you're a Democrat, even if you're like, well, I'm really like very moderate. I just kind of lean a little bit more left. Well, what do you think about the fucking Green New Deal? And what about this? And what about fucking this and AOC and all this shit? And you're like, I don't have nothing to do with that. Like, I don't support any of that shit. Like, I'm just, mm-hmm. this is where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? But if you, like I said, if you were to tell somebody that you were a Democrat in a non-understanding scenario, you would, could be questioned about shit that you don't even care about. You know? Yeah. I, but then, okay, your second question was like, do you think in a government like that or parliament or whatever? And I think, I mean, yeah, I think, parliamentary I, style, I yeah. think we could definitely improve upon the system. But my question is, do you think a system change that we rearrange things and, you know, add more codes and really try to codify out? Because what are we doing with law in general? You're trying to make a set of code, a set of rules mm-hmm. to weed out uh, human immorality, essentially, right? We're trying to make a set of rules where there's no way, or at least we reduce as much as possible, the bad things that make uh, that, that make life uh, worse for people, right? We're trying to make as much good for as many people as possible. That's the point, right, mm-hmm. of like a, the, a social contract, why we help each other at all, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're trying to do good, and we're trying to make a rule like okay okay don't don't kill people you definitely can't kill people right we're like okay good we're all we're all on board with that right could you make enough codes and enough systems and enough checks and balances to make no human figure out the puzzle and figure out how to exploit it and get on top of it i mean it's made by man right like every lock can be unlocked if we made it like where it's a huge part of human nature right it's Mm -hmm. to maximize to exploit and so if you're still playing by those rules, you're mm-hmm. saying, okay, we're going to add more rules on top of it. Even more rules, even smarter rules. Smarter we're, rules. We're going to get, you know, I, I think we can definitely, I'm not saying don't move in a direction towards smarter rules, right? But would it get rid of corruption? Would it get rid of, would it, would it fix the things that make it, you know, uh, that, that bad? Like, for example, like, could we ever put enough code in where everyone's happy about abortion, right? I'm not trying to make it a trivial thing, but it, the, the, the end debate is really like half of these people think that you're just killing kids. You're just like, it's like the same to them as like walking in a classroom and just start, you just start killing kids, right? I don't have to paint right. a picture there. Uh, and that's how they feel. They're like, oh my God, right. we're letting people get murdered. Look at these little babies getting pulled out of one. And the other people are saying like, well, scientifically, we don't, we can't, we don't even know how life got here. We don't even know what life is. We don't know when, you know, inanimate becomes animate objects 
or even yeah. how. We got some. We're we got a few theory. theories. Yeah. yeah, we don't know. So we're saying it one cell, two cell. You're like, okay, well, it'll become a person. And even even on the religious sides, they they take a different stance in different areas. Mm-hmm. Some say, okay, you can't use any contraception at all. Killing, even stopping the sperm. You're stopping souls. They have their ideas, but it's the, at the end of the day, it's like you can't convince these people that that this action at one cell, two cell, three cells, or whatever that you take your action at is not killing humans. Goes against, goes against the core values. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so how could you, how would you remedy this when these people, and we don't, we don't know, we don't have the definitive answer, you know, doctors are like, ah, heartbeat, yeah. I guess, or one, brain activity a little bit, you know, maybe that's a person, I don't know. Uh, like, I don't think that the parliamentary style system is the answer to that question. That's certainly not the problem that I'm trying to solve. Um, the problem that I would be trying to solve, I wouldn't even call it more codes. It's, it is a. Because like you don't necessarily think that more. No, because it's not because no, I don't think that more laws are the answer. But I think that if people didn't feel so held to a pre-written set of ideologies that they don't necessarily hold to one hundred percent, then it would be easier for a discussion to be had that was genuine and honest for progress to be made. Right. Um, is more what I'm getting at. And I don't know that progress means more laws. If you ask me personally, it means many, many less laws. It means yeah. much less government, like much, much smaller. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that more codes is the answer. I think that a strengthening of a social contract is more important than a strengthening of the government's say in how people conduct themselves. Right. Um, would be how I would answer that question. Yeah. Um, and that comes up with, just to add on and add my own little, because I essentially agree, but to add my own two cents onto that, it's, and that kind of, the problem kind of arises there that the the questions that we all really want answers to or kind of the most important core value things aren't necessary things you can address in law. It's like we all kind of just have to get on board right. together. Otherwise, it doesn't really work because then it's just, you know, the government telling you have to do something and then you do it. We want everybody, like, to be a nicer person, to be nicer to other people. That's not something you can just sign into law. You could, but yeah, then next thing you know, niceness, yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden, then if you're not a nice person, what's considered nice, then you then you run with like hardcore totalitarian dictatorships. But on a social level, on a social contract level, if that could be the first rule, just fucking be nice to other people. Guess what happens? The yeah. world's going to be a hell of a lot better place. Things would be fantastic. I mean, probably. that's the general idea. I think yeah. most people I mean, want to be nice to people, but you right. know, but why you, you get people the, do that because people it's don't tough. get what they want, and right. sometimes with good reason. I mean, maybe they want very normal, not die every single day, try to fight for my life kind of things. Yeah. Uh, and life's and, life's tough. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, so people are dissatisfied, and, and that's a big part of everything, yeah. right? Well, and I would barter <laughs> to say that you there are very few moralities that you can legislate yeah um excuse me and 
We well, just call it but rights. isn't but isn't that what you're trying to do with law anyways? Morality into, isn't isn't law from philosophy? And that's why I don't think that more is the answer. It's yeah, because I okay. don't think that I don't think that there is many moralities that you can legislate. I get. I, I understand that, what you're saying. I think yeah, the okay. only things that you the only moral things that you can demand of other people is to not infringe on other people's ability. To, yeah, to just, progress themselves. Yeah. That's, so anything like that's play nice, stop like that. yeah, anything, government's like let's play nice, guys, right. please. Yeah, <laughs> I can't stop you from calling him an asshole because that just makes you an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I can stop you from raping somebody. I can stop you from killing somebody. You know what I'm saying? That directly intercedes with that person's ability. Their rights. Yeah, right. Their rights. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He doesn't have the reason yeah. to not be called an asshole yeah. because he might be an asshole. He might deserve it. I don't know. I'm not, and I'm. I'm the government. It's not my job to tell you whether or not you're a dickhead. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, we uh, we yeah. all have the right to not be murdered. That's a thing that, like, and literally the laws are only supposed to be there to to protect, to ensure that your rights are not infringed upon. Yeah. That's the whole basis. That's the heartbeat. That's the core of where it all begins. So, yeah. if, yeah, all those moral and ethical things, those are what we really are talking about is what are our human rights, what, what, we can't let anybody violate those. Otherwise, you know, that's why we have laws to protect that kind yeah. of stuff. And when people's moral interests, this can be, you know, a semi-conversation about Supreme Court, right? Because we, modern day, the people who interpret the Constitution, the Supreme Court, are automatically assumed this is a liberal justice, this is a conservative justice, right? Yeah. That is completely mm-hmm. counter to the whole idea of the Supreme Court when it was a first established. Yeah, they yeah, were supposed yeah, to be completely independent, like non-political Neutral, at all. Yeah. The moment that that was totally acceptable, all hope of not legislating morality was out the fucking window. Yeah. Because then we, we assume and we expect them to rule upon these particular lines. And that's why when you have justices that Donald Trump put in that uphold what you would be traditionally considered democratic or liberal values... The narrative is still, they are going to destroy every value that we have, right? Yeah. Um, it, because it, it just it destroys the current narrative, you know? So, since that point, probably way before that, you know, the laws that were being ratified that are being okayed are, are not based off of the moralities that you can legislate that we have laid out in the constitution they're based off of whatever the fuck whoever wrote that law you know individual people's morals that are dictating what other people can do and how they what morals they can hold legally right you know so there are a lot of things but but rights aren't rights just laws no No, rights by that's exactly what i'm saying are things it's an inalienable it's a human right it's something you these are certain rules that we have decided well we haven't decided they are they're they're inherent to a human being forever and always what do you mean that's that's where i get i guess i get confused how is it not a contract between people to say like we have the right to be alive that's just between that's people. That's kind of what the idea, I think, behind human rights is, though. It's so it is a that's, contract yeah, between that's, people. That's, yeah. why some, that's why that's something, if you want to have an organized government, that's why that's something you can you can legislate. This is something that's not okay, because to harm, some, to harm somebody, to kill somebody, goes against everybody's ability, that person's ability to be happy. But not you know necessarily, right? Because we kill people sometimes. Like, that's what the military is for, it's right? It's very complicated. Certainly. So, and that's, so, but that's and what I'm that's, saying. So rights are still not, laws, right? And that's 
No. It's no, but I mean, Allah, like, in the sense that humans created it. It's an agreed-upon thing between people. No. No. Because that's the thing. We believe that all humans all around the world have certain inalienable rights, but a lot of countries don't believe that. They are protected here because we have cemented those in a document that has turned it into a social contract that we all live here. Yeah. They're inalienable. They are, regardless of whether or not you live here and are protected by this social contract, this living document, you have those rights still. We mm-hmm. just can't protect them all over the world. Because, yeah, we this don't is want the area that we, stuff, yeah, but... this is the area that we exist in. These are the borders of our country. Yeah. Okay. We're the only country on the entire planet that that is that their society is based that way. Other people have very similar things to ours, but no one else really has ours. If you think about a society based on rules, like most societies are, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that. Our society is based essentially the opposite way. These are the things, like everyone can do all these things, these are the things people can't do to you, what we call them positive and negative rights. Most governments give you rights. Our government just protects the rights that you were born with. The only option the government has is to recognize, respect, and protect the rights that you have inherently from being a human being. But that's what I'm saying. Being a human being, nothing, you just pop out in the world, you're like, well, as a human being, nothing can kill me. And then, like, Vikings just come and smash your head into the ground. So that's not, like, a thing, right? Like, that's something we, within a group of people, you say, we're not going to kill each other because we respect human life. It's something we decide to protect here. And as each other. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that is human contract still, right? Yeah. The rights we have, it's the foundation of our human contract. Yeah. yeah. So we call it, yeah, the constitution. But the world, because this is where I want to take it. We think these rights, and we're taught this way, right? Is like, no, as a fucking human being, I'm the most important monkey in this whole animal kingdom. I get to live. That's a part of me as a human thing, right? But the world says, I'm going to eat you, bitch. I'm just going to eat you. You don't have any right to be here. You got to earn your keep. And so I think we get these rights. Oh, it's my right to do this. It's my right to do this. It's my right. I get I get to have this thing because I am a human being. And people take this, but they're protections. They're, they're not to the natural world. You don't actually have a right to safety. Yeah, it's definitely not so really. That's, but that's right? not one of your like, rights. Safety is not one of your rights. No. Okay, that's but but, not, but that's what people would say, right? That's what someone might say. Wrong. But that's what I'm saying. Isn't every right something we kind of agreed upon the world kind of says something a little different you know you got to fight to be alive it's not easy to be alive that's that is true but on a societal level yeah that's what we decided is that everyone has the right to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness so you have the right to 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 try to live your life doesn't protect you from the natural world but as on a societal level We're not going to try to fucking take each other out. The world might take us out, but we're going to try to agree to not take each other out because we are all America. You're born into this system. We're creating a new society. And on your way there, you have the right to say whatever you want. And and to your your comment about everybody being focused on their rights. This is something we've talked a lot lot about in the last couple episodes. People are very focused on their rights. Mm -hmm. And something that is not written into the Bill of Rights, but is written in the documents surrounding the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, with every right that is enshrined in there, there is a corresponding responsibility to that right. And you are only defended by this document. This right only belongs to you if you uphold 
this responsibility at the same time. Yeah. You have freedom of speech, but we expect you to tell the truth when you're talking. You can't slander other people. You can't lie about other people because that's not what we're doing. We're not protecting that speech. You have the right to bear arms. You have the responsibility to not take innocent lives with that firearm. You have the right to defend yourself. You don't have the right to take other people's lives to infringe on their ability to be happy, to defend themselves. And with every single one in there, certainly in the first 10, because after that we're adding, I'm not going to say there isn't, but certainly in the first 10, there is a corresponding responsibility that is completely forgotten and is not taught currently. Mm -hmm. You know, those are things I learned in the last 10 months when I've done my own research about the founding and the documents surrounding it. Those aren't things I was taught by Mr. Land or by any of our teachers when we were in school, you know? Right. Um, But that's the thing. These rights or these things we're talking about. Sorry, it may sound like I'm asking a stupid question. Maybe it's a stupid question. But, you know, I don't think if the rule is every person has the right to life, right, essentially, uh, that we even abide by that if we're like, except when they point their gun at us for a little too long and then we're going to blast his ass. Well, you have, like, the right to the, you have the right to life. Yeah, so but, but by killing him and taking away his life, that I've person, just infringed upon his right to that life. That person by even attempting, not even, not even attempting, that person by threatening to take your right away has given up their right to life, their right to defend themselves because they've attempted to infringe upon yours. Okay. Your defense mm-hmm. of yourself is not an infringement on somebody else's right when they've begun the interaction by trying to infringe upon yours. So you have right to life. You have a right to life, right? What if I take their right to life? Do I lose my right to life? So you have forfeited your right to life. Mm-hmm. If, so if so you, when the United if States if you bombs <laughs> and blows up civilians and we take all their rights to life, we, so, we yeah, lose you, our, I'm, our right to life. You know? I'm not saying you can morally justify every, especially the a decision the government has made. You can't morally justify those decisions because that's not something that's based in, in widely held morality within this country. Yeah. There were people in here when we dropped the bomb that said, that is not right. We do- yeah. Robert Oppenheimer didn't believe we had the right to drop the bomb. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's not like that's... That's not an overwhelming moral majority in America that decided we are better than the Japanese and we get to take their lives. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not how the decision was made. And the problem is the 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 government that we have established to protect our rights and stuff doesn't necessarily do a very good job of carrying those same core 100%. values throughout the world. Yeah. The idea is that they're supposed to be a reflection of our values, obviously, because they're supposed to be our, our leaders. They're supposed yeah. to be the the best of the best of the best from our society. Yeah. That's what they're supposed to be with Roman. It's never been that way, and it never will be, and now it's probably a... a yeah, and, 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 and that's kind of where I'm, I'm sorry, I'm taking it away from a political side. I'm not trying to ask, mm-hmm. like, should we value any human life at all? I'm trying to say more getting down to, like, okay, we talk about rights. We talk very instinctively mm-hmm. about, like, oh, well, that's the natural world, and this is how the world works in the natural world. But in the, the real world, in the human world that we've kind of created in everyday proceedings, we're like, that's not natural. That's not a natural thing for some reason. I think a lot of people say this without really reflecting on it. And they probably believe in science. If you ask them, like they're kind of more scientific materialists, mm-hmm. that's kind of what's taught. So you say, so why, why would we not be part of this natural thing? And I, and I get down to the question of like, well, if you are, we can agree that the right to human life means mm-hmm. like 
humans agree we're going to try to not kill each other and do as much as we can to help each other because we value each other and life itself Mm -hmm. uh if the world around us and everything we've come from doesn't quite obey those rules Mm -hmm. uh the the rules we have to you gotta eat we gotta like you know move around like where where is all of this kind of coming from is is where i kind of start to think about it and how can you be so sure that even that contract where you go, okay, let's not kill each other, but sometimes we'll kill the guy who's trying to kill us. And all of these rules we're making, like, where is that coming from? And can we can we actually get to the what's going to help everyone? Can can we get there by following law, right? Philosophy, law, going into making what society becomes between people, right? That's kind of where you want to go I'm first, or you want me to go first? I mean, I would just say where it comes from to start there is essentially no different than all the other, you know, we use this word a lot in a very different context now, but it's an ideology. Mm -hmm. It's what we have chose. That's what the founders chose as our base philosophy, our base ideology for the, the, the foundation of the society that we will create today. And they thought it was a pretty good idea to kind of go with these essential rules you know, because at the end of the day, yeah, we did make it up. That's what we want life to be like. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a yeah. pretty broad brush. I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like it good. It's not that complicated. <laughs> it's things most people could adopt from almost all religions, by right. the way. Um, except yeah. it gets complicated. Um, but that I think is the overall idea. And so, yeah, in some ways you could definitely look at it like a contract, like you were talking about earlier. Because it were things that we just, some old-ass motherfuckers that died a long time ago decided to come up with. Yeah. Yeah. And fortunately, they were pretty fucking smart, and it worked out pretty well for a long time. Yeah, and can I say something about that? Because I love that. And that's Mm -hmm. where I think you can't just be like, oh, government sucks. It's like, at the core, it was two guys in the woods like, are we going to kill each other right now? And end each other's lives are going to say, no, we could both help each other to not die instead. That's where it all comes from, right? And so that's where it, that's why we even have these human contracts. So at the end of the day, you're like, I'm so fueled all of these things in me that nature crafted or however you believe the story to go, you know, that's pushing me towards these types of reactions towards these people. It's like, if I was on a desert island with this person, would they help me live? Would grandma help me survive? It's like with all her heart, you know, (laughs) you know, and so it's like, well, that's the whole point of all this stuff is so that we can all not die and have as much good out of life as we can. So if you want to, to get the thing you think is right to happen, probably don't forget there's like a whole world that this isn't woo woo. This is, this is history. Our ancestors came from just being in the woods like, yeah. if you put me in the woods, I will die. Yeah. I have all the ideas I have about how to make fire and find things. You just put me there with nothing, 100% I would die. That's how, that's where we came from. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's how, so we if we're thought. not, we can, we can Certainly. go back to that, you know, like, look at, watch The Walking Dead. Um, watch The Walking Dead. We got, yeah. a, great, we got a great thing and, and it's not perfect. I mean, you know, like, uh, lots of bad things exist in the world because of people, right? I don't yeah. think you can look at anything in the world and call it evil if someone hasn't touched it in some way, like a person, <laughs> you know, like a yeah. lion just ripping apart a gazelle yeah, while it's evil. alive. That's just nature, baby. That's what it's supposed to do. And everybody's cool with that. Yeah. Um, 
So the concept of evil probably implies (laughs) consciousness and morality. Exactly. So if we're just trying to get away from that stuff as much as we can, and we just came from the woods not that long ago, like we should really try to remember, hey, you're not dying. I'm not dying. Let's try to make this good. Let's figure it out. Let's yeah. figure it out, man. Like, yeah, we don't need to draw lines. We, we don't. Man. We're let's not. Just, we don't have to die. Let's just talk. We're trying not to die still. Yeah. Well, and my response to that, at least from like a political or governmental perspective, would be, mm-hmm. you know, why people are focused on that. Um, it's like a lot of, <clears throat> similar to my answer earlier, a lot of the laws that are being discussed now are based on individual morals and not things that are objective about just making people happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're, they're based on individual or plural group ideals. You know what I'm saying? If you're talking like abortion, like you talked about earlier, that's not individual. There's 40, whatever percent of the country that believes along the same lines. You know what I'm saying? So there, those aren't things that are held by everybody. Those are things that are held by certain people yeah. that we're trying to tell the other half what they should and shouldn't do. And, and that's this, the fight, right? And that's, that's counter to the purpose of the government. That is completely counter. For them to be telling you what you can't do outside of these ten things, that's that's completely counter to the responsibility. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. And and that's that's why so many people are focused on it. Some people... Even in, I'm, I'm pretty focused on rights. There are a lot of people who are focused on a lot of shit that I think is really stupid. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people like what? What do you think is a dumb thing? To be the argument, argument about good. masks and shit. You know, that's a big thing that people attribute to their rights. Dummies. I think is just Bunch a of dumb dummies. conversation. And I would like just to kidding. ask you I'm guys just about this. Right. So, Mike three spring went to the weed store and leaving the weed store in my truck, and there's a van there, big white van, and on the back windows. It says, social distancing equals social engineering. Oh, yeah. So I didn't know what social engineering even was, so I had to, like, look it up so that I could have a context of it, right? So. It's not really light. It's not really as light as it sounds. Right. So I thought that it was, thought it was interesting, right? At Uh first, I was like, this guy's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It kind of, I'm interested with what Colin just said, because it sounds really cool when you say social engineering. That's like they're gonna like Apple oh, so you don't know iPhone, is, right? my society. Okay, so that's least, way better. Engineering's great. We love engineering. Social engineering, at least you you describe it as unless you want me to. That's up to you. you break it down. You're on a roll, baby. Um, Just keep going. At least the way that I understood it when I read it, you know, was an implementation of policies, laws, however you'd like to attribute that, that controls social behavior and dictates in the long run how people will behave. You know, and so the idea behind like the that I've read online gathered, I hate to attribute to anybody, but largely in like the QAnon, you know, pages oh, yeah. and stuff that oh, I follow, um, that like it's social engineering so that we'll be, you know, farther away it. from each other. We like and they then, want to isolate everybody. So and then, exactly. And so, um, so I think it's interesting, right? Like I said, at first I was like, that's crazy, like that's insanity. And then, like a week after that, we were going to go into the grocery store, me and Jordan Dax, and I was getting Dax out of his seat. And someone made him a, like a child-sized mask a long time ago that he didn't like. He wouldn't wear it. Didn't want to put it on anyway. He's not, he's not five years old, doesn't he, right? Um, so he like has grown accustomed to seeing us in them, you know? And so he'll like put it on when we're at the house and stuff like that. And then he put it on when we were in the car. And like we were like making a joke about it. And I went to get, out, get him out of the car. 
And I looked at him, and I took his mask off, and I said, you're not fucking wearing that in the store. And then I took him into the store, and I was like, that's... Why do I have a problem with this if I think that that's stupid? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if I think the idea of social engineering is dumb, why do I have a problem with Jax wearing a mask when I go into the store? Because yeah. even a week before that, around that same time I saw that thing on the van, Jordan and I had a conversation on the way somewhere where she's like, it makes me sad, you know, that... I don't know what oversimplify her position, but like, you know, it makes her sad that Dax is going to grow up in a world where people were wearing masks, you know, where that's what people are doing is wear masks. And I was like, that's fucking stupid. People in Japan wear masks all the time. Those fucking kids are just fine. Like, it's not a problem. It's kind of dope. And then this shit happened when we were in the fucking store or we were going to go in the store. And I was like, okay, so why did I shit on her if now I have a problem with him wearing a fucking mask when we're going to the store? This is a non-judgmental question, but how afraid are you that he gets thrown out? Oh, not at all. Zero percent? You're like, this doesn't hit kids. From a personal perspective, this is separate from the show, because on the show, we... This is a very personal show, but as far as news goes, we only deliver what we consider to be factual information. Facts. From a personal perspective, I have been wondering for a long time whether or not I have already had the coronavirus. I don't know. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that I do. I'm not throwing caution to the wind. We're ronin I... I feel that there, I am trying to be as, <laughs> as unbiased as possible. I feel that there is a strong possibility that with some of the things that I have seen, many of the people that I know have already had the coronavirus and have had little to no symptoms and may have been unaffected by it. I don't know it's that for a fact. Real. I don't have it. No, not that they it's lied not real. To me, not that, I'm not saying it's not real. <laughs> no, I'm just it's not kidding. that. Just that most of the people that I know lead generally very healthy lives and take care of themselves and were careful when everything happened. And, you know, the farther back we see timelines go and stuff like that. And that some of the earliest cases were here, especially like in Washington state. Yeah. Um, I feel that, like I said, there's a strong possibility that I may have already had it. I don't throw caution to the wind. We still do all the stuff we're supposed to do, partially because it's, you know, the law. But you hate it. I'm not. I don't like it. I am way more mm. concerned about larger infringements on my rights than being asked to wear a mask in the store. Yeah. I understand the concern. I would never tell anybody that's fucking stupid. I personally think that it's a kind of a dumb conversation, but I understand Um I understand someone feeling that way. I don't understand the boisterous, constant Facebook posting, fucking, you know, you're a sheep if you wear a mask, like, you're not a real American, like, all this crazy nonsense that I've seen. Yeah. There's some shit that I think is, like I said, people taking hold of their rights with... While completely throwing to the wind the responsibilities that come from those. Yeah. Can I, can I pose a thought experiment? Yes. After posing a statement experiment. Um, (laughs) sorry. Uh, so I was going to say, uh, what, well, well, first all of this eventually like social engineering or like getting us to be more obedient or whatever, it all ends in the gulags, right? That's the fear is like somebody gets too powerful and totalitarian and then some type of comp- concentration camp, right? Yeah, so, train of thought. yeah. Or, or like evil people Labor are going to have too much. T- yeah. 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 Bad people. Doing it's, bad, bad things. it's bad for most people. Most people are yeah. going to not have a fun time for sure. Yes. So that's the best way, easiest way to put it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so if that's the scenario we're afraid of, I would say 
why what makes you say that we're not there already like that they couldn't do it right now because i think like everyone's like no man i got so many fucking guns you have no idea it's going to be call of duty four and do you know how many guns there are in the united states a a lot for sure but then i say there are more guns in the united states owned than there are people right i'm pretty sure it's like not by a small margin but here's what i'm saying so what does it actually look like like what when do you pull out your gun you say you know what i'm gonna fight the government i'm fighting the government Um, cops pull up to your house they're just like excuse me please come outside we need you to come outside there's fucking 12 of them they're all have a bunch of guns what are you doing (laughs) i don't like to totally i will answer your question but just as a preface because we're on the podcast and it's like our business yes i don't like to run in a hypothetical scenario because I can't fully answer as to what my behavior would be, right? Okay. Just with that preface. Just right. to, you can only be held myself. slightly responsible for this one. Yeah, because I don't know. Because I don't know. For, I've never been in that situation, so I can't answer oh, I 100% as yeah. to what I would do. And this just is because, not a real thing I want to do. Well, and just because they're, you know... One day, when Colin and I have a bunch of money and everybody's watching this, there's going to be some fucking asshole that's going through every single episode that we've ever done to find stupid shit that we've said to try and pull it up and fuck us over. So there's going to yep. be someone that finds this and they're like, oh, you're a fucking pussy. You've never been in the military. You don't know. You don't know this, blah, 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 Right? So just as a preface, as a pre-protection from that is the only reason that I say that. Okay. Right? To answer your question. My red line. Um, the way that would be some form of red flag on myself right and red flag refers to like a red flag law in which the local police departments in some manner decide that you should not have your firearms anymore and they come to take them from you right so that can be for some reasons that some people would consider legitimate and sometimes it's not right there are people in st louis the mccloskeys that stood on their front lawn with their with their ar and their pistol and pointed it at the protesters that walk past their house do you know what i'm talking about yeah so those people lost their guns right i don't think those people should have had their guns taken away there are some other things if you shot a bunch of people in the past maybe you should have known guns in the future right right that's neither here nor there that's a whole other discussion so if for whatever reason that i felt illegitimate i knew that the police were going to come to my house to execute a red flag because generally you know when that's going to happen i would ask everyone in my home to leave so that I was home alone, I would call the people that I knew I could depend on to help me defend my life, and I would willingly give my life in an armed standoff with law enforcement to defend my rights that a tax-paid individual has zero right to infringe upon what if it's like not renegade renegade government law stuff what if it's like okay reason should terrorist attack that's a good one they go we need to go to uh what is it called? they need to take it martial law they need to to, know they need to go martial law to protect people in a certain area or wherever you know that's fine Um, they don't need to take my guns i'm not a terrorist Okay, they don't take your guns. They try to just evacuate you. They just say, hey, guys, uh, there's going to be terrorist attacks here. We need everybody to come out of their house, please. We're going to move you guys. If I felt that there was a legitimate concern for my safety and the safety of my family, I would go. But if I felt like there wasn't, I wouldn't. 
but that's but you know you have a military roll up on you like uh i don't know i'm not going to speak out of turn i don't know the most about the about the uh philippines uh philippine situation with their martial law and stuff but that's crazy yeah crazy yeah that guy's loose cannon Yes. Right, but during during like the Marcos days, yes. right? You know yeah. that that's what they did. They just you just went, dude, things are blowing up. There's terrorists. We need to protect you guys, martial law. And then he did whatever he wanted with his police militia yeah. force. And and you can't fight the cops. They're like they just um I mean, I don't have to get into I this story, but like agree wholeheartedly. Uh, well, you can, but you're like for you're saying like it's like that's just another way of committing suicide. It, yeah, I mean, and yeah. that's that's one in of the things that happened in, in yeah. with my uncle actually, uh, and so Duterte. Where's Rodolfo? Where did I say Maduro? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maduro. I'm sorry. Yeah. Duterte. Duterte is the one now. <laughs> no. Yeah. So yeah, I, well, I'm no still Maduro with that one. Yeah, yeah. That's no, no, the no. thing, you Maduro, know. Like, Maduro's in Venezuela. Yeah. So you can kind of hear uh, the, the similarities. Would be why. Yeah. But it looks all legit and stuff. Like when it first starts, and then you're like, oh. I don't know what to do now because it's all like not legal. Every single time these, you know, if the military, if the army was just on our block and they just had people walking around like, oh, we're just doing training exercises. Like, you know, you're like, "Uh, I don't know about that. We've discussed these things. Um, That's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know when I would be like, time to have a firefight with these people. Yeah, I'm not going to start drawing (laughs) just because they're in the neighborhood, you know. Right. But I also am not going to blindly follow directions from somebody that I don't feel has the right to really tell me what to do. But that's what I'm saying is like every time it's pretty much happened. Not maybe not every time, but most times it happens is mostly just people being like, Hey, this area is not safe. We need you guys to get on these trains and just go over to this next place. We're protecting you. Well, we just we have not guns. Going to take any type of government transportation right. anywhere. Right, but you know they're just trying to move people, and that they're asking you to leave your house. You have some armed people, and they say it's for your protection. If there's a terrorist attack coming, we think this place is going to get bombed. I can protect myself. <laughs> You're just going to be like, I'll get bombed, maybe. Like, well, I, well, like <laughs> I said, if I feel like there's a legitimate threat to my safety, then I would go. But if I felt mm-hmm. like, based off of political climate social circumstance that this mm. might be a power move by my military i'm not going i'm not gonna take i'm and, not doing yeah. that and, and then if the it's same totally legitimate and the same move on and the, the same, same, same circumstance would yeah it, fuck it, you exactly it, if it you're not gonna go then you're not gonna go in disasters and shit like ah, okay see that's like that's that. an that's an aspect of it that i was not yeah really it's like all right man well if you're not gonna fucking go you're not gonna go peace out yeah they're not gonna and that should honestly and then if you did have like problems with the government like that and kind of assume they were going to come try to do the aha they don't leave stuff. you there kind of thing it would gotcha. be it would be a, leave you yeah then you're like all right maybe we should go because it would be the same scenario where you know my family would leave not in government transportation to a location that we had designated prior and i would call those very same people that right. i could trust to to help me defend myself and they would come to my house and we would do yeah. whatever we had to do to defend ourselves. Yeah, because I argue, like, at any point in time, I, they could just evacuate me, and I would not be of the mind to, like, not listen to them. You know what I mean? But I guess what you're saying, yeah, like, political climate. and th- But that's the thing. Well, is like, my, my big question was, like, do you think it could happen right now? And I'm like, yeah. In fact, if there was less lead up, if, if the government showed up right now and we're like, come outside, we're all just going to go outside. No like, you way. know? <laughs> No, no way. Really? You wouldn't? No. I mean, no, I wouldn't be like, I'm firefighting now. I'm even, definitely just going just, outside because I'm confused. Mean us. I mean, so many people, if people are talking about a mask being government overreach, you think that if they come to their house and say, you need to leave right now, they're going to say, okay, 
There are yeah, if they, said, if they said if it was like a missile strikes incoming, we think because you're by the bases, we need to get everyone out as fast as you can. You wouldn't or just they, be like, you're right. I you're probably right. You're the military. But if you, you know, think the government is is manufacturing a crisis to try and win an election. It's but I'm it's saying not. today, right now, that's the yes, first information there are you people get. People that are holding that belief today that coronavirus is a is a manufactured pandemic that it's not real. There are many, many people holding that belief. And most of those, many of those people are the people that don't believe you should be wearing a mask because they don't think it's yeah. real. If it was That's the, the first, if it was the first, yes. okay, I get what you're saying. If it was the first time you're hearing this information though, are you going to be skeptical about what the government wants? Or are you just going to be like, you know, I assume s- nine out of 10 times they're man. trying to help me. You're right. It's, like, it's so dependent on what it is. It that really they depends. Tell me. Yeah. Okay. I'd have to make the judgment call at the time. Be like, this dude is full of shit. Get the fuck out of here. I, I, oh, I would no, 100% word, believe them. I would just 100% believe them for I sure. I don't 100% believe anything that anybody tells me. Yeah. I reaction knowing myself, the government. I definitely I, would go. And that and that's fine. It's a different <laughs> it's a difference in the things that we have spent time considering. Over the last you you and I have talked a little bit about yeah. my brain since January been a fucking dark place terrible it's not so these are things i've considered deeply and many times mm-hmm. um the, i mean yeah because i because i never know when it goes from chilling in your house having a fun time to now you're in the gulag i don't know what that looks like i imagine it looks like a bunch of police showing up to your house being like you need to leave right now and then you're like okay why and they're like, like the you just step. need to leave right now yeah, it's like and then the now you're step. in the gulag that's the last step <laughs> the gulag. yeah looking back historically and, most people aren't necessarily aware of it until it's gone to that you know that's really the last end step. point you know, so the way to identify it happens that. in the background most of the time. Yeah. And the but but you can see the intermachinations. It's not like a government like we have right now with the people we have can you know no. voting for just no. one day they go let's just go kill a bunch of our people no. and then everyone's going to obey us and no. start rounding up people into houses. No, like, because you know, if I saw yeah, who in the military would actually on execute the on internet like <laughs> video footage that I could confirm that the military was in. Port Hadlock, mm-hmm. right? I'm trying to think of like a neutral area oh, that's not God. your back, your backyard, or right. like right because because that's not something. I mean, certainly I would go by myself if I was the only one. But I also, if something's happening in Port Hadlock, I'm calling you, I'm calling Chad, I'm calling Jake, and we're going as a group. You know what I'm saying? So, that, is that your uh, clan? Just kind like, of go to. Those are. If I had to identify... Your anti-government first, clan? No, 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 not that. Sorry, are, sorry. Those... That was a complete joke. I'm thinking anti... I'm thinking clan like uh, like Call of Duty, like uh, oh, Xbox yeah, yeah. Live. Yeah. Oh, so that's yeah. your group? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's your squad. If I had to are... pick three dudes, sorry. that was going to be... The way you're saying it was like, because you guys know. actually talk about legit, like those people who are actually... Yeah, that's just Yeah, there you go. That's who you're... If I had to pick three people to be in a firefight with tomorrow, it would be those three people. That's pretty cool. The Dream Squad, bro. You guys know each other's moves. And you're like, not really. We just but know each other well. We communicate yeah, well, and that's good. trust. We have very similar values, and that's. that's Did you ever play airsoft together? Uh, no. Oh, I feel I like that would help. 
I did with uh, certainly a few. There, of the yeah. There's a video. There's a video made by T Rex Arms that's called "Can Airsoft Translate to Real Guns?" It feels like. And they took a guy from Japan named Liku who had never fired a real gun because you can't have a gun there, but he's like a crazy airsoft competitor. In like ten fucking minutes, he was an amazing shooter on real gun. So there's that's totally, cool. totally value in doing airsoft. There are things you miss: the recoil, the trigger control, shit like that, because. Triggers and stuff are different on airsoft guns and real guns, but but as far as sight placement, things like that, you can 1,000% learn on an airsoft gun that has the same type of setup as a real gun. Oh, yeah. I used to do that shit when I was a kid, man. That's cool. Serious value in it. Yeah. I'll send you that video if you want. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's cool. It was pretty cool. One day when we're all over at uh, uh, Jake's place, I got to have him dig out a really, really old video we made uh, from when we were young playing airsoft. That's awesome. I can't remember. I don't even know if he would still have it. I'm pretty sure he might, though. It's so fucking hilarious. No, my mom was so against guns when I was growing up that I couldn't play video games with guns in them until I was, like, 15. And if I was going to, then you had to be able to, like, turn the blood off so that there was no blood. That was the only way. Oh, man, I I remember those. Yeah, that was the only way. And so I didn't... I've only been into firearms maybe... Like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the most experienced dudes that I know because he's dived in hard. So you're ready. This is a situation that you're prepared for. You under you've thought about this. I think you this know is your a moves. situation that every American should be prepared for. Right. Yes, especially when you read a lot of the uh, not the founding documents, but the documents that are written around the founding. You know, there's a series of <coughs> old news article correspondence and, you know, Various books of compilations of letters and things that the founding fathers wrote to each other, having these discussions about why we think some of these things, some of these core values that we were talking about before, like are important and what they apply. They're trying to debate each other and work it out and they're fighting and stuff. And they really lay in the context of what these rules are for. And they all assumed that, like, we'd have a little revolution every, you know. 50 to 100 years, you know, max. One of the things I learned about Thomas Jefferson this year, one of the views that Thomas Jefferson held was he wasn't even certain that any generation should be governing the way that preceding generations conduct themselves. They're like, he, you, he did not. Remix? And it's not for me to say, I'm not, because I'm not saying that he thought that it should be rewritten, you know what I'm saying? Because at that time, Nobody, they don't know. They're just like we said, they don't know. They're like, this is the best thing that we can come up with collectively. Yeah. But none of us are really sure. They because no one's done really hard. So who fucking knows, yeah. you know? So even at the time, he's like, I don't even know that we should be telling our great-grandchildren the way they need to conduct themselves because the world could be so Which vastly sense. different. It does yeah, make sense. It, I think... 100%. That's why we have the Bill of Rights. And, yeah. You know, it's why it's, it's just it's, complicated to change. It's why it's such time. a broad based thing. Well, if you, if you again consider, right, a world in which many of the laws we have now don't exist because they're based off of personal morals instead of broadly accepted ones like the Bill of Rights, if, if for the last 200 years we've operated way more off of the Bill of Rights, and I, I'm, obviously we've done things to take care of people and whatever is needed to be done to like, keep the country alive, you know? Yeah. We would be a happier, individually happier place if it was just based around these kind of general ideas of, like, don't fuck with anybody else, make sure everything's in good but nature. That, but you that's know what, what I'm saying. saying. It, 
can I, sorry, can I, Go this ahead. is something I wanted to ask about earlier too. Cause like, I think where you're saying like, okay, just have a broad general bill of rights, do no harm. Right. Uh, I think when you get down, that's what I'm saying. Like when you get down to something like abortion, how can you do no harm? Both sides, they they go into these camps. That's also not because a right. like, do no harm is not a right. You know what I'm saying, right? You know, but when you get down to like, don't infringe upon my rights, but you're like, well, you're killing Taking babies and stuff. Lives. You yeah. know, and so I think you come to these. I think these these divisions form naturally. Certainly, right? some things, yeah. At the time, I don't know that anybody. I'm sure there were some people, but broadly, you know, I don't think abortion was being considered widely. Um, across the, so. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So there are some things, yeah, that are going to come up, and I. So I'm not saying that nothing, you know. Um, but I also think that there are modern hurdles in the way of us finding a good solution to that. Yeah, like you we've know? forgotten the base, right? Maybe. Well, and and one of those, like I said, is is the system. There are a lot of people who yeah. cannot feel that they cannot vote in a way that best reflects how they feel or what they think is correct because of the party affiliation they have. You know, they have yeah. to uphold the party line. And so a lot of it is just that. It's political pressure is political... I don't want to call it slavery, but non-freedom. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just... So... Yeah, and I'm getting pretty abstract uh, with a lot of my... No, no, and, uh, quite, no but, and, I, and I think it's a totally valid question. I think that if, if these... Some of these hurdles we have now weren't there. We would have an easier time answering those questions. I think I understand. But, what you're saying, yeah. but I don't, because I, I, I don't have the answer to that. You know, because I, I agree. I don't even personally have an answer of what I think the law should be. I have no fucking yeah, idea. I, I don't it's, know. It's, I am. That's why they're hard. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> so I mean, for like, there's this, not an easy answer. For sure. I'm not religious, even in the slightest. Yeah. And um, probably even up until we started doing this show, I was like, that's really has nothing to do with me. That's yeah. not really based off of my, and I still, I got a hard time telling anybody thinking that I should be able to tell anybody what they should do with mm-hmm. their body, with themselves. You know what I'm saying? So even if it's, partially my child i think from an individual standpoint i think my vote counts maybe like 10 percent less at least you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because it's at the end of the day i'm not the one that has to do it so it's not really my decision you know um i think people should be involved but at the end of the day right and that's again a large discussion but um what the fuck was i talking oh abortion right so i'm not religious at all right um but i was watching the video you know who Steven Crowder is? Yeah. So he does all his Change My Mind videos, mm-hmm. you know? And one of them was, was an abortion video that I was watching. And he was talking about his stance and where he arrived at from a logical perspective. So that's try and really lead my life through logic. What makes the most sense to me logically. Um, and he was talking about... Part of it is because I'm not, I'm not a scientist. I've not done all of the research that I think is necessary to have a fully informed... Maybe opinion on, you know, where life begins, right? Um, but he was talking about, like, the idea of, of where life begins and was saying that at conception is where there is individual DNA that's created. Like, there are a lot of things that are decided at that point. There's a new individual sequence of DNA created at that point in that individual cell. And so there are a lot of things that are decided at that point. Sorry. Um, physical characteristics and stuff like that, you know? And so for him, he was saying that seemed like the most logical point of when an individual is there and he leads his life through like a 
no harm policy or whatever the fuck the libertarians call it, you know, where oh. you can't hurt mm-hmm. anybody. And um, and so because of that, and that's what an, indiv- an individual person is, he doesn't think that abortion should be okay at all, you know? And I have a hard time, again, thinking that that's the way that things should be legislated, but I also have a hard time personally, logically arguing against that. Um, yeah, and, and but at the same time, you know, when you get back down to philosophy, we're all kind of using our subjective conscious experience to be like this is reality so you go Certainly. uh you know uh yeah i think that these two cells together now or whatever this is a human being and then you have like a baby in the room mm-hmm. and and you're like okay pick one to die you know that's a really t- horrible question right not morally but it's like Certainly, but I, but, but, but like if, if you extinguish a life you, yes you could you could take yeah. the you take you could take a little alcohol dropper and put it in the thing and be like huh okay yep. and then but you definitely couldn't kill that baby okay like and, and, you know I'm like not, i'm not saying that's what i think the legislation should be because i no that's not what all, i think i don't either. think my personal ideals should be dictating other people's lives right. and, that's and that's not, not a logic business, argument but, the one i just made but it is like a i think we can all kind of agree that it doesn't quite right feel the same yeah like and they're like oh but huh and then they're like those two cells that because you think that way and i'm not convinced that that's a human that's like cells right right uh, that's not even, it just doesn't even look like me. It's not even close to me. It's closer to bacteria than it is to like me and my form now, right? Mm-hmm. That thing is going to kill me and I, and I cannot choose to get rid of it because it might be another human life and it could, mm-hmm. you know, and it gets complicated and stuff like that. So it's yeah. like when you, when you can say, no, I a hundred percent agree because this is where I draw the line scientifically. This is where I get to decide where I personally think that uh, atoms formed and bumped into each other this way with this DNA at this exact point in time. And so that's a human life and you have to suffer because of it. You have no choices in this. Like, yeah. that's what I think science is. Like, I don't know if that's better. Right? That feels like infringing on someone's life necessarily. You're taking yeah. away their choice because of what you personally believe about what science has to say of what life is or isn't. Yeah. And the argument provided to that is that there are from that belief or that standpoint, right? Yeah. From the Crowder standpoint, um, is that there are choices. Abortion just isn't one of them. Um, you can, you can give your baby up for adoption. You can, yeah. um, you know, there are, and I, again, I, this is not a view that I yeah. hold. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. There, there are options, you know what I'm saying? Because there, especially in discussions of pregnancy, there is an un, ignorable factor of personal choice that went into this scenario, right? Most of the time, there are very small percentages that 99% of people can agree on that in the cases of rape, incest, even in people who are staunchly against yeah. abortion, generally those are things that they will consider. They're like, to. okay, so, maybe a little bit of abortion. So we don't, Just a, when we're talking about it. Because that's all awful stuff for sure. Well, That's and, all terrible stuff. And so when we talk about it, we don't generally talk about the those small cases because the... But they're important, right? Certainly they're important, but the vast majority of abortions that are performed every year are not under those circumstances. Okay, yeah. We've gone through those numbers before in the past. Um, I don't have them now, but we had my friend Haley on like a year ago probably mm-hmm. and went deep through the numbers through the amount of abortions that are performed every year. Right. Um, so 
I can attest to you without having the evidence and numbers in front of me that the amount of abortions performed every year because of those circumstances are extremely small, less than 5%. So while they are important to the discussion, they are also generally withheld as an exception to the rule that is being placed. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I, I, I assume you probably, uh, think somewhere along these lines too. I think when people are like, uh, just have the baby, like for someone who's like, there's definitely risk involved with that. Like medical procedures have definitely gotten better, but somebody could die for Certainly. sure. Right. Uh, and, Certainly. and then if they're and young the and cost. you're mm-hmm. basically what you're saying is like, well, you made your bed now lying. And the kid's like, I was just having a good time. Maybe I didn't even know what condoms were. And now I have to suffer and maybe die. And then, Certainly. And, and then have this natural <laughs> bond with this thing I've literally given life to and sustained my body. And you're just asking me to go through, well, just get rid of it. Just go through the emotional torture and pain of creating life and then being severed from it. Cause you don't have the financial resources to do like, that's Certainly. what you deserve for well, having sex. And again, especially idiot. that like, scenario <laughs> that you just laid out is a very specific scenario in which someone doesn't even know what contraception is. Right. I mean, that's that a happens. very like, but how often in the amount of abortions that take place every year, how many of those people had no knowledge of contraception at all? Well, I couldn't say. I just, in um, my but, head, I imagine, yeah. I, like, I'm not yeah. asking you for the number. I'm yeah. thinking we can ask logically, what are the chances with, mm-hmm. we know before you went through sex ed in the fifth grade, did you know that what a condom was? No. You didn't know what a condom was I at did all? Not, yeah. I know that I did, and I know that my group of friends did for certain. So yeah. I know there is at least a small number of people that even prior to sex education, um, have that knowledge sex education is something that is provided in public school to anybody that doesn't opt out of it because of their parents choice right so for somebody to have zero knowledge of the existence of contraception seems like it's probably a very very rare case in america yeah on a philosophical level you know that does happen to a person and so if you're going to be passing a law that it'll infringe on one person a year one person has to still deal with that law certainly and in which case are you still okay with condemning that person's life to drudgery and misery or Certainly. whatever? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then the education thing, maybe not knowing exactly what a condom is, but also not having the proper education to understand the ways to not properly get oh, pregnant, yeah. like not knowing how to put it on correctly or, or, you know, like people can get lied to. And especially if education isn't, Certainly. you know, the best in wherever they live, yeah. they very much can get the wrong information. It's like basically when I said like they didn't know what they were doing. Right. It can can be a thing where they are going into it in a naive way, and it's a thing everybody, for the most part, partakes in. Uh, And now you're saying, well, sucks to be you. Welcome to suffering Mm -hmm. uh, because you made a mistake. And, and, And I'm not saying that it is better to kill another human for this or that. You know, I don't know the answer. I really, really don't. Um... And I'm not here to spout whatever I believe in things. I'm just trying to explore this idea. Like, yeah. I couldn't say if if I'm here to not infringe on people's rights and not create suffering to do the most good I can. I can't look at you and be like, I know 100% these two cells right here is a living human being, just like you. Brain, whatever we think you are, how you're created by science. This is the exact same thing as that. And we cannot get rid of this. Sorry, Here's all this suffering. Because if they look at me in the eye, say, no, it's fucking not. It's not a person. Look at it. It's just two cells. And people believe that. And that's science. Then I go, I don't know, man. I really don't know. 
I don't know yeah. what the the truth is behind this, but I'm choosing one way or the other on it. And, and I guess maybe there has to be those two sides with this kind of issue. Politically, yes. Yeah. And that's where it's kind of a... I think that might be part of the problem with... Well, I think at the end of the day, even, right? discussion, like, but with a lot of discussions, is that like, even with this, I have kind of, in many things, I have kind of two different views on it. I have a personal stance, and I have a political stance, mm. right? Um, and those don't sit in the same area, and that's not uncommon. Why know? Why wouldn't they, though, if, if government and law is supposed to be the extension of, like, because how you think the world works and how people should Those are my individual views. Those, okay. So laws should not be. So it should. It should co- so that's what I'm saying is like I because I couldn't 100 percent with certainty in myself say like I know the truth. And yes, I'm sorry, but this is a human life and you must suffer because of it. like I, I can't tell that to someone. Yeah. And that's why. One and, and no 100 percent like, OK, right. I don't care about your circumstances, right. how rare or whatever, you know, like uh, sucks to suck. This is a human life. No yeah. exceptions to be made. Right. Like I couldn't do that in good conscience and no. That I was one hundred percent correct. Politics isn't the life for you, man. I'm like one hundred percent correct. Yeah, yeah like I could not. <laughs> but I, I, I've had this discussion. I think with two different people. I think Josh Keaton and Zeke also um, about guns in the last couple of weeks. That there are a lot of views that I hold personally that I don't. I think I would like to think they're best for the country, but I don't think that they're attainable. And so, while I personally believe that. Uh, almost all gun laws are unconstitutional. I understand and respect that in 2020, in an effort to meet halfway and have some type of compromise, um, you know, I got to give a little bit to for me to be left alone. Yeah. To at least, you know, 90% of what I'd like. There are a lot of people more radical than me that don't think that, you know, you should compromise at all. I don't. I don't abide by that. And so personally, there are things that I hold that I think that that I believe in. And I think many other people would benefit. And I think would possibly benefit the rest of the country. And then I have political views that I think this is attainable. And this is probably the best thing for yeah. everybody so that most people are happy. I get what you're saying. So, so sacrificing what you personally might want or believe in so that everyone can still get along. Yes. I don't. As far as abortion goes, I have no fucking idea. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. Don't have the answer. I don't even know what I personally believe because I don't. Like really I said, tough. I don't know that I buy the immediate at conception thing. I, that feels weird to me. Doesn't feel right. I don't know that I buy it. Logically, when I try and have it follow a logical pathway of life and individualism, that's hard for me to argue against. But I don't know that that's a view that I can hold because it doesn't feel right. Yeah, you know, it's that I try and lead my life based on logic. Sometimes that's not possible, and I know there's. I'm sure many people that could logically convince me against that. And the day that it happens, I'll, I'll be down for it. But as of now, that's the best argument that I've heard logically mm-hmm. for where life begins. I don't know that I agree with it, but I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But logically I feel it, you know, yeah. politically, I think that, you know what I'm saying? When you're talking about a mass amount of abortions and it's, hard to pass a rule that everybody has to follow that doesn't fuck some people over it's almost impossible you know it's it is impossible i don't think there's a law you can pass that everybody will be fine and nobody gets fucked over so and at that point you reach a, a, a position like collins where is that reason enough like is that one person reason enough for you to not do it you know is this five percent this whatever it is 
that you're talking about? Is that reason enough for you to not pass it? Or are you able to overlook that and just press on, right? You, which is fine. There's no, I'm not placing any difference in, or like hierarchy and values. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? You're unable to look over that whatever percentage is, totally fine. That's fine. So you're not able to fully reconcile uh, an abortion law that would put those that percentage in jeopardy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There yeah. are many other people, like Stephen Crowder, for example, that are more than willing, more than okay with whatever. I'm not questioning his morals, but are fine with overlooking that 5% mm. because most people are willing to compromise on it for a political discussion for something to get done. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So... I, yeah, I, I think, know, yeah, you know. like as an absolute an- value answer, you're right. There's no it's hard thing. So you have to kind of pick at the end of the day, like yeah, and I, 84% versus 16% people right, hurt, right. especially if you're thinking like right. these are human lives. And I think part of it. And there is, are definitely some abortions where you're like a baby just got ripped out of another human being. There are many. Who's probably going to be yeah. fine. Right. And that's kind of real too. There so, are still third term abortions that happen in America. Like that's still something yeah, that I mean, happens it does here, happen. you know. And so, I mean, even ones that are non-medically necessary, that's a thing that happens. Um, and it's and not it's supposed sad. to. It's supposed to be against the law. Shit happens all the time. There's documentation mm-hmm. for it. It totally happens. Yeah. Horrible. Unfortunate. I don't think, I mean, I'm thinking 90% of people yeah. are not okay with that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? For sure. Um, from, and I, and I from like a gut it, level, right? It's from dark, like a bro. gut level. Like they're like, yeah, I'm pretty much cool with yeah. abortion, but that really does feel like I'm just pulling mm-hmm. a baby out of somebody. Yeah. And you're like, why didn't we just say that like it was the person's choice and like well, you didn't think it was a life until it left the womb, like you know, because it, I, th- I think it would be really hard for someone to see that, see what it looks like, know it, and be like, yeah, no, it's fine. It's just this person's mm-hmm. choice. It's not a person that we just took out of this other and person. We talked like, about this when Jordan was pregnant, when she was like sixteen weeks or something. Um, because again, prior to then, I was like, fuck it, you know, like whatever, as long as it's not like a baby, baby. Like I think twenty weeks was like the number I'd drawn, and she was like sixteen weeks pregnant at that time. And we were talking about it because some abortion law came up, and I was like, I don't know that you're like, like, I'm okay with this. You're you like, know? 20 like, weeks feel right. like a good I'm amount like, of time, right? I, <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know that like I would be okay with yeah. her making this decision at this time. Like, I, I don't know that morally I would be okay with that, knowing what I know about this 16 And we're not like, even there yet, it, right? You know we're not saying? even at it's, the place where we can be like, okay, we 100% understand the whole like women's rights no, body issue. No, and now no, let's get over I, to the other person who right. just created a human exactly. also. Exactly. It's not happening in them, yeah. So, but that's their like... Progeny. So, have no idea. And that's one of those things where I was talking about legislating personal morality. And part of it is like you're talking about not having the actual definitive answer of when that is a life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's complicated. What do you. Because even science changes all the time. If there was some way to set a definite point of like, this is a thousand percent with no questions, this is where it's an individual person, I think you'd have a real argument of like, okay, well, then that's. Yeah. That's the time. All like the if, if that's when we know it's a person, then this is like I don't, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think I have, I have come to a, an impasse, where I do not believe that there. I think there are certain questions that we call hot button issues and stuff these days about what you can and can't do, um, abortion being one of them. Where I don't think there's an actual answer other than a non-answer. I think yeah. we probably need to drop yeah. abortion as an issue and just leave it 
private. I don't think, you know, the government obviously shouldn't have anything to do with it, but right. that comes from even more of a libertarian bent period. And it's just, it's none of my fucking business unless it's happening to me. There's no possible way I can conceive of ever making that decision without actually going through that circumstance. You wouldn't legislate and out the concentration camps, Colin? The concentration you wouldn't, camp? The more babies getting aborted than the concentration camps. You're going to just let that happen in the private because it's not, it's fine? It is not my call to make, unfortunately. And I think that is the dirty, dark part about life that we like to pretend doesn't exist. We like to pretend that life, because it is sacred, that it's also this wonderful, beautiful thing. Yeah. We know from experience that life is basically nothing but chaos. And it's <laughs> dark as fuck. And there's literally, you can pretend that you have a good control over life and society, but no one really truly ever does. Yeah. It can go sideways at any minute, at any time. There's just no conceivable way I think I have any say in what anyone else should do along their life and their pursuit of happiness happiness while they're living life. There's just... I even even to, like, own... the bad ones, the Nazis, I think that's where everybody no, goes, just, right? I mean, just like... in the realm of, like, a, abortion, this is but, a question I don't think we can answer. But isn't that how people kind of view it, though? They're like, well, you're enabling Nazi concentration camps. Like, they're not coming for you because you're not a Jew, right? You're not Jewish. Um, no, no, they're they're not, you're Like, you're not a baby, but they're getting the babies for sure. And you're like, ah, I really can't tell them that they can't do concentration camps to babies. Because like, he's not a pregnant lady... He, um... Well, no, it's just because when it comes to a, a woman getting pregnant and deciding now that we have the technology and all this stuff to do it the way we do it nowadays, which is relatively safe compared to, you know, the old days, I just, I just don't, it's not my fucking business. I understand. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Life, yeah. Right. If you're only, if yeah. you're only looking at the killing the human part of it, then yeah, the, the Nazi analogy kind well, of holds in, up. But. In real life, there's no way you, when it comes to abortion, there's no way you can pass a one, one size fits all rule that makes everybody happy. Period. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the truth. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and that's when the it sad comes part, to yeah. like Nazis and shit, it's like, yeah, obviously, yes, right. that's something that's yeah. a totally different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. right. So to yeah. draw a bridge between the two, if I think that if one out of five pregnant ladies was being forcibly aborted by the government, <laughs> yeah. and Colin knew about that, he would probably do something about it. Especially Colin, because yeah. the government has no business. Right talking about this at all yeah but I get as far as saying. telling a woman when she can and can't and i i yeah okay so you land biggest, on that side of one it of the kind biggest of thing yeah, I that I have, yeah even you know we talk about all the the point of life and conception and all this shit i'm like but at what point do i have is it, it my sense. right to yeah. tell you what the fuck to do like i don't i don't know i don't i have no idea you know you can you can go that route and i may disagree with whatever route you're taking but if you think that it's your right to do that i mean if this is how you want to live your life it doesn't hurt can i set you up it with, doesn't infringe yeah. on my rights i don't have any direct cause to talk against you i may judge you afterwards right or whatever you it is that you're going to do like that i will judge you afterwards accordingly i don't know how i'm going to feel about it right yeah and if you just don't think that there's a fucking way we can enshrine that in a law if you're period. 34 weeks pregnant and i see you going to get an abortion i can't kill you because i know your baby will survive you know what i'm saying like 
That's, well, here's here's how I'm setting up. So you're so you're like. At what yeah. point do I get to intercede and, and make that decision for you? That yeah. it's my job to protect that life yep. instead of you doing whatever you're going to do. Yep. Like I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't no, hundred percent. Tell me yeah. what to do. How far the fuck does that reach? But here's what I'm saying. So you think? Yes. Let's say your opinion is that person that they're they're boarding is a life. That's a human life, right? Yes. Yeah. And you say, I okay, would call that. Yeah. And then so you go, okay, well. I don't agree with killing people, but you're, that's what you're doing. And I can't say that you can't. Um, but like, what about the day one? It's outside the body. Now the government can step in and say, well, you can't kill your baby. Like, you're not allowed to do that. Or do you take the, well, you know, they're not infringing on my life and my rights. It's their baby. Technically, legally, they own their baby, right? Mm -hmm. At that point, legally, that baby has the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, but only so because some people anything. didn't think about the womb and the person in there. And then you're yeah, saying, no. so you're saying like the government ha- must step in because, okay, legally we decided that's a human being, but we haven't legally decided when it's not. Well, so if I you're over here thinking it's a human, you're like, I guess the, I let him kill the, his kid and too. And for me, or? it's the same answer. I don't know the government should be dictating that but I think there should definitely be social pressure on that woman to not smother her child. Right. Because right. she didn't think about it up until now. Just like if I know that Colin is going to kill his kids, I, I will... The, gov- the government should do yeah. something. But also, yeah. I have a I have a personal responsibility Just case by to case. stop Colin yeah. from killing his children. That's 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 my job. Is, yeah. As an American, as, as a... Whatever. That's my job. You know what I'm saying? So... Maybe that's a poor example because I think maybe the government should do something about that. But even if we lived in an anarchist nation where the government dissolved and we all just kept our houses and shit and everything was normal except there's no government, I'm still going to fucking stop Colin from killing his kids. Even if everyone's like, what's fucking my business? Like, yeah. I'm still going to stop him from doing it. Uh-huh. So, right. <clears throat> yeah. The, the yeah. knowing, the knowledge behind the thing that's happening is so important. Yes. Um, and it's yeah, nothing is an isolated case. Right if now. it's... It's one thing, you know, because it's very circumstantial at that point. When you're talking about just the taking of human life in general, it's not. Right. It's not just that. There's a lot of books because it's not objective. Yeah, yeah, there's singular, there's right. a lot of like, well, what else is going on in this situation? It's just a human life being snuffed out, and that's what we're talking about. Period. Odds are no, because it's you know reality, and there's always circumstances attached to everything. And so you know, in the mindset of just speaking about abortion itself. Most of the people that are only going to know this, because it's once the baby's born, there's a whole new set of other things that are taking place that, that, you know, there's a lot more tangible reality to deal with versus if it's between a woman and her doctor and those, and then your that conversation is protected by doctor patient confidentiality. Literally nobody except the concerned parties know about this thing. And I can, you know, have my own moral judgments again about what happens in that conversation. But if I'm not going to know about it, it's not a tangible life yet, you know. And I have my own thoughts about right. timing and all this stuff. But a cut, you know, a hard black and white date is when that thing pops out, gets squeezed out. I should say, there's something now tangibly different. You know, this thing is has now gone from. Breathing amniotic fluids, breathing air. This is very different. It, you know, unquestionably a human shift. being. Whether yeah. or not we know how long it has been, at we're this very point, sure. It's un- yeah, yeah we're we're for sure. I'm pretty yeah, confident yeah. with the baby I'm being at least human. Ninety nine percent sure that. If I saw a baby, baby I'm like, that's a human being every time. Yeah, right. Every and time. 
Yeah. And it's arguable, say, because there's a lot of preemie babies that get born very, very early. Right. And do survive They're like now. 60% of So it's, it's a weird thing, Crazy. but that's, again, earlier that's just my time, personal yeah. opinion. And yeah, 100% it, human. Yeah, They're so 100% it, So it's a tough call to make, and I think it's much better on a societal level to err on the side of personal responsibility and you and your doctor just handle your shit. No one needs to fucking know about it, period. Yeah. And then it, uh, that fundamentally shifts after the baby's born. Yeah. And, and just not to be like, oh, man, we homed in on abortion, which is maybe not what we wanted to talk about or anyone. but not planned but, at all. But nope. I think it is. <laughs> this is what happens when John yeah. Sadek is in the house. <laughs> I really have been thinking about abortion. No, that sucks because I really have not been. Uh, and maybe it shows. But I think it kind of ties to everything because – I think a lot of people like to take a stance on something and be like, well, it's pretty fucking obvious if you ask me. Um, but it's like you got every person, you know, who's like what you consider smart, like lawyers and the smartest people who are trying to figure this out. And there's no there's no 100% right answer. So if somebody has a different idea, at the very least, like trying to understand what they're saying uh, is probably going to get you to a place because that's where we're at, right? We're all like, yeah, you with everything. This isn't just that one hot button issue. You cannot make a law as it stands, as we could all think as hard as we can. That makes everybody happy mm-hmm. because we just don't know. Yeah. And so yeah. like – you might need to talk to those people and we might need to get it to that place where we're talking about where you can actually be like, okay, I can give up a little bit of this and, and it's not exactly what I believe, exactly what I want, but it's going to do the most good for the most amount of people because I, at the end of the day, I'm just trying to make the hurt not over there. Yeah. Like, like where does it hurt? Let's work together, you know? And that's maybe naive or whatever because a lot of people say, no, but he already hurt me and so now I got to do all this other stuff. But it's like... At the end of the day, we just don't know, man. There's so much stuff we don't know about, and it's we're not going to get there by making teams and going to war. And I don't right? think that it's like, naive to hope or even believe that there are people like that in this country that are willing to take public office, you know? Yeah. Um, I think you just have to... I don't know how to encourage those people to do it. But it's hard. Have, yeah, <laughs> You to, can't really walk the line. Yeah. It's easier to get people to say this is the simple complete one right, right answer because well, everybody yeah. wants to know they want to know like okay do we have an answer for this yeah. please is some authority mm-hmm. has they have they figured out life have they figured out what's going on here enough to just tell me what i have to do because i don't i don't it's it's too hard to think about i can't figure it out don't make me choose right. if you had to be like what happens john to this woman in this particular i'm like uh, I don't know, man. We we have thousands of lawyers to to handle the mo- the simplest questions. Like, uh, yeah. when is life? When is that? When is that a thing? When do we start valuing that? Lots of really smart people, right? So it's complicated. And I think if you think someone has a different idea than you, maybe give them the benefit of the doubt and say, like, you know, it is complicated. Maybe they just don't understand. Yeah. Maybe you need to like talk to them in like a in like a way that's not combative. That's Reasonable. the other part. It's not, it's not, you may feel like you need to go to war with that person, but that's not how you're going to win, right? As soon as they, you go at them in like a war cry, they're just pulling up the, they're just cranking the rope on their castle door and they're all locked up. And now you guys are talking the moat in between you and like, if you're going to start any conversation with the concept that you're going to war with this, that is not going to be a productive conversation. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Right. That's just as a general rule. Yeah, if you you could have the most you know like hardcore disagreement, but the, if you the minute you go into that fight, you know that talk that conversation looking for a fight, 
you've already lost what you're going to do because there's no way you're going to convince the other person's mind yeah. by coming at them in a massively combative tone. Oh, yeah. Nobody likes getting their ass kicked. Nobody yeah. likes losing. Yeah. You know, that's... No, you, you don't want... You, to have a good, productive, change-your-mind conversation, you want to try to teach somebody something that you believe they might be ignorant on or they may not understand the point that you rely on to, to hold your own position. So you have to go into that conversation knowing that that person has an open mind that you can get at and pick at. The minute yeah. you're going in there for a fight, you've already decided that their mind's closed, and all you're going to go do is devastate their ideas and send them away walking. Now yeah. they're pissed off. You're, you're going to push them into burn a corner. Them, burn them to the ground. Yeah. It's, it's just, there's no good way to have a productive conversation going in hot and heavy. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Uh, and that goes for, like, no, bosses just, and leadership yes. and shit, too, you know, yeah. which is a huge problem in, like, corporate America and the military and just yeah. everywhere that there's bosses and shit. Yeah. Same concept. Well, yeah. And I mean, as a person who, you know, is trying to figure out life and you, you tend to trust your own authority on things because, I mean, you walk around every day and you're still alive. So you're like, you probably have some attachment to being right about things, right? I know I have a huge attachment about like, I need to be right. And something that's really been helping me a lot uh, is, and I don't even know because I got this from a podcaster. I think it's a, it's a Buddhist idea that you can kind of feel yourself and anger is kind of like, like a, like an arrow, like a, you're shooting an arrow. And when you feel it building in you, and I think it really felt that you're like drawing the bow back, you know, mm -hmm. and there's a moment where you're like, this guy doesn't know what the fuck I'm, I could say to him to just ruin him. And then at one point you just, you just let it go. And you're just, I'm yelling, you're saying your thing. You're, you know, when I get to that point, when I'm releasing the arrow, and I let it all go, even if I win, even if I burn his whole village to the ground, like it feels bad. You're like, I didn't want to burn a village to the ground. I just yeah. wanted him to hear what I had to say, you know, <laughs> but that's what you always do. I always feel bad. Even if I say the thing, I get him. It's like a movie scene. It's like, yeah, I fucking got him. He doesn't feel good. Yep. It's like, that's what you wanted to do. You wanted to make him feel bad. You wanted to make him feel stupid. Show him yeah. how stupid he is and how right you are. That's how you're going to get good in the world to go. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, and, and I, I've just been like trying to be like, I can feel when I'm seeing all these political ideas and I'm like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You know? And, and I just feel that I feel myself, the, the anger building, I'm drawing the arrow back and I've been just trying to let it, let it go without releasing the oh, yeah. arrow, you know? And it's hard, man. It's hard to not get angry. You know, you can kill an enemy. If you kill your enemy, you're never going to gain an ally. Yeah. You know, you're never going to convert that enemy into an ally if you fucking kill him. If you right. go in there, you talk. Maybe you'll have another dude who's on your side. Spread yeah. The ideas around. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole thing we're trying to do here, and it's probably not kill each other. <laughs> right. We're probably not trying to do that. That's become very common. Um, you know, since the social unrest, people just mm -hmm. like, if you don't agree with this, then fucking don't you're talk to me. Yeah, it's so tough. If you don't agree with this, then you're a piece of shit. You know, then yeah. we can't even be friends. We can't even. Mm -hmm. um, this is a, a topic shift, but I was uh, going to say this is yeah, a perfect yeah. segue. Yeah, now that we've gotten to kind of segue. know right. John a little bit over yeah. this you know, first half of the huge podcast. Hippie. Now let's shift gears into like the social unrest. Right. And can, so I, can I pee while you guys bring it in? Absolutely. Yes. I'm yes. going to pee. So one of the big... Damn, I don't even think I sent you the video that I sent to him. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse. Right? Kyle Rittenhouse. That yeah. was one of the big things that we saw like crazy division on. You know what I'm saying? They're like, mm -hmm. if you think that's self-defense, like fucking don't even talk to me right now. Like I saw my mm -hmm. own friends like doing shit like that. And I sent John... 
a video that I should have sent you um, that I was telling you about that was made by InfoWars. That was yeah. like a huge breakdown comprehensively of like all of the footage and everything um, that was shown. And we'll talk to John more about it when he gets back in here. Okay. Um, but like kind of had numerous different video clips um, of him earlier in the night, like kind of stating his intentions and like came out here, you know, to like protect property and like provide medical coverage, you know, whatever. Yeah. Blah, blah. And this um, was in uh, Kenosha, 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 Wisconsin. Um, and then, you know, him at the gas station, like and video of, cause that's where him and these other dudes were at, were at a gas station, protecting the gas station. Mm-hmm. And, um, then there was, you know, some other protesters that showed up and were like, get in their face. And there's the one guy that's like, shoot me and what, shoot me. Um, and you saw that video, mm-hmm. right? And so that's the guy that got shot in the head. Yeah. Um, and so something happens in between that and then he's chasing this kid. We're talking about Kyle Rittenhouse now. Yes. Okay. Um, and so something happens in between, you know, the video of the guy at the gas station to when he's chasing Kyle Rittenhouse. And like tries to throw something at him. Kyle Rittenhouse turns around, shoots the guy. Um, looks like he, you know, like he certainly calls the police and says, like, I just shot somebody, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then after that, he gets identified by other protesters and they start to chase him. And then he's running down the street and then there's the video, you know, that everybody's seen. If, like, someone tries to hit him with a skateboard, shoots that guy, somebody else, like, comes at him with a gun, he shoots that guy, and then he runs towards the police and the police drive past him and it's a whole... Yeah, it's like a whole right? thing. So, um... Okay, so the running up to the police part at the end. Yes. Uh, that's what I was going to start to. Okay, he didn't get... Like, they just ignored him? That's okay. what happened? So, let me... This is the way that I walked through it logically when this happened. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. Um, yes, explain it to me. I'm no fan of the police. We have talked about this a million times, so... Is it fuck 12 the, in, this, in this? No, it's not that. Okay. I'm just, not there. I'm just not like a... I'm just not like a back the blue type of guy, so not, that's just uh-huh. not what gotcha. I'm at. So yeah. that's not that's not I, one of those teams I'm winning to sign up. It's for. this is again one of we those. We don't like the police as much. I don't have like a particular problem with them. I think in general I have a problem with a lot of the things that they have been told they're allowed to do, and fundamentally I have a problem with paying people my tax money to violate my constitutional rights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with it being someone's job to ensure that there's a general tone of happiness and well-being in the community. I don't think that's a problem, and just kind of ensure that things are fine. Yeah. Investigate crimes, ensure that, you know, mm-hmm. people who are... are, are the town the people helper done. is what I think police right. are supposed um, to be, right? I don't they go help think people. that their job is to be bursting into people's homes in the middle of the night, regardless of whether or not they die. I go don't. get all of their marijuana. Yeah, I'm not speaking specifically go about kill Breonna them. Taylor or anybody like mm-hmm. that. That's like another conversation, but, um, you know, that's another thing I talked to like Zeke about this week was like no-knock raids, you know? Like, I understand the police argument for them and, oh, you know, they save lives and it's, you know, reduces the amount of armed conflict that we, you know, run into when we do it. And excuse me, that's all well and good. I don't feel comfortable paying somebody with my tax dollars to violate my constitutional rights. And in my opinion, bursting into my home without my knowledge, firearms ablaze with no knowledge is a violation of my constitutional rights. Mm -hmm. Um, So you you have like more of a fundamental 
um, disagreement with how we're running law of the enforcement. Yeah. Not just not the body the police type of thing. Yeah. You know, which is okay. And they, they should be a better like, entity than they are. Way, yeah. I'm way more a county fun. sheriff guy mm-hmm. than like a you, you know like a state troopers or anything like gotcha. that. Gotcha. Okay. Let let the people who live in the community, you know, take the yes. better community. I had right. a very good um, interaction with a sheriff deputy recently. Really? We talked about it. Maybe when John and I went shooting at his buddy's house. Yes. Yeah. And yes. That, was, that was like, it was so nice to have a good conversation with a cop. Ever since I know we had just yeah. talked about that in the recent past. Right. So I have one good one now. Um, so I only say that about not being a fan of the police just so that people aren't like, this guy's a fucking bootlicker, right? Because that we have yeah. literally already run into that since we've had this And podcast. you guys have guns. Um, <laughs> right. Which is, um, you know. So, so the last part of the video when he's running towards the police, hit, somebody ring your door up. Maybe. I heard it. Um, Here, I'll put it on you guys. Check it out. Yeah. All right. Um, so the last I part could. of the video, when he's walking towards the police, has his hands up. Right. right. Um, I did see that. The way that I was trying to figure out why that would have happened that way. Um, if you are the police, right, you know for certain there are people there that are open carrying rifles because you've seen them standing all over the place yeah. in front of gas station, stuff like that, right? So immediately, there's no way other than the people saying this guy just shot somebody to know that this is the person that just committed this crime. There's no way to know that for certain, right? Yeah. Um, he c- could be. And, I, and I, they know, weren't I'm, even I'm, that close to the cops. Mm, no, like, I don't think he there had was, to yeah. run. I'm like a quarter mile. Like I don't think like, there was. I don't think the like cops was... were could hear anyone shouting down the street. No, no, like, no. Hey, um, he just shot someone. And he was also walking with his hands up. You know, so yeah. if you're a police officer, you very well may be thinking, so this guy is not a threat because he has his arms up. So he's probably not the person who just did these shootings. Right? I assume, and, yeah, they're right, like, and, oh, he's trying to direct us to a right, problem. Right, and there. again, I'm not defending the police, no. um, but I'm just trying to think logically through what it is. And then also as a first responder, when there's so much going on, your first concern is going to be saving the lives of the people who were just shot and not immediately apprehending that person because there are people who are dying immediately at that time. Seconds count at that point. The first responders, that's what they're trained to do is, I mean, first of all, secure the scene, but if there are no shots going off at that time, they need to also get to those yeah. people who are dying. It's so, a very confusing situation. Right. Sure so, too, and so, so. so I would also bar that nobody is thinking as clearly as they should be. Partially because of training, partially because of how crazy it is. There's, Dude, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, again, I'm not saying that there shouldn't have been at least one cop that was like, hey, what's up with you? Or just like, you, you obviously just him? ran from that direction. What, what the fuck just happened? It right? looked like he was trying to wave them down. He and certainly it's weird did. I, I that agree. they did it is not, weird that, that not they one did not person, talk to him. It is very weird. Right. And that's why I'm trying to be clear that I'm not absolving the police of responsibility. But in that situation, I think there are many reasons why they did not swarm down on him and, and hold him at gunpoint. You know what I'm saying? I think there yeah. are many things that factor into that. He, I do. Think oh, okay, I get because they're saying it's because he was just like a chill. Because he's white. White. Because he's white. Yeah, I was and totally I, so, forgetting that. So again, I don't think that nobody should have interacted with him. I think certainly numerous people, probably two or three police officers, should have interacted with this kid who has a firearm to be like, "Hey, what the fuck just happened down the road that you just ran from with your hands up? What just happened down there?" Yeah. So I do think it's very fucking weird. 
that not one person stopped. But I don't think it's evidence of racism that nobody stopped to ask him what he was doing. Yeah. Um, you know what I like think a- the cops were doing? Mm-hmm. I think it was pro- – if I was in that car and I just was doing my whatever maneuver, I was like almost 100% sure that if I was in that situation, I, j- I would just – I don't want to deal with this, man. Like, oh, did they fire in the air? Like, you just are you're knows? trying to like do fucking knows. Because if you go and investigate every single thing for every single person yelling and running, and especially I mean, especially during a riot. I mean, there's definitely there's definitely cops, obviously, who are like, this is my job. And if they hear gunshots, I assume they're going to do the correct and right thing. But I also know people who I'm almost surprised. No judgment on them, but I'm like. Oh, you're you're a cop. Like I don't think you're running into yeah, yeah. to armed fire situations. I'm like, you seem like you kind of want to help the community. Like you're a nice person. You don't seem like you want to go head first into combat. Right. And so I'm sure there's a little bit of like, uh, maybe he'll go away or yeah, Being lack of you training, know, like I ah, God, I don't want to have yeah. to do this right mm-hmm. now. Like this is gonna suck. You know, yeah, cops aren't superheroes. Yeah, it's say, still, I would be very right. reluctant. Obviously, I'm not a cop, but like, it's so to go charging yeah. into like, oh my God, what's right. going to happen, you know? You know, and at the end of the day, I mean, a an investigation, I'm sure, is definitely going to take a while. And oh, we got sure. charged with murder. So, yeah, they're definitely doing an investigation, I'm, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so, so this I mean, is like, the, this within the, you know, they oh, look why into how every cop, okay. you know, acted at that situation. They all have statements. They all got something. I mean, yeah. I'm sure eternal affairs will be all over it eventually. You yeah. know, that oh, my thing. God. Yeah, because but, you need to talk to that kid who's, like, trying to wave yeah. you down. You have to, because right? Think, like, as, you have to. As that, like, that is a thing that you know. That's what we pay you to do to make sure. Yeah, that. bitch. Sometimes people are shooting at you. That's part of it. I'm sorry. He saw that video and he was like. What the fuck? He's, like, he's, he's right here. He's right here, and you drove past him. What are you yeah, doing? That doesn't look yeah. good for yeah. sure. So yeah, so that's also because cops are fucking human, and like you said before, they're not getting anywhere near the training they should yeah. be. Out the of right yeah. people probably aren't always in the job. Oh my god, yeah. So it's and then you you don't have to go far either. You could just find like the first video on the internet to be like, this guy's not in very good physical shape, and he's just physically losing to the person he's trying to yeah. arrest. How can you be careful with someone if you're not stronger than them? That's all. Yeah. Like, and you don't know what you're doing. You're just like, I have a gun. I hope I can shoot him because he's gonna kick me in the head. You know, like. Let's also provide some more detail for this because I just so that no one you're fucking leaving pieces out, right? So he's oh, seven, go ahead. seventeen go ahead. years old, seven. right? Um, he did not live in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He lived. Like across the border yeah. of, to the next state, wherever the fuck it was, Michigan, like it, thirty minutes. Yeah, like is what thirty minutes, said, right? right? So there's a lot of people. Even like, yeah, Josh Keaton was like, I have a hard time. You know, like, why did he travel? And my first response to that was, I mean, there are because his his Kyle Rittenhouse's defense was that he worked in that town, and so that's why he was there. Have no fucking Where idea. was he? I was like, they're defending like an abandoned gas station. There, What's yeah, happening? So, like, a gas station. Yeah, and I don't. That's another conversation that I would really like to have. <laughs> That's another it. part of this conversation about defending other businesses that I definitely want to have because it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Um, I love he's like, this abandoned gas station is not going so to get So also destroyed. let me say this, right? I am – I keep track of many people – keep track is also not good because I'm not like watching them. I am tapped into many – social media profiles for like what are being they were called book boys right that are now whatever the fuck they're calling themselves that were there that night at that gay station at the gas station like have pictures 
with that kid in the background. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so I was seeing all this that night through to the morning of discussions from people on the ground of what was happening there. Right? They were there for real. They were there. Um, this is so their squad, the Book Boys? The Book Boys. Book. Like Boogaloo. Boogaloo oh, okay. Boys. Um, is a group that I would say largely no longer exists, yeah. um, at least from the people that it first started. But when all this happened, all the social unrest, they we began to be painted as like white supremacists. Um, and, you know. Wait, who's I, we? No, they were. They oh, okay, were. they did yeah, were. No, okay, I totally were. misunderstood. No, they were, um, st- yeah, they started to become painted as white supremacists and, you know, all this type of shit, which is okay. very counter to the origin, which is why so many people left that affiliation, gotcha. is because that's not mm-hmm. what it's about. Um, Another problem with labels and affiliations. Right, so people who Still. were at one point book boys before all of this happened, anyone even knew what that was are now part of different groups. There are many, many different groups. Liberty Redacted, um, the fucking Liberty Network. The These are all different sects that broke out of people who left that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this, again, first-hand knowledge. I'm telling you, this yeah. is how it works. Fuck what the media is telling you. I'm telling you, these are people I'm tapped in with. They're people I have conversations with. I understand what is happening in the ex-book boy community. I don't, these are your boys. Mm-hmm. They're not my boys. I just no, understand just this. I don't. There are many groups that I've tapped into for just to understand the world. Yeah. For purposes of doing this podcast. So I'm not. I'm not a book boy. I'm not part of Liberty Redacted. I'm not any of that shit. That's every that's, time I say that, I'm just 100 percent joking. Yeah. Like, it's, like, yeah. It's. I know. Yeah. They're not. It's no um, different than you know getting to know like you know who the Bernie Bros were and right, like right. their um, ideas. You know. I got what you're saying. Them yeah. From them, it'd be so, like yeah. Just, yeah so from everything that I have seen. Kyle Rittenhouse as an, as an individual showed up there by himself, right? He was there at the gas station and stuff with other people, but came there by himself. Did not show up with a group of people or friends or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were many people who also follow many of these other pages that there's like an open call to people in the area who subscribe to these beliefs to show up and help defend businesses. So I, from what I understand, he was responding to one of these open calls, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so... Apparently lives across the border like 30 minutes. When Josh Keen asked me about that, I was like, I don't think that's weird because we've seen people traveling from different states since all of this started to yeah. protest, to defend, to do whatever. Like, oh, yeah. it's, I don't, so I don't. 30 minutes isn't that. And it's not that far. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like going to Seattle. It takes me to go to Silver. Take 30 minutes yeah. to drive to Collins South for my house. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's not that far. And again, I'm not defending his crossing state lines. I have no fucking idea. And I don't... I don't care. And I'm only providing this information just so that no one can say we didn't because we can't, as not lawyers, we can't argue about (laughs) how any of this is going to play out because I don't know. I don't know how it's going to count against the self-defense or the murder or whatever that he was 17. I don't know... There's some other statutes, you know, unless it's this or it's this. I have no fucking idea. I am not ruling on whether or not he was allowed to travel state lines. Where the gun was, I have no idea, right? Just providing information. I've seen reports both that he took the rifle with him across state lines and that it was already in Wisconsin when he got there. Again, I have no fucking idea. I don't know what the truth is. Until he's in court, we probably won't know for sure. I don't know. So I can't rule on that. The one thing that I think we can begin to postulate about is like the shootings that happened, right? Yeah, with, they were captured on video. Right. Um, it's just pretty crazy. Angles. So that's what I want to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Because it drew so much controversy. 
And one of the things was like, if you think this was self-defense, you got me fucked up. Like, that's crazy, right? And I can't ignore... Let's talk about this first, right? Why he was there, okay? Mm-hmm. He, because he was there <laughs> to with many other people to defend businesses from looters, right? Yep. Something, again, I, I understand, but I don't at the same time because if you shoot somebody defending somebody else's business, you're still... You still murdered somebody. You're not... That's a whole thing they're going to figure out. You're not absolved from yeah. the law because you were defending somebody else's business. Yeah. Like it's there's not your property to defend. The difference between defending a random business and the roof Koreans defending their own businesses is when you own something, you are at least a little bit protected under the castle doctrine of defending your own property. You have legal protections about not having to run, about defending. Like there, there are things there because you own this business. You own this thing. If yeah. you have no affiliations to this business legally, yeah. there are no legal protections for you to be yeah. taking somebody else's life There's to defend. A person with a gun. I can't shoot somebody for breaking into your house. That's not how it works. Because then you're like, a vigilante. Right. right. It you're doesn't work that vigilante. way. So, again, I understand the thought process. I get that they're like, this is fucked up. They shouldn't be taking other people's shit. It's property. I get it. I don't understand the application because there are zero legal protections for shooting somebody for taking someone else's shit. I don't understand it. So yeah, I don't get that, right? But that part, and I don't want to move away from it because I want your guys' take on it also, but that part also for me kind of moves away when he's running and doing all this other shit and yeah. like actively involved in the gun battle, in the whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, But first of all, people traveling... To wherever, even if it's within the same state, to defend other people's businesses or property. Where are you guys at with this idea? Uh, that as an isolated thing, I don't know. The only instance I think I could justify is like if it was my friends, family, like if they were like they family friends and they like, we know this is like their life savings, the only way they have to yes. like, and it's their whole family, like a restaurant yes. or something. Like these people are just going to blow this place up because whatever. Yeah. They're going to, yeah, you're going to probably go try to help those people. But that's why I'm like, oh, was this, was it like a friend's thing? And that's why it does kind of matter to me, I guess. My, my ultimate opinion is that like, I think if you go and put yourself in those situations, this is a possible outcome. And, uh, and I think that the whole thing is tragic. I think the whole thing was very much avoidable. I think, I think that a lot of people died and a lot of, people's lives are going to be very inconvenienced for something that was very not at all a thing that needed to happen right so it's like i can only i can only make my judgments about what was right or wrong in that bigger bubble because i don't want to be like flippant about like okay people lost their lives but yeah i think i think if you're a kid and you're like this is my like did you see in the video too like this is me totally just like putting my judgment on it but he was playing like like little cop he was playing cop junior his his yes. cop voice and like okay i know he said training yeah. you know that about but he's like sir i know this parameter uh i'm part of the medical team uh you know oh yeah i'm an emt uh yes yeah i am from this area like he's answering like a cop yeah he was talking like a cop he's like this is my weapon blah blah, blah. it's like what do you mean you fucking weapon dude you're 17 years old yeah and and then you can't tell me because i've been that 17 year old with a gun i've, I've had the idea like man i want to be like a navy seal what does a navy seal do he, like he beats the bad guys part of being the bad guys is killing bad guys right so if you want to be a good guy you're like i'm gonna be a cop i'm gonna protect the people i'm gonna do this 
part of what's in your brain is like, I'm going to shoot the bad guys. I'm going to protect my people because there are bad people out there, right? And so you bring your rifle because you're trying to do good, right? And now you're in this situation where you don't know if you actually want to be shooting people. You don't have real training. You're not like a real yeah. you're a person to be in this situation. But now you have this gun and you're in this situation and you a little bit, you a little bit wanted to, right? A little bit on some level. Nobody brings a gun's like, I never ever wanted to shoot anyone at all. I don't even know why I have this thing. They're like, well, No, I just want to shoot the right people. Well, hold on. Hopefully they don't come here. I carry but, a gun every single day. Because you want to shoot people. No. Bad people. No. I no, you never want to shoot I a hope, bad person? No. I hope that I never ever have to take somebody's life. But you, you would. You want the option. If I had to, but I don't want to. Okay, yeah, but that's what I'm saying is want to have the option. Yeah, there's those are Very two different, different things, right? And but you, if somebody you, was there in front of you, would you want to shoot them with your gun? No. What do you if they're just a random person? Or no, like a terrorist. No, I don't want to shoot them. But but so you're just like, oh no, I have no choices. The gun's coming out of my hand, and I'm shooting this terrorist. Certainly, there's a choice in that, but that's again, that's a choice. And if I don't, I don't ever want to take anybody's life. But if right. I see somebody in the situation you've just laid out, a terrorist, somebody who is holding, I don't say you have to like it. Hold so, on, yeah. right? Somebody holding the trigger to a bomb. Right? Because I'm trying to think of a scenario in which me killing them doesn't also make the bomb go off. So, like, a suicide vest is not a good... That's why I'm... So, holding the trigger to a bomb that's not a pressure trigger, it's a button. You have to do it, right? Yeah, their hand over the button. I I don't want to kill that person, but that personally feels to me like the only choice I have to save that many other lives. That's not something I ever want to do. Let me display what I'm talking about when I think you're confounding want with like to do something. Mm. You don't... Well, here's the situation. Would you rather you have a gun? To... Was there, would you rather, would you want a gun if a terrorist is there? I don't, that's a very broad question. Well, like, say, like, uh, well, why do you have a gun? You want the to gun with you. To defend myself and to defend my family. So you, somebody who chooses. Right, so if they choose to do it, you want to be able to shoot them. Yeah, you want to give yourself the, you want. You don't like it. Option. You wish you didn't have to do it. Yeah, but but at, at the end of the day, the way it's phrased is it just when you say want to, it it implies a little bit more of a like desire. I have, yeah, I have a previous inclination to do so prior to having a firearm. Is what right, that. and I think it's tricky with the connotation, right? But that is the reality, right? Like you want to be able to stop bad people if you have to. You don't. You don't. Not going to like it. You wish you didn't. Terms. Yes. So you're yeah. making the choice to do it. You have the intention you wish that that scenario didn't ever come up but if it did you're ready to shoot right yes yes so so in those terms so that's what i'm saying so so when he goes with that gun there is a scenario in his head where he does shoot which is possible but that's but that is the same idea that when i leave my house every day i leave my house wanting to shoot somebody and that's not that is certainly not... No, you're hoping opinion. you don't have to, right? Right, but to but, say that I want to do it, even in the most basest of terms, a want is a desire to do something. I don't mm-hmm. desire to shoot somebody. I don't ever desire to shoot somebody. Right. I hope I never have to make that decision. But placed in the choice between my life and that person's life, I choose to defend my own life. Yeah. But that's but that's what I'm saying. Is you? But then the choose to defend is the same as choose to attack. It's the, no, no, no. Because yeah, you, you have to shoot them with your gun, and then they die. But in that's defense of my own life. Yeah, while you're already being attacked. 
Okay. An that attack is... is a positive motion forward that mm-hmm. you a choice you have to make to attack somebody. Mm-hmm. An, a, a defense is a response to an attack. When Kyle Rittenhouse is having somebody smash the skateboard, you know, or point a gun down. at his face, yeah, like the second person did. Yeah. At, at that point, you are defending yourself by by. A preemptive attack, if you already will. If depending on what your definition of the attack yeah. is, if the attack is pulling the trigger, not the act of somebody coming up and throwing a fucking pistol in your face, you maybe he wasn't going to shoot him. But at that point, as somebody getting the pistol pointed in my face, I am being attacked. There's no way I know whether or not he's going to pull that trigger, so I'm going to defend myself and I'm going to blow that motherfucker away. But that's what I'm saying. A defense away. is an attack. You have to shoot him. You can't I, just parry his bullet, right? You can't just, boom, I defended myself. I don't think that that's self-defense, again, and this is... Like, a shield is a, a defending. I, I, I can't kill him, saying, right? These are also very hairy terms that you are using that I think you understand the questionality in using them. That saying yeah. a defense is an attack. An attack is something you are doing to someone. If right. you're attacking me, my self-defense in shooting you is not me attacking you. That's, in the basest of terms, it's an attack move, but it's not, I'm not attacking you by defending myself when you're attacking me. I think we're just getting we, a little too bogged down in the the terminology. Well, you're, you're saying, like, I don't want to, I don't want the attack to be seen as if it wasn't justified. I'm not saying it's not justified. That's how you're saying, I'm defending myself, but I'm shooting him first, right? A defense is just me blocking. I, would, I do nothing to you. But I would you. not call it an attack. I would not call me defending myself, me attacking somebody. Okay, not, I understand why you wouldn't say not at all so how in, I would ever characterize that no, situation. No, you would want to, because at this point, you know, if you're talking about an attack, the, the attack is a broad general term. And at that point, you're trading blows and you're pulling triggers mm-hmm. or you're stabbing people or whatever the fuck right. you're doing, right? Yeah. And at this point, there is, at the beginning of the interaction, you somebody could, is being attacked. I would call it a counterattack, yeah, but, okay. but I wouldn't say attack because, because again, an attack is an initial interaction. And that's yeah. not, I'm not attacking somebody. I might be counterattacking because somebody is is attacking me first. Right. But an attack right. is an initial move. That's, a, that's not, I would never say that my self-defense would be attacking somebody. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't judge people who have guns or, I mean, I'm of the opinion, like, this is, I'm not putting moral right or wrong. Attack is wrong if it's, you're attacking this person. I don't think any of these things are wrong. I think I'm just going at, like, absolute value. What is the action that's happening? It would be a counterattack. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't bring a pistol because you want to shoot nobody. You bring a pistol because you want, you want. That's true. I carry a pistol and I hope I never have to shoot anybody. I don't want to shoot anybody. But there are people who don't carry any pistols at all, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And and would you say that that person, if, if a person was in front of him, wants to shoot that person? Do you think that my desire to shoot somebody is more because I care more than yours because I care? No, you have the option to. You wouldn't have the option I to. do it. Yeah, but you did because you put the gun on your hip. I want to have the option. I don't want to shoot anybody. Mm-hmm. So That's you just the want the gun thing. there and then if like the scenario comes up, you're like, Maybe no, I maybe no, I don't need this no, at all. Maybe no. this just stays at home. No. The gun is a <laughs> no. tool to be used during a defense situation. That's really all that it's, it's. It's all about just having a better tool when, if you are ever faced with a situation where you have to defend yourself, it's the, okay, it's the yeah. same tool. thing as learning karate. You don't learn karate because you want to attack people. You learn That's karate because not you want to. True. Have, 
that's not true. Some people do learn self-defense and they'll go and but they'll put themselves Yeah, but they'll put themselves in situations in bars okay. and you're kind of hanging vast around majority of people. The the reason for karate is for self-defense. It is not so that you can go and attack people. Right, but this but this is what I'm saying, right? When you <laughs> when you have the <laughs> idea is that not the same But thing? you're saying defense to to use karate effectively, I have to hurt you. I have to strike you sometimes, right? In perfect mm. way, I can touch your body and then nothing. Nobody, the nobody gets hurt. Is, is for it to be self-defense. But what right? I'm saying is self-defense when you put yourself into a situation where now you can do harm, right? If I'm like, I'm not going to use this knife I have on me. I'm just not going to use it, right? I, I hope I never have to use it. But then I'm hanging around the streets and I'm and I'm hanging around characters and I'm stuff like that. I'm like, I hope I don't have to stab any of these people. You know, you're hanging around bar fights, you're hanging around people trying to hit you, and you go, oh, I got punched. And and then now you use your knife, you know, like, okay, well, you had the knife on you because you you were going to defend yourself, right? You brought the gun because you wanted to defend. You want to defend yourself from harm? Don't the, go there with the gun, right? So at the core... <laughs> because people who don't have guns don't ever get shot? No, what I'm saying is... Nobody you, ever you, you going in into bar. that You going into that situation with that thing, you have in your mind... At some point, I will try to fight. That's not wrong. That's not wrong. I, I agree with the ability to be able to try I don't to fight. Think that that's correct. Well, you don't have it to fight people sometimes. I maybe, do, but I don't go in there with the with the mindset or the intent that this is to fight. That's not. This. You don't, it's for me to you, defend myself if I am attacked. But that's what I'm saying is it's it's not that different because at some point in time you have to go from. I'm going to run away to I'm going to defend myself. There and defend an, myself means attack someone with a gun. I mean, shoot them with this gun. There or, is an intent. Right? in those words that makes a difference and that's why i'm pressing back yeah. so hard on this no i understand i, I understand say that someone carrying a gun wants to shoot somebody do you i hear i hear how that could sound very bad yeah i understand so yeah going and i'll i understand it's talking about somebody who went somewhere with a firearm you can't like you so can't, let me make myself very say clear that yeah. somebody <laughs> wants to shoot somebody it applies so an intent like, that you cannot verify I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I understand the the term want and like volition. It is far too wide because it is an there's a difference between passive want, active want. I see what you're saying. And, and mine is those, just like mine's choice. I'm matter. using it mostly as choice, right? So I would say you don't carry a gun because you're trying to go shoot people. I will say that you're not you're not like man. I really hope I get to shoot some people today. I want to shoot people, right? I understand. And I look, I'm a person who wants to have a gun because I think it is necessary. I wish I didn't need a gun. I wish I didn't think that the right thing for me to do was to try to defend myself, right? But I agree that I should have the right to do it. And I don't yes. think it's because I I want to shoot people who come into my house. Mm -hmm. Like, I will. And so but, I say, that's like, what you're saying. you know, that's what I'm saying. So but maybe it, that's a better word is will, right? Yeah, because will. I don't want to. Even just you, when you're talking about yourself, yeah. you use a different term. When no, you're but, talking but, about me or somebody just else, to you're to using the term it. want. No, but I but do want to. But that's what I'm to. talking about is but you don't. Like not you're actively. willing to. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When you're talking about yourself, yeah. it's different. When you're talking about me or Kyle Rittenhouse, we want to. Yeah, you I don't see what you're to, saying. You're willing to. Well, yeah. is, no, Those I see are it. very different things. And when you're, it's yourself, you're willing to draw the distinction. So no, I'm trying important. to draw the distinction for clarity. I want to That's shoot people who come into my house. That's what I'm time. saying. That's what I've been doing this whole time. But I don't. You've still been applying the word want. And it's not want. It's a willingness to. I don't want to. In no situation... Do I want to shoot somebody? I am willing to shoot somebody in defense of myself or my family or even other people around me. So, yeah, if you were to put it that way in the beginning, yeah. if you are wearing a gun, you are signaling that you are willing 
to shoot somebody. But not that yeah. you want to. Not that you want to. Because that's okay. important. Nobody that's wants very, to. very important. And Especially because... in the discussion about this that's so public and so yeah. heated. When you when you use a word like want, that's that's it where implies I th- an intent that you cannot say exists. Right. Yeah. And that's I think the the part where you you could never see into their heart like, oh maybe he wanted to a little no. because the willingness because no. like if you put a gun in your Correct. pocket, you're like, yeah, part of me and I'm going to use the word want for me. Like, I have a gun in my house because if somebody's coming in my house and they have a gun, I want to be able to shoot him. I yes. want but, to be able to defend myself, but like you said, said, right? You said want to be able to, right? You don't yeah. want to shoot somebody. Exactly. You want to be able to. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. So if somebody says... These distinctions matter. And that's what I'm saying. If somebody said to me, do you want to use this gun to shoot someone? It's like, well, I, if I could have the choice, no, but I have it to do that. And that's what exactly. I'm that's what I'm saying. Exactly. So I get what you're saying with the want. So I think that comes into the like, okay, well, he showed up and he had this gun on him. And you can only really shoot people with guns, even if you really don't want to, you know, you're really going to try not to. If you didn't want to shoot anyone with a gun, guns you wouldn't go there. Themselves. Yeah, you wouldn't go there, man. And so I you kind of wanted again, to shoot some people. I wouldn't say that if you weren't willing to shoot some people, yeah. then you wouldn't have gone there with a farm. Because again, yeah. you went okay. back to saying if you yeah. didn't want yeah. to shoot people, you wouldn't have gone there with a gun. And mm-hmm. I mean, we yeah. can't apply intent to why he went there no. because we weren't there and we're not him. Yeah. If he wasn't willing to shoot people, he would not or should not go there without a firearm. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't think we can say that he didn't, if he didn't want to shoot somebody, he wouldn't go somewhere with a firearm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't as at least yeah. you can say that, but I, I, as someone who carries a firearm every day, I would never say that. No. And that's the thing is like, I would I'm, never I'm, ever say that. I'm not, that's not even my opinion. That's just the thing. I've, I've heard people say like, that's the idea. Why are you going there with a gun? Then if it's, you then, know, and getting they're in wrong. the mix and they're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, if that's we're speaking objectively, that's what I'm saying. You can say that if your opinion yeah. is if you didn't want to shoot somebody, then you wouldn't have brought a gun. That's mm-hmm. fine. I'm mm-hmm. not going to tell you you can't say that. Right. Right. If we're talking objectively, we cannot say that because that's not objective. Mm-hmm. That applies intent to his actions that we can't apply. We can say if he wasn't willing, he wouldn't have gone there without a gun because I think that's true. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I get you know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. Far, yeah. Like he was ready to do it kind of thing. Right. In your head. Certainly. I get what you're saying. And if he wasn't, he shouldn't yeah. have brought a gun. And I think you that is saying? such a razor, razor thin, thin line. Razor thin. Right between 100%. willing, wanting, understanding. Uh, when we class, and we have to have this whole conversation to be like, within the word will. Yes. I concede this tiny little bit of want, but yeah. not for the wrong reasons. Exactly. All for the right you reasons. And you saying? can't say want because then you're like, you crazy gun person right right so i get i go just saying and so i'm not trying to get after you or anything but oh no i don't mean to yeah because it is so razor thin you know what i'm saying and it because because i own an ar-15 because we post videos of us going shooting because we do these things that to an uneducated uninformed person will so immediately be attributed to malice you're just a fucking two-way we talk about guns all the time here not because we're so oh my god crazy (laughs) and you're just hearing me say like you guys want to shoot people i promise you want to (laughs) no i'm sorry point of tension for us with other people we interact i understand not that it was for you but but it's it is so important for me personally and politically and business-wise to ensure that the exact correct messages because i think you're right we're falling off the horse on the other side and anything that sounds wrong is even as much as me saying you want to do this it's like no 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 no. not like want like a christmas present i promise like (laughs) even further with the level of like shadow banning and stuff that we're dealing with Mm -hmm. any excuse you know what i'm saying i tried to buy an ad three weeks ago they wouldn't take it they Mm, wouldn't take my money wouldn't take my money i then 
I then went through the video to ensure there was nothing there. It was like a pre-show video that we've done. Yeah. I sent an email to ask, hey, I can't figure out. Because I went on there and it said, oh, well, you know, go to the the page whatever page to get more information. The page history or whatever the fuck, mm -hmm. right? And so what the verbiage they used doesn't exist. The verbiage Facebook sent me to in their email doesn't exist. So when yeah. I found the page they were talking about, with it's called something completely different. Damn. When I did find it, it said that we had no violations or restrictions on our account. So there's no reason that we shouldn't be able to place an ad. Mm -hmm. And they have not emailed me back to tell me why. Because after that, I sent an email. I was like, can you tell me why you're not taking my money? Because there should be nothing to hinder this. No email. No response. Yeah. It's so fucking bad, they won't take our money. Yeah, that's how bad it is. Yeah. And so, so again, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want yeah, to no, no, no. after you, but no, it's like, I it's, love it. I don't take so it personally. It's so fucking bad. I don't that, take it personal. And I appreciate the fuck yeah. out of that. I just uh, kill my idea. Rip the apart. That's what I love. <laughs> no, I threw it in the ring. Tear well, it apart. This, like, I need to learn too, obviously. I have thought so much about since January yeah. that I'm like very. And it, you know, I don't yeah. I don't hear um, enough from the gun side of it. And I think a lot of people are saying, well, you don't need to, you know, and if I if you hear me say that out loud, even it's just like, whoa. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, you guys are people who want to think about things. So if you think something contrary to what other people are saying, like, I'd like to hear at least how you got there. Yeah, I don't want to throw it away. Yeah, but, you know, there's like, a lot of bad art, you know, PR that gun carriers have to a engine well they want yeah. to make it simple it's yeah, not as a lot of people do it's and not simple so like discussion. in the in that same situation right the defend the gas station situation yes um like there is a legitimate argument for having somebody that does not that does really have no affiliation to that property other than say like he gets a call from his friends who got a call from his friends who got a call from his friends who got a call right, from the yeah. owner because if 30 dudes all show up totally decked out in tech tactical gear standing around our property, guess what's going to happen? No one's going to have to die that night because yeah. every because we have this term called officer presence. And when you're carrying a weapon like that, that in itself is a deterrent already. Yeah. 30 dudes around a gas station that are armed to the teeth ain't no amount of rioters about to charge that, period. Right. That place is safe just due to the, right. you know, the true presence you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. the same thing with garden, yeah. garden borders and shit. Certainly, like that. I see the value in it. So there yeah. is there's a potential for that to have existed, and then essentially you show up because you're answering the call. Not a lot of people are there. Shit actually goes down, and then you are forced to do something that's. But at the end of the day, you made a decision to go yes. put yourself yes. in that yeah. situation. Here's a here's a controversial is, part of it. What's up? Do you think he shot too fast? Do you think he, do you think, cause like the thing I saw in the thrower, I'm like, I was like, man. that was like a tr trash can or something. I don't really know. I don't know what that was. Yeah. I don't know what they threw, but it didn't look like it was going too fast or hard. But then, at, you know, at one point you kind of, he's kind of behind the car. He stops running. And in the video I watched, they say, oh, it was blocked, you know, and he runs yeah. around the cars and all this and that. But at some point he stops running away. He stands his ground, turns around and shoots him legally. Um, you know, I, you know, legally, and I have legally, I think they have their own ideas about yeah, it but no yeah idea but what it is. Yeah. Uh, and i've heard since then and i don't know whether or not this is the case you know mm -hmm. a lot of this stuff we won't know for certain until the trial right um, i have heard that that interaction started because when kyle rittenhouse stopped and turned he shouldered his rifle and the guy reached for it or did something uh, look like he reached yeah. for it again i'm not saying that's what happened that's what i have heard since mm -hmm. then i can't attribute that to the real case that's what i've heard mm -hmm. in which case i 
am definitely going to lose my hesitancy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I, again, I can't say for certain, especially in a situation like that where things are so insane, I can't attribute 100%. Um, yeah. But I definitely, the mental, I'm turning the safety off, right? Yeah. Whether or not I'm pulling the trigger at that point, I'm definitely turning the safety off and um, for sure. So, yeah. and yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of people like, why are you turning the safety off if you're not going to fire? But I don't, that's, that's all I know for sure I'm going to do. I don't know past that what's going to happen. You know, there are a lot of people that hear the click from the safety. They might fuck. You know what I'm saying? If I if I was, I don't know, if I was attacking somebody trying to get after their rifle and I heard the safety click off, I may be more deterred or know there's a more serious situation. Oh, you ain't, you, you ain't, saying? yeah, you ain't hearing I'm, shit exactly, if you're grabbing I'm, rifles at a riot. Right, oh, I'm yeah. really, right. So, um, but I, yeah, so I, I don't know. Um, that's that situation. And you you know what? Yeah, sorry. No, that's, I'm just going to say I don't know. You know, I don't yeah. know whether or not he shot too fast. It's hard for me to answer. Um, mm-hmm. I know for certain in a standard scenario in which I've drawn my pistol to defend myself, if I have an outreach and someone reaches for it, I'm definitely pulling the trigger. Mm-hmm. I can answer yeah. for that for certain. I do all... I, I'm hesitant to answer that just because the riot and all the stuff is so particular, but I, yeah. I know for certain if I had drawn my pistol to defend myself personally, someone reaches for it, I'm definitely pulling the trigger. Yeah, yeah. I think in that like small kind of isolated it's, incident of just like when, when they reach for your gun, yeah. it's like, well, they're thinking you're going to kill them and I don't think they're going right. to try to like kung fu the gun right. out of your hand exactly. and whap your neck and completely yeah, yeah. you know they're not gonna try to shoot you with the gun probably yeah whether yeah. or not that's what happened i don't uh, know for sure uh, what do you think did you shoot? we're never going to yeah. know did you, shoot, did you shoot too quick i um, i'm, don't know I'm certain. not gonna say yes or no because okay. there's no way for anybody to know that and frankly it's and this is becoming a habit um, especially with all these things that have been happening for so long. It's become a habit for a lot of um, pundits to pass judgment on a lot of these things. I'm sure a quarterback that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, it is not a good idea because oh, no. that in itself is, I mean, you're starting to build a narrative and, and assign blame behind something. It's a compassion thing, right? Well, it, it's just, it's... When you're telling a lot of people what to believe. Yeah, <laughs> you it's know unethical in my mind to, to rush to judgment when we have a... We have a constitutional right again. There we go. Those pesky rights about, you know, a a timely trial, you know, with a jury of our peers and everyone is innocent until proven guilty. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to sit there and pass judgment just because now with the technology we we have, we have like videos of different things that happen. There's still so much more. Go- we we have fucking Hollywood movies. It takes a thousand people to make a movie. Out of them, <laughs> yeah. All right, we and they yeah, perfectly, crazy. you know, curtail this thing for our consumption so that we'll believe what it is that's happening on screen. Mm-hmm. Why do we think we have even a ten percent of the actual picture when we see these videos that are a few minutes long, a half hour long? This yeah. shit went on all goddamn night. Yeah, I mean, <coughs> who knows that was like happened. five minutes of an interaction, yeah. and even just the videos compiled that we watch, you know, it's like just five minutes. Like it's not totally, yeah. It's not very much actual information. You know, even when I saw that, my coworker showed it to me, I was like, that's, that's great. Like this is a lot of information, but I still need to know what happened in between this guy at the gas station and him chasing this fucking kid. Yeah. How did that happen? Like what happened there to make Mm -hmm. that stuff going on? Like he just ripped his shirt off, started fucking chased him. Like that seems weird, you know, like how, so there's still so much Mm -hmm. that, 
we need to know, you know, and that's why I, I think though for for going against the he was a gun crazed want to shoot him up cop junior uh, evil American spawn. Uh, I think he when you when if if that's how he went in there, let's just assume he's like I'm ready to start blasting people for America. Um, if that's, if yeah. that's the, the scenario, you're like he can't show up without a gun without wanting to do that in some way. After he shot that dude. He ran back around and called the cops. Like yes. he, he like's gonna do that. Said, I just I just people. shot somebody. Yeah. And he like he I mean he had medical assistance and shit. I believe uh, yeah, that he yeah. le- aided some form of medical assistance before he left. I don't know whether or not that's true, but yeah, he certainly called the cops. So I don't know what I can only speculate clearly what's <laughs> going on in the psychology of someone like that, but as long as we're speculating on his psychology and, and demonizing him based on what we think he's probably like based on some of his actions. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say at that moment, he did not feel like I'm going to get the bad guy. He was like, Oh fuck. I shot someone. And then his next scared, panicked reaction was to try to alert the police. I don't know if it was for benevolent reasons. I don't know if it was because he was scared of getting in trouble. I got, I'm not even going to go that far, but the thing he did was an actively probably helpful action. Right, he's like checking to see if this dude's okay. He's not still shooting him on the right. ground. He, he's like, "Oh fuck, this dude! Like, I think I just killed someone. This is a for real situation." Yeah, uh-huh. and and he also like, I don't know how believable it is. Again, I don't know him, but he's there. He's saying, oh, "I want to help people, medic, right. this, that." So I, at the very least, I'm not going to say whether what he did was right or wrong. I think that I wish the whole thing didn't happen. I'm not going to go legal, like you said. But at the very least, I don't think you can paint him very simply into one corner or the other right. as this, like, he's a demon kid. He's a demon gun-toting kid. And, and you shot someone, and that's what's going to happen when you get these kids in this situation. So like, yeah. It's not that simple of a story. And that's <laughs> definitely what I heard. I only heard, right. like, look at this right. messed up kid who's just going and shooting people and he, because he's white, he's getting away with it in the cops. And I'm like, yeah, a lot of shit happened in that scenario. Yeah. And as long as we're speculating on the videos we've seen... He did some things back and forth. Like I can't, I can't say that a person who's like, oh, I'm gonna slip away now, runs straight to the cops. And I can't say that that's, oh look, he definitely tried his hardest to get arrested or whatever. Right. You know, like right. I don't know, I don't know. But it, down on the ground or you know whatever. The, what I do know is uh, the things I saw on the screen were not what were advertised by either side. Yes, goods not it, as advertised for it certain. It was not advertised at all. Those, what I thought the situation would be, and even though I don't know what the situation is, it's right. not what I yeah. was advertised. That's unfortunately true. that's that's pretty standard throughout the vast majority of all this social unrest that's Mm -hmm. happening. And given the news yesterday, last night, um, about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I imagine there's going to be more very soon. There were people, I saw tweets last night, people saying they were marching to Mitch McConnell's house. Because last night, what about that? That's kind of a crazy move, right? Go straight to somebody's house. It's like, we could kill you if we wanted to, right? Like, (laughs) have you heard my good friend, John, about the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot? Uh Uh-uh. No, I don't know. So, you know, there's all the things that are happening in Chicago, the standard stuff, and then also all the... Oh, I was just fucking with it. Oh. Sorry, I guess I shouldn't. You can hear it. No, No, um... I'll show you how to close All the standard stuff happening in Chicago, you know, like the standard gun violence, and then the social unrest on top of it, Mm -hmm. they eventually go... Standard. That's sad to say. It is. It's so sad to say, but yeah, I I get what you're saying, yeah. I almost didn't want to say it like that, because it's like, yo, you know... Just all the murders that happen yeah. in Chicago. Like, I don't want to... We promise. It's not trivial. We know 
it's not but, trivial, yeah. But I just mean on top of, you know, what right. is happening there normally, they showed up to Lori Lightfoot's house, right, the mayor, mm-hmm. and then she is like, there's no protest on my block because I have a right to personal safety. I have a right to protect myself, so mm-hmm. no one can protest on my block. So there's, like, police stopping people from protesting on her block. Yeah. But just Who's on her right block. There. But just on her block. That's weird. You can go to other people's neighborhoods. The follow the next the next block over, go and do whatever you want. But don't you fucking come to Lori Lightfoot's house. It's such a weird Isn't little game weird? like that when gets I, played. You know what's fucked up? I was listening to Animal Farm the day that I read no. that. I was like, you bitch. See you, bitch. So, oh, so yeah, so all animals are equal, right? Yeah, Except all... some are like more equal than others. Yeah, so it's like sleep with sheets, and you know, it was dark, bro. It's dark. Yeah, Wait, are we allowed to go to people's houses? Like legally, we are, right? That's yes. like part of the thing. On the sidewalk, that's kind of scary, though, for sure, right? Yes, like, yeah, that's isn't definitely it? scary, isn't it? And the thought that if you Holy feel shit. threatened and you try, to you brought a hundred people to my house, and you're like, "What's up, man? We're just outside your house, and we fucking hate you, dude." Mm-hmm. And then you're like, "Oh God!" Like I don't, I'm scared for sure. Portland do. Yeah, that's That's a powerful protest move, honestly, but yeah. What are the rules there? You're like, I'm gonna shoot you guys. Don't come on my property. Portland's crazy. Yeah, Portland's... Tell me about it. I don't know. Portland is I don't know the newest to-date information. It's 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 the civil unrest capital of the world. I mean, it's... Over a hundred days. Oh, there was one day of rest, actually, just like... Recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just like two days ago. Yeah, but over a hundred days of consistent... I'm going to say a mix of protests and riots because sometimes it was protests, but it would almost always evolve into riots in the evening, yeah. assaulting that building, um, and then lighting fires and Ted Wheeler's and then going out in the neighborhoods into other people's neighborhoods and shit. Neighborhoods and, um, my cousin, know. Todd, shout out Todd, owns a bike tour business in Portland, um, and they were looted. They have been vandalized like three times. I know they lost, and, and it's like, the bike tour business, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So they got a fuckload of real nice bikes and shit in there for yeah. They had like I don't want to miss I think like ten bikes stolen, you know that they're and you know it's just like oh fucking insurance, you know whatever. Yeah, it's like insurance it's gonna is take, that easy. Yeah, it's gonna take you know however, especially with everything going on, it's gonna take even longer to try and get a claim processed to have to eat those costs in the meantime. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Not to, to mention your insurance is gonna deductible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I. Yeah. It's unfortunate, um, the short-sightedness of that argument, you know. Certainly, yeah. in the long run, that's what insurance is for. But it shows you how many people in this country are small business owners mm-hmm. that understand that you're a, you're a single issue like that, like some stolen inventory. Right. Away from losing your entire business. If you can't make it ten months until your until your claim comes through and you get that check, yeah. then you're fucked. Yeah, if, it's if not get, exactly cover the cost. Yeah. When I'll start like in Seattle and shit like that, I was like, I can, yeah. I can like, I'm not as, I don't agree with it, but I'm not as mad as like, you know, the Nike store always gets looted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Big stores and shit like that yeah. always get looted. And I'm like, that's, that sucks. You shouldn't be doing that. You it's know like, what I'm saying? But I'm, get owned, I'm, Nike. But I'm not as mad as when you're smashing into a mom and pop store and you're stealing shit from people who like said, mm-hmm. could very likely go out of business just waiting for oh, their yeah. check from their insurance company. If it covered everything that was stolen, you and know all what I'm the saying? employees that used to work there that were getting paid <laughs> yeah, minimum yeah. wage to work retail and hustle and grind now can't work there anymore because yes. there's no store. So it hurts everybody. It it hurts the cause of what yeah. you're fighting for. It hurts everybody, and all it does is just it's just a way for anger to lash out, and it's completely unproductive, and it has no place in civil society. But 
you know, when I understand yeah, it's the tough. Anger, you people got to do yeah. something. I it's guess, un- you know, it's like hard. it's hard. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard, hard to pick the right things. You, it's not unwarranted frustration. It's not unwarranted anger. No, you know, like but, you can understand the anger, but in our society, we are better than that. We don't throw childish tantrums when we're fucking angry. We figured out we have courts and laws, and we have a constitutional right to to address our grievances. We have all these different things, but you do not have the right to go around smashing other people's fucking property and lighting fires and shit. So specifically damage and things, right? Like that type of... Damage, like, intimidation, yeah, okay. you know, forced compliance. Should have happen. Uh, like but bre- I think a lot yeah. of people compare this to breaking the law, just in general, right? Well, like, multiple laws are being broken. They're like, right. well, why should we obey the laws... If you guys aren't going to treat us fairly within the laws, the laws must be broken, right? Because, but you're saying, like, specifically just damage. It's not well, necessarily no, it's a law thing, but... It is a law thing, because when you are deciding to break... There are bad laws, and I'm not going to be the one to say that, like, you got to follow every law, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, but at the end of the day, we, as a society, need to operate under the law. We need to follow these laws, regardless of how stupid they are, necessarily, unless they are unconstitutional, in which case different story this fundamental argument blah 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 but i mean like the speed limit you know you're gonna drive the speed limit because that's the fucking law whether i think it's stupid to go 25 on this road or not and then if i'm going to break that law i'm gonna pay the penalty but you know if we don't have that speed limit maybe speed limit's a bad idea but i mean just the -hmm. idea of breaking a bad law if we if we decide that we don't want to obey bad laws Mm -hmm. who's gonna say what laws are bad and which laws are good there's oh, an yeah. argument against unconstitutional laws and that mm. kind of stuff like that. But if we if we decide that in each individual citizen can determine whether or not there's a good law and a bad law, which ones are okay to break and not, we do not have a society of laws. Which I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And so it sucks, but that's also why we have laws made by lawmakers who come from the people. We yeah. are the ones that decide, I, you know, in a perfect world, right. obviously... We're the ones that decide what laws to have. What do we all, what are the rules to go back to what we originally started talking about back in the day? What are the rules we all want to live by? And there can't not be consequences for breaking the rules. Can I ask you, I don't interrupt you, but can I ask you, is your issue with the destruction of property the unproductivity of it? Is it that it's not productive? Because because I also like, I'm asking this because I also don't agree. Like, I don't think that it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think to a certain extent, it's like natural. Like people frustrated enough for long mm-hmm. enough are going to burn shit down and it's not right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so it's I, also, so I struggle with, it's also semi natural for the biggest, right. stronger males to go out there and take whatever women he wants and make a bunch of babies okay. and shit. You know what I mean? We we are a civilized society that can deal with our fucking okay. societal anger, and we do not allow it to devolve into violence and destruction. We are okay. better than that as humans yeah. in 2020, or we should be. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a fundamental thing. Do I give a shit if the Nike and the Prada store get knocked off? Not really. Yeah. I mean, I have a constitutional 
um, you know, issue with that. issue with that because but, you're yeah. interfering with someone's pursuit of happiness. You know, the whole deal. right. Okay, but, that's very interesting. Yeah, I was gonna ask, like, um, when you're saying, like, with okay, don't break the laws through protesting. Like, I was thinking civil rights. You know, like there's kind of some stupid ones where you couldn't sit in certain places and stuff. Like, yes. is it okay break those? That's an un- that was an unconstitutional law. Okay, so that unconstitutional. But you gotta be fucking right. You have yeah, to be right. You are going to get arrested because at the right. time it's illegal, but you're going to force the change. Not going to be pretty. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here's something that they That's do in life France for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You were talking about France earlier. They, this is they, the the joke is the that the uh, protests or riots are like their national sport. Right. Like yeah. they, do it, all the time they do it. They do it. All the time. Constantly. Like, if it's not summertime, it's riot time. It's like yeah. right into the DNA. Yeah, and, and so... Well, Lame this for life! Yeah. <laughs> it, they do some kind of smart things, I think. Like, when there is the, the, the gilet jaune, um, like the like the yellow vests. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what... I actually don't know. Were they yellow vests here? Yes. Yeah, okay. that's, that's what they yeah, were called. They're, okay, yeah. So, you guys did see some of that and oh, stuff? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they were always, like, yeah. blocking um, uh, commercial areas, a place that made the most money for yep. French people. They would literally prevent people from going to malls, or they'd block certain stops on the road they to slow down trucks, yeah, production mm-hmm. for certain, like... You know, where, where France gets its money from, basically. Yep. They would yeah. attack the gas and things like that. But, hurt. yeah, but by slowing things down, exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's like illegal to like stand in front of cars and not let them yeah. come into the malls and stuff like that. Yeah, so, right. is, is, at that point, is it okay? As long as it's like peaceful, like breaking the law, would you say? Or, I mean, it, it's all real fucking situational, man. Especially right. for, for France, I'm not going to pass judgment on that yeah, that's how things get they, done they there do have a fundamentally different culture yes and so they don't they may not necessarily have they don't like have the right to freedom you know and shit like that right. i mean they kind of they have that kind of enshrined in laws i think or something like that but it's, like it's literally not written down like well i don't know i i know in the uk it's not there's not an actual like written original document that has all these the laws and shit like that it's like this weird quasi like we have these fundamental rights that we all kind of just generally go along with but it's not laws what you're it's saying not right? like they don't have like a constitution constitution like we do it's, it. it's really weird the way all these different countries do it it's more like a like a memo that they have sort of Sounds or like similar. a I get what you're I saying. Like, it's like a, it's like a, like a saying a type more dialogue. than it is like actual written law. English them. common right. law, right? It's like there's no constitution underneath of English common law from my understanding. It's just they have their their common law. Our constitution was based around the ideas of English common law and our entire judicial system and all that. It's based from that. Yeah. And so it's argument. like they had a, a kind of a similar version that we did, but we have this one underlying founding document that was like all the real base rules were thrown into here. And I don't think many other countries do that. They Or they've adopted, I think, since ours. Constitutions are relatively regular now in up-and-coming countries and shit, but they still get changed all the time. Yeah. You know, not like ours. It's different. I and would, so the yellow vests, I don't know. I would also yeah. say in regards to that, at least, because, again, I don't, I don't know enough about France to decide whether so wacky. but <laughs> if that happened in America, you're going to then run into, pro- like, in the malls and shit, you're going to run into problems with, like, 
people's individual rights. Oh, people are going to be so like, pissed for not I'm going to the mall. Like, bitch, I'm trying to shop. You know, like I mean, that, yeah, that for sure happens. Yeah, and I'm sure people are more used to just like, ah, my life's inconvenienced by this thing that's and happening, I, and they I, just move along. Yeah, I bet that there would be if it wasn't. I don't want to. A lot of people find the protest in streets in America obnoxious. Yeah. Like when they're driving and stuff like that. They're like, there's a lot of yelling, a lot of shit. I don't know if it's the same thing in France. If like they're screaming at the cars or yeah. if they're, they are doing yeah, that. Yeah, they, they get for real out there. Yeah. I've seen and, so many riot. Like when I first really started seeing riot police was, I mean, in France, obviously. Yeah. They're yeah. all like, sometimes you're just walking around the block. Like, Man, there's a lot of people here. What's going on? And then you just see like a line and some tennis rackets to try to hit things back. And then you just see waves of police. You're like, yeah. man, my GPS is telling me to go down that street. I've like gone right. in between people. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not here to be like mean to you guys. Right. Like, excuse me. Like, I don't know how to get there anymore. If the people who were walking around and shit weren't being fucked with, weren't being accosted, you know, like in yeah, America, yeah. you got people yelling at people who are eating in restaurants. They're eating outside at tables in restaurants and they're screaming right. at them, put their fist up in the air and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, True, I understand yeah. being super pissed off at somebody to do that. A hundred people staying in front of me, screaming at me, <laughs> telling me to put my fist up. I would also be super fucking pissed. I'd be yep. super pissed. But if they were just walking down the street, fucking protesting, screaming, doing all shit, as long as they're not fucking with me, I don't care. Right. And I would feel the same way about everything else. Mm-hmm. If you're not... Even if I can't go to the mall because this happened, I'd be like, that's really shitty, and I don't know that I agree with this, but I'm not going to go out there and fucking fight about it, you know? I'm yeah. going to go along with my day. Like, it's, you know, it'd be very inconvenient, and I might be mad about it, but I'm not going to fucking make a yeah, whole thing, Yeah, and then you're just you not going to pay the people who, like, make the laws. It's just not going to happen that day. I'm yeah. going to have to go somewhere else, because chances are, if I go to the mall, probably don't need so to. Is, is it, so, how personal it gets for you when they're just, like, yes. breaking your, How like, much they're interfering iPhone, with my shit. Like, if they're breaking my phone, it's the structure <laughs> my own property. And I don't, like, but, and I don't want it to seem like it's, like, a selfish thing, because if I saw somebody else having their fucking iPhone broken, I would have a problem with it, too, you know? Yeah. It's just interfering with other people's personal pursuit of happiness and yeah. shit, you can know? I, yeah. Can I throw this one at you for yeah. it? Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about what it, people say, like, that's the point, though. Like, the point of the protest is to get you upset about it, too, because you aren't experiencing, like, all of the yeah. bad stuff. I, I'm talking from... from well, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean yeah. you. I'm the same person saying that. You don't know how I feel. Right, I have exactly. no idea what I'm doing. You have no idea what I'm conducting my life. And, yeah. and they're from the point of, like... No, like you need to, if it bothers you, that's the point because it's bothering us and we need you to know about it. If you could just yeah. go along your day and ignore yeah. us, then it would just be like putting us back in the corner because we, you can tolerate this. This mm-hmm. isn't important enough to actually do anything about, but when I get in your face, now you have to listen to me. Now you have to think about it, vote differently, whatever. I think maybe is that the mentality yeah. of the like get in your face sort of, yeah. you know, and make I, yourselves heard. We dealt with this when this, yeah, all I, this shit was a, popped up. Yeah. Yeah fundamental aversion to what I would see as forced compliance at that point. Mm. You're going to get in my face and make a big scene because all you're wanting me to do you're wanting me to show some insignificant sign of you know, support for whatever this amalgamation of ideas and thoughts is that you're upset about and I have no understanding of why you're fundamentally upset. You have no understanding of why if I'm fundamentally upset about the same exact thing or not and I'm just not choosing to demonstrate or virtue signal about it and it's just, it's just a sign of uncivility or incivility, civility, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a serious problem with people trying to force other people into being in the same situation that they're in to 
I don't think. Let's get out of this shithole together kind of thing. Yeah, if it's for a, like, I need you to feel the pain that I'm feeling. Yeah. So that you can understand why I'm upset. I am a very rational person who can look at, let's, why don't you explain to me what your grievances are in a calm manner? We can have a conversation about it. And after our conversation, maybe I'll choose to go out with you and organize behind this idea and support it. But I will never sign on to this this forced, you know, violent conversation if you want to throw violence into the situation. It's okay. just, it's it's coercion at that point. You're threatening somebody. Yeah. You're not, it's, it's, and it's completely disingenuous to whatever movement that you're trying to get support for. Yeah, because you know, I, I, I think, I can't yeah. stand it. I think I can under, I can see the sentiment of like, well, you need to hear and feel and experience our pain. Mm -hmm. But I think at the end of the day, it ends up being like you said, like, uh, is this actually going to help people to, to accomplish the things you want to accomplish? Like, is this, is this the best way to get somebody to hear what you're trying to talk about? Right. Right. I mean, and by all measures go out and protest and be loud and be angry but do not interfere with the goings on of other citizens lives in the process of that Mm -hmm. you can have a you can get a permit to close a section of public street or public park and get your right to demonstrate for whatever you're wanting to do or if it's a spontaneous protest like that i have no versions of shit like that i totally get how that happens and stuff and then you you march across you know you march through (coughs) you you know, all these different things that have been proven time and time again to work, to get things done, to get people's attention around issues that people are demanding change on. There's ways to do that, and there's right ways and wrong ways to do it. And, you know, being an obnoxious asshole to everyone around you is not the way to do it. Trying to be an, an obnoxious, upstanding citizen is a completely different thing. You can't not hear me. You can't not see me demonstrating yeah. that I have suffering, but I'm not infringing on your life while I'm doing it. It's a, you're not, it goes back to that conversation we had about going into a conversation ready for war. You're not, all you're going to do is push people away from your side. Mm-hmm. You just, you need to come at it from a rational point of view to get more people on your side and getting them angry is historically a really bad way to do that. Yeah, and it's not actual justice either, right? They say, okay, well, it's not what we want, but what could we really want? Because they need to be heard. But then at the same time, it's like, okay, but let's look at, let's let what's happening happen. It's like, is this person really wanting to destroy, like, this pho restaurant, you know? And everyone's like, kind of like, uh, yeah, maybe that's not exactly the exact justice we thought would come from this situation, you know? And the thing is, like, they're not going to ask what the owners of that pho restaurant believe. They could be supporting the movement. And I you're mean, hurting seen, your. It's yeah. it's not it's not specific, right? It's not actually businesses with BLM signs in their windows that are on fucking fire, yeah, and being destroyed. And it I, has nothing to do with that. Like point. nobody's like, asking you, all about. What do you believe? And and if you're not if you don't believe in us, then we need to convince you. Because most know? of it's like, fundamentally irra- right. irrational. As as far as your question about people yelling i also just oh, don't yeah. feel like um no it's fine i also just don't feel like people have a right to tell me how to be an advocate you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like you have no 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 right to tell me how to be productive about what i'm doing because yeah. and this may be like a shitty example but as far as race like i may have been an asshole and 
surrounded myself with white supremacists, even though I'm not really, and I don't agree, but I let these guys say this crazy shit all the time, and I just never fucking say anything. You know what I'm saying? I've let them accost... In a hypothetical nine, situation. In a hypothetical situation, yeah. I've mm. let them accost 9,000 black people before, and I never said a goddamn thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And progress for that person, as sad as that might fucking be, might just be like, hey, this person is actually like a regular person having a reasonable conversation with somebody who's fucking ignorant, right? Mm-hmm. Horrible. But we can't, like... It's not my right to tell that person how to be an advocate. And that's, again, like an extreme circumstance. Right. But <clears throat> And then we had somebody who who was trying to tell us, you know, that we needed to be more more open and more outspoken about what was going on and, like, the, you know, supportive of this and supportive of that. And I don't, I don't feel that <clears throat> it's anybody's responsibility or it's right hard. to... It's hard to be, like... Uh, maybe we shouldn't be forced to pick sides and like, oh, so you're on the other side. Then. It, yeah. And that's, how that's how that have a nuanced thought. And I, yeah. And I don't think that it's anyone's right to tell me or Colin or anybody else who has a platform or business, how to use that platform or what they need to say or how they need to say it or anything like that. That's mm-hmm. completely up to us how we want to handle that. And it might, <clears throat> people might not like it if we chose to say nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. just continue on and not address anything that's going on and only talk about politics. People would really not like that. And we would have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way that we have to deal with what we've been saying this entire time is that we are not going to. I fucking fell down the hole. Black square, all the shit. Deleted the shit the other day because I was like, I feel terrible myself. It's, it's, oh, it's, you got rid of it? I had to do it. And I would, I would tell people I did in the first place. When but looking is it? back on it now, when people posted the black squares on the internet, you know, like, oh, okay, so yeah. I did that from our account and then from my own personal account. And like the next day, I was like, Colin, I'm a fucking shitbag. It's like, I'm, this was stupid. Like, this was a dumb, like, this is not productive. It's not doing anything. Like, this is just, mm. and I fell down. The whole uh, that's a like, really scary do, thing to say. Do you know what I'm saying? Is if you say that because then they're like, well, then you don't support us, man. Yeah. How and could I'm, you not? Like I'm I thought we were to friends. Own that I went back and deleted. It. I did it at the time. I did it at the time, and I wish that I had not. I wish that I had been more present. Thought I've mm-hmm. been. I've been open with both of you. I've. I have had a lot of things happen in my brain since January. Oh, so, yeah. um, you know, I had a, a like a week or two of like really not being sure exactly how I felt about, you know, whatever and what we were going to do. And, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, yeah, well, so it's, it's sad that that's the problem. It's unfortunate. It's yeah, unfortunate um, that you can't take time to digest something yes. and try to get yes. your mind wrapped around it and wait for people to have discussions and, and talk about it and look at footage and, and really was, think about what you might or might not have seen and was questioning what's good and what's yeah. bad it's how because it's, nothing yeah, is just yeah. the one thing i was right? questioning whether or not i had the freedom to say what i wanted to say in yeah. the way that i wanted to say it you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying yeah. and yeah. so well, like, like we we've had to do in the same way with what we've decided to say which is this that mm-hmm. like we're, we're not gonna pander and we're going to continue to advocate for freedom and equality for every single person that lives in this country because mm-hmm. that's what we've stood for from the very beginning. We mm-hmm. are not going to look at an issue of justice from whether or not certain people should have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far yeah. as this particular discussion goes, I have held since the beginning, <clears throat> even in my confusion, that I believe the discussion should be directed more at Fourth Amendment rights as a whole, 
Um, and I feel that... Remind me what the Fourth Amendment rights are. The Fourth Amendment is your right to protection from search and seizure. Um, yeah, Unlawful can, search and seizure. There we go. <clears throat> we can read wow. it straight out of the book. Sorry. Sweet. Yeah. That's a good little thing to have, huh? We, we oh, both yeah, have great. one. Yeah, they just stay here, unfortunately. But you need them most. I know. Wait, but then we've used it several American times. Thing. Like just we used it when Larry was on here, and so. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's like literally the here, thing. That's a good thing to have for me. Yeah. Okay. Right. Fourth Amendment, but yeah, basically, the, search and seizure. Yeah, That's unlawful good. search and seizure. Like you can't. Just because a cop pulls you over for is the really baseline kind of idea of it. Just because a cop pulls you over for having a broken taillight doesn't give him the right to go through your car and find the little bag of like coke. That the right, have. the right. How do? People, wait, if he said those things to me, I would just believe him. He'd be like, "Get out of your car! I'm looking in your car right now." I'm it's like, horrible. Oh God. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. It, it, what do I say in this situation? The right of the yeah. people to be secure in their persons, house, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and see and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the person or things to be seized mm-hmm. probable <clears throat> cause that's yeah. the tricky part. so oh, i yeah. believe and that's this is also you know what i'm saying where um <clears throat> so like if you I were say, i completely lost my go ahead okay i was gonna say for another example for that unlawful search and seizures you know if there's a Somebody called in and heard gunshots, right? And two, they look out their window and say, two cars getting in a gun battle and they both take off, right? And then, you know, a half hour later, a cop comes up to a car in the middle of the night that's generally befitting, or maybe there's no description on a car, but like there's fucking bullets, you know, there's bullet holes in the car. Yeah. He now having the report of the gun battle in the vicinity, blah, 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 knowing that there was vehicles involved has now probable cause to pull that car over and investigate whether or not that car was involved in that shooting situation. Mm -hmm. That is not a violation of the Fourth Amendment, you know, your Fourth Amendment rights. Yeah. And there's an issue also with uh, the Fifth Amendment rights, what I was, a jury, right, trial to a jury. Mm -hmm. And I have been concerned since all of this blew up that, um, not that it's, there isn't a discussion to be had about it, but race will be used, especially with how divisive modern media is, to detract from an infringement on the Fourth and Fifth Amendment rights of everybody um, that I think is the eventual cause of these things, or the eventual result of these things. If, if How are they attacking the Fourth and the Fifth right now, I guess? <clears throat> what are you worried about exactly? Well, I mean, we're like we talked about... Um, no knock warrants, right? No okay. raids in people's homes. That's mm-hmm. a problem. There are a lot of gun laws that I feel are unconstitutional. Red flag laws, right? There's what is there, a red red flag? A red flag law? flag law is something. A red flag is something that can be placed on you. Generally refers to because they're all different. Sorry, I'm not trying to, but no, generally refers to something. A law that allows local government laws, sheriffs to place a designation on you in which they come and take your firearms for a period of time. And some of these laws are written to the extent that it can be a report from somebody and it goes to the cops and they go and they take your guns and then they figure it out afterwards. There have been several people 
the first person I can think of, and I can find other names for you later if you want to send them to you, but a man named Duncan Lemp that was shot through the wall of his house while he was sleeping by the police who were serving a no-knock red flag warrant on his house. Um, this type of thing happens all of the time. There are people that are murdered by the cops all of the time, regardless of their race, right? Mm-hmm. The cops should not be killing anybody. The police should not be killing anybody that is not immediately trying to take their lives, right? If that's not the situation, regardless of what color you are, you were murdered by the police. Mm-hmm. The police who are paid from your tax dollars should not be infringing your constitutional rights. They should not be taking your life while infringing your constitutional rights. Right. And again, while I feel there is validity to the conversation of racial inequality in regards to law enforcement, right? Mm-hmm. I feel that that issue should be solved in a broader discussion of strengthening the protections that we have from the Patriot Act is another one, right? Yeah. Strengthening protections that we have as individuals with the Fourth and Fifth Amendment from our government, mm-hmm. right? And so again, I'm not saying that it's there isn't a discussion to be had there, but my fear is that this has happened to African Americans for so long and minorities for so long, and it began to happen again to everybody through the Patriot Act, red flag laws, no-knock raids that are happening to everybody of every race. And if this continues to happen and we're distracted by race at such a pivotal time, we're all going down. Mm-hmm. The fate that we are screaming about now for minorities is a fate that we will all face if we don't address the core problem of the infringements of those rights. Okay. And, and Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand, okay. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, yeah. Um, I know that I, was kind I, of like a long-winded... No, but I think, <laughs> it, I think it makes sense. I think you explained it pretty clearly. It makes me think, okay, so... If this is the bigger uh, worry at this point in time, or the ultimate bad result of these things, who is like behind it? Like, what's exactly going on? Like, they take the things and then what? I'm always curious, like, what people think about the they next. Take, like, is it is, it is this uh, an elite circle of politicians who are trying to impose oh, their? I, I believe that. I, I don't know that it's like a. You know, like a like a torch that's being passed down. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I think that to turn it into like a metaphor, you know, the broth of power in politics is like so. That's the right word, right? Metaphor is that sure. yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's so yeah, it's, power it's, soup. it's so powerful that the moment Such you get there, it just distorts your mind away from generally any reason why you got there or anything that you wanted to try and do. There's so much money and influence and power cards being passed around you can't that once you can't you're even there, be moral once you're there it's just about retaining power you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and so it's anybody there at the time that's trying to retain power whatever the issue is at the time that's what that group of people is addressing you okay. know what i'm saying so it's been an erosion over the last few decades you know of of these things and i i'm only we're only 25 years old. i don't know if you're 25 or 26 but you know what i'm saying so only 25 years old, all I can personally speak on is things that I've seen. And I know that I've seen people, again, I'm not talking about statistics or anything, but I've seen people of all color be murdered by the police since I've been alive. Mm -hmm. I've seen horrendous murders, and I've seen ones that I think are questionable. I've seen all all kinds of them, 
right? Yeah, I've seen sure. people be shot in the fucking head while their hands down on their knees in a hallway by the police because the police mm-hmm. can't provide consistent in- instructions on what oh, they need man, to do. Oh, man, that was so right? scary and confusing. Yeah. Like, so, there's like a 50% chance that I died in this scenario, I've, honestly. I've like, also, <laughs> like you know what I'm that saying? was confusing yeah. and scary I've for sure. I've also seen but... <laughs> people like Edward Snowden who I would genuinely and generally consider an American hero mm. be forced to hide in an enemy country because our government is so focused on power and knowledge of the citizenry. I've seen that in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, that was a bad move. Edward Snowden's not black. This isn't about this. The erosions of those rights are it's not about race. This that's about, about as power. As they come. That's, that's all about power. And so, again, I'm not saying there isn't a discussion to be had because certainly that's been happening. But I think it is a symptom of the continued abuse of minorities in this country from the beginning. It's been so easy for so long that when you're talking about eroding the Fourth and Fifth Amendments, let's just start with black people. Let's start with minorities. Fuck them. It doesn't matter. We'll just continue with this. We'll shift it instead. Like everyone's talking about, we'll shift it from the KKK redlining all this shit to the police. You know what I'm saying? It's it's as subtle as that. And I'm I I'm not saying there is because I don't believe there is like racial racism spread across all the police departments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, but so they they take our attention, they put it on the police per se. Um, it's, but it's, how how is how does that help them? I'm just trying to understand. How does that help the people in power? Like, yeah, uh, an unarmed populace is extremely easy to. Oh, so now they're trying. Them, they're right? they're attacking it's, this and convincing the, the people laws, to the red flag laws take your take firearms. away the that's pool. what you do right. Mm, okay. They take they take your firearms. The red flag laws take your firearms. I I don't I don't think that this. But aren't they pushing for police to go away? Aren't they going to use the police? I don't know that to... they saw this coming. I don't know that. The, the cabal, the whatever oh, okay. you're going to call it. I don't know that this was a foreseen consequence. Because it's kind of uh, going in the opposite direction, right? We're the, all very skeptical well, of the police. Especially so. with technology, right? Over the last yeah. 20 years, technology has gone to craziness. And there are so many yeah. people. The people in power now were in politics 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's so when they've been in the game exist. the whole time. Yeah. You could not have convinced any of them that technology would be where it's at now. So the things that you could get away with 20 years ago are being documented and instantly uploaded on the internet now and cannot be gotten away with. So 20 years ago, in which someone may have had their neck kneeled on for nine minutes and been killed, no one would have fucking known about it. And now everybody knows about it instantly. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody could have taken technology into account for any of their long-term plans. Yeah. yeah. And so I I think that's a crazy thing. So I think technology threw a major wrench in it. And I think especially social media... And the instant spread of information, like, just shotgun blasted. This yeah, they were plan, very the able power to, grab to of, hide information. Yes, before. yes. And that's not a thing anymore. So I think like that... Like, pretty that, easily, too. Exactly. Like, and, just put the tapes in the car and go to a and, different building. No one will ever know. And people yep. like Edward Snowden, people like that, that exposed that. Blue holes open yeah. in this plan. We know everything now. Race the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that they... So I don't think they could have accounted for this. But so that's the other thing. The other thing I want to ask about this uh, the soup bowl um, yes. is power soup. The power soup. How is How there feel like is I'm there doing? is this a decent explanation of? Yeah, you feel okay with what I'm saying here? Yeah, I mean I have a different point of view from you, obviously. Certainly, it's, it's you know, but it's it's neither yeah. here nor there. We're on here, man. You're doing both all right. What you well, what do you got? Yeah. Well, I mean, when you talk, because I'm. I just walking a little bit, so I'm not sure the fundamental basis of the conversation. But if we're talking about like, I couldn't tell you some of the. <laughs> I, I know, right? <laughs> Welcome to the we're just power pick something. Yeah, 
It's oh, the erosion of Fourth and Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment rights, yeah. and oh, okay. why why that's beneficial to the people in power, to the people oh. who are eroding those rights. Yeah, oh, and right. I'm that's asking like, you... who are these people? And my next question basically was like, is there no one who can keep their like, no, nah, I'm going to be a good person and help people? Like by the time they get up there, like, or is it just like think the odds are, are they're going to be bad? There are. Yeah, I but think money is a big. I think the system is so difficult to penetrate from within, and you need so many, so much of a, you know, you need a large coalition of individuals that more or less have that one fundamental belief that like it's anti-corruption type of belief and there's not a lot of people on the hill that actually buy into that it's hard to get in on that you know once you drink the soup of power (laughs) especially because once you get there if you are one of those people who fundamentally fundamentally believes in like you know actually doing the due diligence and and bringing your your constituents point of view to the table or your point of view to the table on a principled, you know, depending on which way you think you are as a politician. Um, you know, the people that try to do that, they don't have any institutional power there because it takes much like a corporate structure. It takes time there to get on certain committees to get, you know, close to the, the muckety mucks and the higher ups that actually control the leaders. You got, you got to need the the people, the government, and, and money so to get have, reelected. Yeah, and you need to be able to be there for a while to get something through that convoluted bureaucracy system. Yeah. And so you may start out pushing a bill. Let's say you fast track this bill from you're a brand new freshman congressman. It may take you ten years to get this one item that you went in trying to get done. It may take you ten years to get it actually passed into law. And Which it is may crazy. or may not look relatively similar to what you started out at. You know, as this original idea that may not even look recognizable from where you started. Yeah, it's just, and that's probably just due to the the corruptive nature of how the governmental structure has been built within our system of you know Republican Republic value. You know, in you know, uh, yeah, you know, the groupings of representatives that that represent the people. You know, there's it's this tiered system. Everybody's got we have district representatives that go up. Up there, that's in the House Congress, but there's you know how many fucking hundreds of people there. Right, and you're just you're a small fish in a big pond, and it's it's hard to get that stuff done. And I I would add to that. Um, I was talking about money. You know, money is a huge factor. Problem. Even if you're not influenced by money, the amount of time you have to spend in the Capitol to get there, you have to get. If you're a representative, you have to get elected every two years. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so, if you want to be there for ten years, that's five elections you have to run through yeah. just in the time to try and get one good bill passed, right? Mm-hmm. So, even with the way that it sits now, with Citizens United being what it is, you know, you do you know what Citizens United is? No, is Citizens United? Was, I thought you were just talking in general about Citizens, citizens United being united. Is a Supreme Court ruling <laughs> that allows corporations to that it recognizes corporations as individuals so they in political campaigns so they can donate to political campaigns gotcha and yeah, weird um it's mm-hmm. a weird thing to do for so, normal people you go wait what why is that real <laughs> so is that a so, real rule we're allowed to do that so okay. the the reason that that's even darker than you might think right is because it allows like super PACs to be created and shit like that you know oh yeah and it also allows monopoly and shit a large company or a very wealthy individual allows them to form 
fucking like 90 LLCs, you know what I'm saying, that are mm-hmm. all just shell companies and they can donate the maximum amount from all of those companies to one political campaign. And tricky. they're all individual donations because they're all coming from different companies. They're just being tricky. And that's so real. They, they that's call like that, real They call stuff. that dark money, right? Because you don't know where the real source is because Easy. the only thing they have to track is where the donation came from, which is whatever the fuck this LLC is, right? right? Uh, you know, suck a dick LLC corporation. Uh, you know what I'm saying? All the time. So, yeah, so they call that dark money. And so as long as you are somebody who's against corruption, if you, if your bill is trying to take down Citizens United, you have to compete with Citizens United for five elections. <laughs> and they, they're like, dude, yeah. we are with, Citizens United. Yep, what on, are you talking about? On just small donations because you've said, I'm not going to take any super PAC money. You have to run like Bernie did, which is hard as fuck. You need it's so many people. I'm always like, you go, Bernie. Do you, you know what I'm saying, dog? And I'm like, I'm gonna like this video. I mean, I donated some money, but I get it. It's like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So well, they're not gonna keep up with like, yeah, we just have like a trillion in the corner. We like sold some jets. Right. I don't know. Like, right. <laughs> well, I think I went to itself. a dinner and all these people donated to my campaign. That's exactly. the craziest. When you <laughs> we're just like, LLCs. this is yeah. normal in government, right? No, you like bring a bunch of people and you have a fun dance mm-hmm. and they give you millions of dollars. That's how there are governmental representatives, congressmen, and senators like that poo-poo the idea of dark money like that's ludicrous yeah why would anybody set up a bunch of fucking companies just to donate money to a political campaign that's dumb as shit we can see where all the money comes from they all come from established companies sure 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 fucking stupid well and that i think is one of the fallouts from you know the citizens united model that that just you know lays out what we just talked about right it it also encourages politicians like, you know, because at that point, that that is to a lot of normal people, when you talk about Citizens United and what it actually means, what it actually does, it really disgusts a lot of normal people, right? Mm-hmm. Republicans and Democrats. But what, what happens then is so many people become disenfranchised with the system now and want that aspect to go away. A politician comes along who is essentially what we would call a populist that that you know the old vox populi coming back from the old roman times where they they go out and they do these grassroots campaigns and they get five to 25 bucks from you know millions of people that get behind mm-hmm. them because they're average so of 27 dollars donations right and then what happens is you have this new rise and we're seeing this a lot in congress now and even in the senate you have the rise of populist politicians who are not principled in any any way, and they will go whichever way the populace that supports them wants them to go. Yes. And as if as we all know, Dangerous. people are fucking stupid. And especially when they're <laughs> passionate, they're really fucking stupid. Yeah. And then what happens is that they drink the fucking broth of power, the power soup, power soup. Yeah. and then they just, whatever the population wants them to Need do, to no matter how irrational... They will do it because they'll yeah. get reelected next time. And can I, because I know as a person who's also listening to everyone speak and yes. myself, I'm like, man, we're, we're stepping into some conspiracy territory. If you said to me, there's some people at the top who want to keep the power, man, that's who's after us. And if you, I if I heard that, that crazy, you, know? you know, you know, but if I, if I heard that and I'm like, oh yeah, you're pff, my knee jerk reaction as like a, whatever I say, I'm like, no, whatever, man, there's good people. We'll, we'd figure it out before then. Like, you know, I just want to like kind of deny it. I want to be like, who are these men? 
mystery vampire people who oh, yeah. hike in the bed. You know, you think they're eating children or whatever. You know, because that all kind of gets lumped together. But I just think like, oh, yeah. Think of literally how every society in history has gone. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much ended up with like a guy who's like, uh, how about I do exactly whatever I want and like the 12 people I like can do that too and all of you guys suffer. Everybody and that's literally the structure of like, oh, you know, they think kings and pharaohs and like yeah. slaves. It's like, oh, it's so it's so ludicrous to suggest that somebody might be trying to amass resources to make mm-hmm. their life easy and convenient at the complete you know uh, exploitation of everyone around them. it was like yeah. that's that's literally a history yeah. so and i it sounds silly to me like when you're like there's all these people want to control the power man and i'm like yeah maybe but also maybe maybe there's just good people but then it's like oh just look at how what happens like that's this is the mm-hmm. natural like progression the shape of a like a society and it looks kind of like this one of the only defenses uh, i think we have is the fact that you know, there are so many of these different populist movements, right? And the government that these movements support and stuff like that, the government is so massive yeah. that there are a, there's not just the one in 12 people. You know what I mean? It's right. not, it's not the total oligarchy like they have in Russia and shit. Where yeah. You know, maybe what? A hundred to five hundred people probably that have like the entire control over the like benefit that to massive. Yeah you know, nation. And if we, they hate you, they'll poison that. you and put you in a coma. Yes. Well, we, we yeah. have that, but it's spread out over thousands of people that, that the heads of all the departments and the bureaucracies yes. and like all these, the, because they're all mini corporate <laughs> ladders. And like I love nepotism as a concept. They're like, no, 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 we don't, <laughs> right. we don't ever do nepotism. That's Never. illegal. And it's like, what? Everyone yeah. does it everywhere. Always. <laughs> it's like, exactly. that's kind of like, <laughs> nepotism is similar to like monarchy in a way. Yeah. And sometimes it works out really well. And some, sometimes it doesn't, you know, it's that the old role of the monarchy dice. You can have an amazing king, one generation, and his son is a total fuck up that murders everybody, yeah. you know, and it's, you can have a great politician that does amazing things. And then his son, due to the connection, gets in power. And maybe that person is even better than their, than their predecessor. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the third line comes around and he's a total fuck up and is a psychopath and ruins everything. So nepotism in, in it isn't in itself bad. It's just. It's what you're passing down, right? Like, because you probably, if you're a good person or whatever, and you got your money, it's probably because you had a lot of value. In some way, shape, or form, you had values that got you to where you are. And if you're passing on the money and not those values that got you that money, you know, Mm -hmm. you're just like, I mean, that's how you get those, like, you know, these people have to know some pretty tough stuff about life and how to organize themselves at the very least. You get into the position of power if it's themselves. And oftentimes, they're not passing that on. They're not teaching their kids how to be kings, right? They're just being like, here's some money and power and and they just yep. do you whatever got this they want. Yeah. in your blood. There's yeah. a lot of... <laughs> and there's a, it always goes wrong. Like, it always is terrible. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, you know, spoiled little fucking kids that have been totally, you know, I don't want to say privileged their whole life, but they've been, they've grown up with rich parents yeah. who are out there fucking protesting and becoming activists because they've never known like what it actually took to get them where they're at. And so they just, they latch onto these ideas because they, the idea of somebody being, you know, stepped on, you know, somebody's being disenfranchised or, you know, cast out of the system. It's, you just, you don't understand what it's like to, to suffer. And so you adopt that thing because you don't like the idea of people suffering when you realize that the only reason you're in the position you're at is because your parents suffered to get where you're at. Life isn't supposed to be easy. 
like it has been for you. Life is suffering. You know, and yeah. so you can get a lot of really, you know, ignorant people involved in these things that become powerful leaders. That Very idealistic. Yes. I think it's that perspective too, right? I think it's oh, like yes. the history. We're like, okay, history is just like stories, man. Like, shut up. I don't want to hear some of your dumb stories. I'm like, dude, this is like everything we know as much as we know it to, to right here, right now. Yeah. And it's like, look at your grandparents and it's like, oh, the gulags. Are, pff, you think people are going to show up to my house, tell me to get on a train and go somewhere? Are you a crazy person, dude? We don't do that anymore. I'm like, we did that every all the time. And then we not kept doing it. Ago. And then not that long ago, people did it. Yeah. So there like <laughs> in the world now. Yeah, it's, right, it's, it's not that China. ludicrous, yeah. I guess. You know, we, we it's talked, something you do need to pay attention to. Right? We you can't talked about that like, when, when the video came out of the happening in China. You know yep. what I'm saying? And we're like, we're like... Do you, have you seen that video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they like they can't leave their house and stuff like that. No, no, or... no, no, no. Of do you know the like the Uyghur Muslims? Oh no, I haven't seen anything. About okay, that. I thought so, you were talking about like around Corona no, 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 time. No, but you know the issue of like of what's going on with Uyghurs. Yeah, right? not so good locked stuff. up in the concentration camp stuff. So I'm gonna say maybe a month. Concentration two months camps. The, are they burning them? Is it like they're so they are calling are they them like re-education, re-education camps? They are stealing their organs and their oh, hair and shit, that's well, so there's. There's a lot of shit going on there. Damn. So I don't know that so they're not burned, good stuff. But I don't know sure. what else to call it other than a concentration camp. Gotcha. Camera. Okay, that makes sense. I just wanted there to know be, to the level. I didn't know if it was like a, It's really bad. There's, I didn't know if it was like a ice situation where it's like, this is just terrible, no, but like we're no, not... No. I, I don't know. I'm, they I are gonna, literally like stealing their organs and their hair. They're, wow. they're like really bad shit. What about the hair though? Um, Why the hair? They're selling it to America for hair extensions and wigs. Yeah. There was they're making money off the it. same thing two months ago. I That's may for real? even have that may even have scary. a newspaper about it. There was a shipment of firearms pieces and hair, over a ton of hair. Metric ton of hair. That's a lot of hair. That was yeah. caught coming in through these coasts. Yeah, just so they're literally stealing organs and hair, selling the organs within China because the trade is crazy over there. People go to China to get organs and shit like that off the black market. That's so funny. Everything, and if I'm just like in my normal civilian Isn't mindset, it, I'm yes. like, dude, dude, you watch too much Netflix. Who's taking organs out of people? I'm like, dude, people are taking organs out of people, yes. dog. It happens. Yes. It really does happen. Oh, yeah. So there's video that came out two months ago at the most. And you can see people, Uyghur Muslims, head shaved, hemmed up, right? Damn. Handcuffed, lined up, being loaded onto trains. That's yeah. fucked up. Yes. That's it's so a bad. Modern day, relatively high definition, in color version of what we saw in World War II. Yeah. And, again, and we're not like. To, not to diminish that, anybody's it, suffering in America, you know what I'm saying? But it's like. They're it's like, hard what to was happening in Hong Kong when right? they're fucking holding up American flags and they're like, please, God, like, protect us. Give us the rights that you have. And now fucking Uyghur Muslims are being shipped to another country or like to another part of China into re-education camps. Yeah. It's, there are, I, I, I'm also a firm believer in, uh, what, do, what do they call that? The number, um, Dunbar's number. Dunbar's right? Don't know there's, this. Dunbar's number is, to my understanding, a theory that there's like a maximum number of people that you can adequately maintain a social relationship with okay. before it starts to take away from other relationships. Interesting. Right? Like and the number's like around 150. Makes sense. That's like how many people you can know consistently and keep up with everybody. That's all right. People too, yeah. So Relatively. like Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, about that. And way. that's to my understanding. So if it's totally wrong, you know, someone fucking... Yeah, like no but, well. I get what you're saying. But that's my understanding. Yeah. Um, Pretty sure it's so, around that. Well, I know that's the number but i mean if the theory itself that's my understanding of the theory and so um so i'm a firm believer in that that like you can only 
really actually care about like so much you know what i'm saying you're only you only have the capacity to and i think we talked i think with morgan about this about like social media that's like part of why people are so depressed about social media Mm -hmm. to be to be inundated with information about everybody all over the globe it's too much. Your brain, yeah. you're not made to oh, know Oh, there's about, like a lot of yeah, only horrible shit happening everywhere. You're not made to know about the horrors of the entire globe. <laughs> <all of> the <laughs> like, what's dangerous, guys? Let's check. You know oh, everything is horrible. Got exactly. it. Mm-hmm. And so that's like, I have concern, you know, that people should not be over, not that they shouldn't know, you know what I'm saying? But like inundated with that. But it's also, you should be aware when... There are people being sent to re-education camps that are literally holding up your nation's flag and begging for your rights. Yeah, they're like, like these. The this one. is something that should be discussed and should be championed mm-hmm. by us as a society that there are people in another country begging for our government and our rights that we have here because they are being stolen. They're being welded into their homes when a virus breaks out. Have you seen this? When yeah, yeah, pops yeah. Up, you I saw that, yeah. Homes, like, they're like, fuck it, please, please, dear God. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. They're like, this is happening just across the water. And, we're like, and it's about to happen over here because they're taking everything away from us yeah. that we once had even anywhere near what you had. And we're like, it's it's not our country, bro. Sorry, dog. We're just like, sorry, we're we got like, shit going on here. Yeah, and, and we're we like, but yeah. we're, we're kind of we living do. on top like, of them a little bit, I want to say. Maybe that's a crazy statement to say, but I... It's. I think the whole slavery, exploiting pl- people to make the most industry we it's can. Dark. We we just got it out of here. We just pushed it overseas. Oh yeah, yeah we, we, oh, we yeah. It's still yeah. happening. Child we labor? just don't see it. Asian we labor. just don't see. Yeah, exactly. So it's yes. like these people are like, they don't have another way to survive. They have yes. to do this. Uh, yeah. So whatever. And basically, they're indentured servants or slaves or whatever. You know, they maybe have more rights than what you'd consider like the extremes of uh, terrible, awful slavery here. But at the same time, it's like, it's not, if we, we can't, we can't go to war with them because, oh, it's going to hurt us. It's like, yeah, dude, we're not the good guys. Yeah. Like there's some, there's a, uh, there's things that happen. And if you want the life you have here, it means the life people have over there and the things that are happening. Yeah. So, um, I, mean, I don't I, know. I straight up canceled my Disney plus membership again because of Mulan. And the, the stuff that came out the about thirty dollars hairs like, by Mulan, and I'm like, well, it was like, you know, the filming of Mulan in China, where they filmed in the same province where the concentration camps. At. No, and, and Disney's just like, oh, you know, it's just like the NFL and all it's this, so the NBA. Like, it's cool. It was mad cheap though. And it was why, mad yeah. cheap to film there. Like, like that's so fucked. And I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. And you're like, fuck. Disney Plus is like seven dollars. That's so God sick. Damn it. I love Disney. That's Plus, why. Like, yeah. I finally was like, fuck. I can't. I want to watch. It's that movie tough. Too, it's but tough. I, I'm not going to. Because you literally pay with your money. Like you made that's Real that's dollars. the only yeah. way to support them. You vote with your with is your yeah. literally with the money you transfer to them. Like and it's it's like living so in Washington tough. State. If you're a hardcore conservative, so it's like no matter what you do, if if you vote red every single time, you're the like, state's still going to be blue. You're like I voted for. You know? I realistically voted for for Bernie Sanders. Like if and he was in the running, yeah. You know, it's like one of those. If I just because I stop my Disney Plus, pers- you know, subscription, it's not gonna hurt Disney. It's a personal. I it, voted for like, Tulsi Gabbard in the primary. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Because personal, I, like, I know she's not gonna win, but yeah, I gotta do it. You know, I got for me. Yeah, it's a personal thing. There are personal. There are like I, that's when you were talking about you know everybody upholding laws and stuff like that. There are 
some things, and I'll tell you about them after the cast because I don't want to incriminate myself. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, there yeah. are some things that's, that that's the Fifth I, Amendment. I yeah. very much, you know, agree with that, but there are also some things that I'm like, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'd be interested in what you what you think about that. Well, okay. I said I don't want to incriminate myself, mm-hmm. so I'm not going <laughs> to spell them out. Right. Yes, but so I wanted to because we're running like three thirty now. Yeah, yeah. I'm still down to keep going for this because there's a yeah. couple things I do want to kind of hit and loose up. So we can yeah. go long up to you guys. I could talk forever. Um, You're definitely yeah. coming back. <laughs> I don't want to do a five and a half hour like Rogan did oh, on that good, one. Good. But I was like, um, let's go for the record, guys. Fuck it, right? Let's do it. <laughs> um, Today's the, the day we talk forever. It's over a day. We listened to Shane show do that. It's like oh over a day. Oh my god! Like yeah, three days or something. That was so rough. So part of the kind of the spinoff from the social unrest I wanted to talk about yes. was um, like we haven't necessarily gone through and broken down how hard it is. I mean, how the lengths that we need to do to justify why. You know, if I was to say that we are the closest that we've ever been as a nation to having a civil war, like a real life, you know, national conflict, you know, I think we are the absolute closest we've ever been to that. And so there's a million and a half reasons. And maybe one of these days we have a show coming up where we don't, we don't have any guest scheduled, right? Maybe we can just spend a show talking John deeply is our about last this. guest scheduled. Okay. Yes. And so maybe Not for we'll the show, save though, the in-depth one for that one because that could probably, me and you could do that for probably three hours on our own. But just in this specific context, right, looking at the overall civil unrest around the country and the, the sharp divide between roughly half the country and the other half from where they, where they believe the direction the country should go in November. You know, when we're talking about who's going to get elected, we're not talking about if there's going to be more riots, it's who's going to be rioting, essentially. Um, where? 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 What city's going to be destroyed? Exactly. Um, and so I want to just take a few seconds to talk about, or a few minutes, to talk about the the fact that there's there appears now to be a group of, it, you know, roughly half the country that more or less does not believe in our founding principles. The the core principles that kept us America, that there is a large group of people nowadays that appear to think that is wrong and evil. And it comes from wrong and evil things, so therefore it can never be anything but wrong and evil and must be destroyed. What are so we have people, a fundal... What are they in support of that you're speaking about, these people? Are you talking about the people who are in favor of like a more Marxist, communist, socialist type yeah, of view? Yeah, more or, or less. Okay. Just, so that, just so that we all it, understand. I mean, and, and some of it's... Because that, it's a big tent. Yes. Um, there's there's those types of people. There's the anarchist types. There just are non-American people that just want okay. to tear the system down because it is an evil system. And we've seen this pushed in multiple institutions. You know, we used to talk about, um, you know, when people would go off to university and major in, you know, the kind of stereotypical one is like you go major in lesbian dance theory. And then like, well, what kind of job are you going to get with that? Is that, right? a, is that a real thing? No, no, no. It's just like you go get a degree in some kind of sociology where you're talking about. The two that I called out when John were here and uh-huh. I called it out boldly was women's studies and history. That I think that they're great things, uh-huh. but as far as I and I refer to them as practical application post 
education or pra- yeah, practical application post education that there's mm-hmm. like limited things that that particular degree is going to apply to. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And in this mm-hmm. case, not to say that you can't use it, but there's right. just a limited amount yes, of things that it's going to And in this particular case, we're talking about like the the degree programs that have spun off of critical theory, like critical yes. race theory, critical women's studies, critical mm-hmm. you yes. know, sex studies, all these different things. All that the shit. We all kind of never took, nobody really took seriously for the longest time. Because it's like, well, yeah, they're going to go get that degree. They're going to waste their money, and they're never going to get a job. So who really cares, right? Well, the problem is that <laughs> history's not in that. Don't <laughs> no, no, history's not in that. That's kind of why I wanted, kind of why I wanted to bring up yeah. people like we were just talking about theory. like yeah, limited education or something like yeah. that. When John was here, and so it's like slightly different than that. So you have this this group of people that got these degrees and then we all just thought it was a joke and they're like whatever it's fine they're gonna go out and then they're gonna have to get a real job they're gonna have to figure it out but it turns out there was a market for that there was there was marketplaces in think tanks and at corporate you know corporate pr departments academia academia corners of academia which just feeds itself and now it has grown to a point where these people actually have institutional power in great effect. How many times have we seen large institutions like the CDC and the American, you know, medical journals and like all these different formerly prestigious institutions, the New York Times, Washington Post, all these formerly prestigious institutions now have all collectively become part of like the cult of wokeness to the point where they're like, they're actually having institutional power. Yeah. The, um, the NAACP. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Can we make the connection between uh, how the CDC is affected by racial, critical race theory or critical? I'm when, not following the line. I'm sorry. When they prescribe, uh, what is it? Um, racism as a public health crisis. That's oh, not. Okay. That is not a public health crisis. That is, that is a societal problem that we need to deal with. And I might be confusing the. No, no, CDC, I believe that you're. I can look it up real quick if you I, want. Yeah. But I mean, mm-hmm. there's enough of these institutions now that have bought into this shit, including civil rights institutions that now are fighting against civil rights. We have states putting up legislation. California, the state of California, has on the bill in November that are pe- people that are going to be able to vote on this thing very, very soon to strike down the. Um, Oh, my God. The affirmative action language from their state constitution, where it says that it is illegal for anyone to discriminate against somebody by the basis of their their skin, you know, their sex, their gender, blah, 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 all these immutable traits. They repealed that. They did repeal it? It just needs to be signed by the governor. I believe that's all that it's sitting at. If I'm wrong, correct me, but I believe that it's just sitting on the... It's not passed yet. But I believe the only thing that's stopping it is a governor's signature. Okay, so that's even more terrifying. I believe. So either way, if that does get passed at some point and becomes law, that means companies and individuals now are free to discriminate against people for immutable traits. Once again, all in the eyes of equity, equality. You know, these are people that don't believe that everybody is equal. So they want to be able to start discriminating against people to balance out you know, equity. Okay, I understand. You know, what you're, I understand right. what you're saying. At this it's, point. But it's happening. That is an entire state. That is one of the largest states in the entire union. 
that has that situation going on and that will probably pass. Can I add to that real quick? Uh-huh. Um, because we also, when you're talking about state governments, we in this state also have a state equity task force. Yes. Um, that was, I believe, appointed by the government. I don't think that it was publicly appointed. Yeah. Yeah. And their first order was to define equity. Mm-hmm. That, what is equity? Yeah, and they're, that's, they're the equity task force. How is there not already a defined goal for something that we've just applied a task force to? We don't even know <laughs> what we're making a task force for. Yeah. <laughs> it's because the state isn't, isn't equitable enough. There's, yeah. you know, I, I don't know if you have... I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt you. No, it's right. can, I, can I put my... If the, uh, the person through the podcast screaming yes. about it... <laughs> uh, I feel like most of these, like, uh, things, it seems like, well, aren't we just trying to, like, do good and help people who are, like, disenfranchised by the imbalance or whatever? Like, aren't we trying to set things straight? Aren't we trying to help out the people who have been, like, put down? Yeah, but the problem is there's an old saying that's been used a lot lately is the road to hell is paved with good intentions. You know, the reason that a lot of our inequality exists is because a lot of people thought they had some good ideas about, you know, making the playing field for everybody, you know, the level. Because that's ultimately the idea is nobody should have less of opportunity just because they were born in a shitty neighborhood. The idea is that we should try to make that not a problem for you to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of really shitty ways to go about trying to do that that don't work, that cost a lot of money, that ruin more lives and actually make lives better. And the idea of getting rid of civil rights legislation so that you can discriminate in a reverse manner to bring individuals up by tearing individuals down. Mm -hmm. That is, it's still racism, no matter which way you call it. It's still prejudice one way or the other. It doesn't matter which way the scale is going. Mm -hmm. And to try to justify that with, you know, historical wrongdoings by people that have long since died and left, although there's some of them still hanging out like in the Senate and shit, but, you know, because they've been there since, you know, before. <laughs> There's certain people that have been in power since, you know, yeah. Jim Crow laws were actually right. enacted. Right. Well, I, well, I guess I have also heard that racism needs a component of, like, power or, like, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but, like, there needs to yeah. be some way you That's see it that is manifest a, by that definition. That definition like, has changed within the last 10 years. Yes. That's mm-hmm. not... Racism is bigotry and discrimination based on someone's race power has nothing like in the most simplest of terms it's funny because all of those are charged words but discrimination means literally just like discerning between two different things yes based on the discrimination based on race is racism the the new definition regarding power is within the last 10 years since you and i were in school Mm -hmm. it's changed to that and even then racism has gotten to be pretty blanket even in my lifetime because as what my parents taught me which to be fair was not a lot very young uh it it came down to being like one man thinks they're superior based on race like that used to be a fundamental component like you used to be like because of my white race i am mentally superior to you and they thought that was like science and so like that that type of racism so when people will say like you can't say somebody is like the race they are you can't call that man asian like that's racist or to bring up race like you can't say that maybe right. they like rice that's mm-hmm. racist i'm like wait i thought racism was like 
saying that I'm inferior to you, not right. referencing my race. And yes. I think there was definitely a period where, like, just you cannot reference race. That's, that's racist. And that's when you bring in power, you know what I'm saying? Is yeah. and power, microaggressions, like, all this shit that doesn't exist in the past, you know what I'm saying? You being Asian mentioning rice to you, you know, because you're Asian is a microaggression. That's, like, that's fucked up because why would I even say that? Just because you're Asian? Don't you, you live in America? Isn't it, isn't it fair for me to assume that you would eat rice just as often as everybody else in America would eat rice? Yeah, I think you know it's a saying? perspective which, thing because it could be very like, culturally sensitive. If I actually was from Asia and you're like, do you like rice? You're like, oh my God, they know what food rice. I like. Yes. Yeah, right. Like they're trying to understand what I literally actually well, eat. They're trying to relate to me. And if you're they're asking trying to understand. me, I mean, I, my best friend Trenton, you know what I'm saying? We've been best friends since junior high. So yeah. I, I, and growing up where we grew up, I know many, many brown people. Mm-hmm. many brown people yeah and i can't tell you a single one that hasn't said do you have any rice or oh, i have rice with almost every meal at home or but like that's yeah. that is extremely common extremely and, and there's a cultural you know what fact oh, yeah. cultural what i'm saying so point, so know? i know <laughs> fucking john he has rice with spaghetti instead of pasta Yep. That kind of sounds Filipino good. motherfucker. Well, yeah. like that's, you know what I'm saying? So it's not <laughs> like. She's like, yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Spanish culture, rice is it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And with a lot of cultures all around the world. It, but this. The new definition. I'll even put myself uh, in the yeah. firing line. Like with, with your wife? Yes. Wife. Uh, I asked. Where are you from? Because I can hear an accent. I've been a person mm-hmm. with the accent and Race stuff. From, and I yep. think. And I think, you know. When people ask me where I'm from, because they can tell in kind of a nice, curious way, they want to be inclusive. Yeah. They might actually want to be like, what's your experience? Like, who are you? What's going on? Did you on? think John was being racist when he asked you where you're from, or did you think he actually gave a shit where you were from? I thought that it was a genuine question, and I loved it. <laughs> I appreciate that. One thing you know, I but it's, it's to... a tough place to be, right? Because yes. they're like, yeah. why are you fucking asking me that, dude? Yeah. Like, who, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm the same as you. Why would you ever assume I'm not, you know? One thing I wanted to add while we're talking, like, definitions, right, is a difference between equity and equality, mm. right? And the easiest way that I've broken it down for everybody is, or everybody that I've spoken to, is that equity refers to an equality of outcome, whereas equality refers to equality of opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I've heard this. And, and generally, when people are talking about equity, they're trying to find an equitable outcome for everything, right? We want everybody to end at the same place. Right. That's not how the world works. That's not... And the only way to right. get there is to take from people who have more, to give to people who have less, to create an equal outcome. Mm-hmm. And in all senses, that's not a bad thing. There are some people who have too much shit. Some people who have not enough <laughs> yeah. shit. That's, that's, that's a fact. Oh, I'm, for sure. Right, so for I'm sure. not saying that there is in no way where that's acceptable. Yeah. I, I grew up on welfare. That comes from people who have more tax dollars than I have real dollars. That's it. That's I'm putting my stake here, sense. Donovan. So, You've gone too far. I think that some people don't have a, too much shit. So, I, those people have exactly the correct yeah. amount of and, things they have. And there's as no issues. who subscribes to an idea politically, personally, that's based... <laughs> From my personal history and my education around equality of opportunity, I do not believe in taking from people in the end to give to people in the end so that everybody is equal mm. as a whole. Yeah. Right? Like I said, there are obviously some exceptions to that there. But I understand I, what you're saying. And so anytime there is a task force statewide or a, a corporate policy or something like that that affects everybody, 
-hmm. and they're talking about equitable outcomes. We need more equity in this company. We want equity in this state, equity in this country. Yeah. That is an instant buzzword for me because that's something that is taught widely through this, this, uh, radical, yeah, yeah, like, um, critical, right, the critical, critical theories. Yes, the critical theories, right? That's, yeah. and, and that is something that I find dangerous because mm-hmm. if you look historically, the places that have focused on making sure that everybody has the same thing have killed a lot of people. Yeah. Like every time. Uh, every yeah. time. So, and when you bring that up, and then you're called a Nazi, that's, like, really scary. It's it's very backwards. It's very, you know what I'm saying? Um, And And so it's it's to the point now where, like, even a few years ago, we all thought it was basically, like, just a colfinges. But now we realize that, you know, when every corporation in America now is, is having all, if their employees go to, you know, inclusivity and diversity training. Yeah. That's. And every one of these people has that job. They got that job because they got that degree at the at the college and all this good stuff. It is everywhere now, and it's working itself. I mean, we see it happening in the t- the tech companies play out all the time in the paying thousands media. of dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I these think people yeah. are being rich. I mean, the people that peddled um, that you know Robin D'Angelo that wrote White Fragility and yes. Abram Kendi's um, How to Be an Anti Racist. You know, both of which are written by completely racist individuals hmm. are are essentially making millions of dollars off of peddling some some cult ideology yeah i think it, it is yeah. it is spread itself so far and wide now that i don't i don't know where it comes out at anymore because the problem was a lot worse than anybody had realized and yeah. now it's just starting to manifest itself and we see it in everything that we've talked about today from police brutality and law enforcement to riots and protests and you know just these two general ideologies playing out now that there's obviously a massive section of america that does not believe that america should be america anymore and one group of people that believes that America's worth defending. Yeah. And now yeah. we're going to be in that same Kyle Rittenhouse scenario one day and somebody's going to pull the trigger. Yeah. I think, I think where a lot of people like have an issue with the whole, um, thinking that like equity is going to turn into like tyranny is cause it, on the surface, it's like, it's not, like you said, it's not a bad thing to want like good things for people. Right. And that's why, that's yeah. how it's advertised. In theory, it's like, Dude, yeah, if we could right. do that, right. if we could just be like, everybody who needs the things, let's give it to them. And if you have too much stuff, you really actually, you don't need all that, like, yeah. help some people out, you know? Communism sounds great in theory. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice idea, but that's the thing, is reality is literally, it's it's the face of, like, we're doing a good thing, but then it's, like, the people behind it, like you said, the types of people who get up into power, the types of, the, the, how power, you know, shapes itself in society, in a government, like, throughout history. The reality yeah. is people are going to get to that that okay we can just take people's money and put it where we want and just say it's like for a good reason and everyone's like yeah Mm -hmm. take the money put it in the right place you know and it's that's what actually happens that's why people get so upset about these are my tax dollars going here it's because it's like you promised us you'd help with the roads and now it looks like you just have like a yacht or something like what's going on yeah see the city Um, of bremerton Worst roads I've ever been on, before, <laughs> and they never get any better. See Jay Inslee running for president and taking millions of dollars from the state to use for his own private security and not paying it back after mm-hmm. he failed the presidential bid. Yeah, I don't know what it is in me, Super but whenever weird. whenever I hear stuff like that, there's always a little part of me that's like, that's not real. 
swear that's to God. Dull. That's some conspiracy. You must be confused. The government's my friend. They're helping happened. me out, guys. Jansley's a yeah. nice guy. Why are you guys mean to him? That it's so prevalent that yeah. nobody really... That's what's happening. That's, that's, what, that's what happens, right? Like, um, so I got to confess something, too, before we leave. Um, the other thing I wanted to hit was uh, football. Football has officially started. Oh, Fantasy we haven't talked about sports off. in so long. That I know. And so I'm just, I don't want to talk about football. No, football. you're good. I started I out 1-0 no in all four leagues. Right? 4-0. No. I'm banging out right now. 4-0. Yeah, I'm in four leagues, which is just. I hammered out a job. So I'm crazy. Do you play fantasy football? I don't play fantasy football. Do you like football? football I like football enough, but I don't know too many different names. I yeah, like watching okay. football, though. Um, in my opinion, Playing fantasy football makes it easier to enjoy football. That's what everybody more said. Stake, like, and you learn their names and yeah. stuff. You kind of yeah. know the good players. And, but like yeah. one, maybe two leagues is like, that's, if I wasn't in four, I wouldn't continue with four, but I'm already like. It seems like a lot of attention because there's like money involved usually. Yes. And like, yeah. well, you you want to make sure you're picking the right guys. Our league is $700. That's right. It's a $50 buy. Yeah, thinking about out. who's on bench, who's not. Yeah. And yeah. it's only like, yeah, it's a super small bench because it's a 14 team league. So oh, there's so many oh, people man. playing, yeah, and wow. so the, you're, you're getting some of the dregs, man. It down sucks. The of the barrel. You got people you're waiting for starters to get injured so you can play. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So but I'm sorry. I was gonna say I, uh, I, I, me and I don't know if you saw me and I you won against Isaiah, right? Dude, by like point nine points. Yeah, it was close. <laughs> it was a clincher. I beat you awesome. by less than a half a point this yeah. week, like point four two points or something. Yeah, it's it's That's almost funny. sad to win by less than half a point. But and like, I didn't get one. And I decided that you know this time I couldn't watch any because I was driving the entirety right. of the evening. Right. But uh, I decided because I. You were texting me about like that Thursday night game and stuff like that about like the moment the, of unity. Yeah, like yes. all these, and I decided at that point on like I am not going to watch any football this year. Oh. I just can't. I'm not going to. I don't care if I'm like if it's five minutes in the beginning, if it's ten minutes in the beginning. I am done. I am done with all of this. I'm not okay with every aspect of our culture and society being used in a political manner anymore. Yeah. I'm not okay with it. And if you are a, not a political entity anymore and you are starting to, you're going to virtue signal with whatever it is that you feel like you're going to do, I am not going to partake anymore. I am done. And I think everybody that is done with all of this crap needs to do the same thing. You need to, people need to start speaking up. Mm. If you are in, if you are in a company that does have that fucking inclusion and <clears throat> diversity meetings and all this garbage, People need Shit, to you start, don't agree with. Yeah. Can I, can I ask start something? Stopping this. Yes. So you don't want them to be putting their like uh, BLM political beliefs into football? Is that the I, thing? I do not want the NFL as a corporation, um, a nonprofit corporation, I should say. Um, or did, no, they lose. They lost that, right? A couple years uh, ago? No, I, I don't think remember. they're still a corporation, still I think. But they're nonprofit? Oh. Well, they used to be. Oh, no. Either way. Definitely I'm not into... <laughs> I'm just, I'm not, in, I want football to be football. And yeah. I'm okay with everyone else in football doing whatever it is they want to do outside of football. And, you know, like LeBron James is really good about it because he speaks a lot about politics and social issues and stuff. Yeah. But generally, it's just, I mean, he's just popular. He does it on social media, he does it all that way and all the good way and all that, you know, whatever it is. And I'm just, I'm just tired of corporate entities adopting social issues and political views i'm just i'm tired of it because i think it leads down a really dark path just for clarity mm. on the nfl thing i know mm. i think it was 
team decided. I don't think that it's like the NFL has decided that all the teams are doing a moment of unity. Okay. I believe yeah, so. that it's a team thing. And I personally, because we've talked about like Colin Kaepernick and stuff in the mm-hmm. past, I, I got to go, so I don't want to make it like too deep into it. But no, yeah. um, like, I don't I think they're doing it as a team, so I don't have an inherent problem. As a football I fan, I don't have an inherent problem with it, yeah. but I also don't think anyone should be surprised. Like, when so many fans booed in Kansas City, and they're like, this is, this is you know, signs of the inherent racism in America. I think, yeah. I don't think it's that. I think many people feel just like you, and football, they weren't sure was going to happen. Sports, they weren't sure were going to happen. When they finally came back, they're like, thank God, a relief from all of the insanity mm-hmm. in the United States. And then, you know, they open up with, it's not like they were like, all oh, Black Lives Matter, like a whole thing. They oh, stood yeah. in the middle and feel like Moment of Unity was like not a big deal. But for a lot of people, especially the people who've watched football, you know, more conservative, the stereotypical redneck fucking football fan, they're going to be pissed off if that's it's what they see. Lattes. You know what I'm saying? So, so I don't think anyone should be surprised that that's mm. what happened. When and there was Wait, only no, like can't... fucking 20,000 people there. So it's going to be really loud. The people who really wanted to go to the football game. Are the people who really wanted to go? So, yeah. can I ask one thing mm, about yes. like? What... Oh, no, we're done. John. Okay, <laughs> never mind. I'm sorry. Uh, no, because I, I, the rhetoric that instantly comes to my head is, uh, what about their? It's like this is their life. This is their experience, and they bring it with them into football. I know you want the thing you want from it, and you don't want their negative experience, but they should, as opposed to breaking things or you know trying to fight each other mm-hmm. in war be able to just say like hey like here's an issue that i think we should pay attention to yeah like is and that I mean, and i totally respect yeah. that mm-hmm. but if that's what the organizations are going to do within the nfl i'm just not interested anymore yeah. not interested that's not why i watch football i don't want it anymore i don't want to see it in fucking commercials which is also why i quit watching television you know i don't I'm done with all of this stuff. Like if, if it's a if it's an item that I am consuming for entertainment, I'm consuming it for that. And if you give me anything extra, I'm all of a sudden I'm just not interested in it. And it's not, so you feel like you're being like kind of tricked almost. Like no, they're just trying to slip just, it in with this other thing. It's not kinda. because you don't want them to express themselves. You no. just do you want entertainment to be entertainment. It's not what you if signed I'm up for. Kind football of thing. Because you and I we deal with this twenty four seven every single day. If I want to watch football, I want to chill and watch football. I don't want anything, you know, I don't, I try to watch the NBA a little bit and with all the, you know, the the NBA is nothing but a giant virtue signal and I can't watch that. It's pretty bad. The NBA is pretty bad. I do not know about this. Oh, you should look up uh, LeBron James, China, NBA. Okay. (laughs) Just those three things and you'll find all the information that you need. James Harden. Yeah. You'll find all the information you need. Yeah. So I'm just trying to be more. You know, put my my mouth where my mouth is. Yeah, you know what I mean. My actions speak for what I'm actually trying to, what I believe in. Mm. And so, like I, I, you told me about that shit on Tuesday. I was like, well, fuck. I guess I'm not watching football this year. And I'm oh, just well. happy. Like when we talked about Colin Kaepernick, my beef was that it just acted as an individual in a team sport. That was yeah. always my thing. We can have that conversation. And it's grown time, but, on me now. To um, the point where I'm and like, I, yeah, to me, everything. it's just team. I, it's, just, it's all team. You know what I'm saying? It's a 53 yep. man roster. You need to act as a team. That's that's my only thing. I don't care what you're doing as long as everyone's doing it. I don't care. I don't I don't care if I don't agree with you. I don't care if I don't like it. Because he, he's pulling in the team with his action he, and the because football. Because he was acting like, individually. Because yeah. he was on the field dressed in the team and doing press conferences and stuff like that as yeah. the quarterback acting individually. Not just Colin Kaepernick on the street. Just right. taking and I always, I always, or the whole yeah. team going I, doing it, or the whole okay. team doing it. And I always said that, like, I feel like he shouldn't, 
he shouldn't not use his stance as a quarterback because that's part of who you are. That's that's part of who you are. Use that power, but you should call a press conference separate from the stadium. Say these are the things that I'm going to discuss. Not like on the fourth play, just stand no, up and no, be like, I, and that's we're going to just talk now instead of play football. And that's for just a me. It's not because I don't think he should express himself. It's because I think that football is a team sport, and especially if you're going to be the quarterback who's the leader of the team, you need to act as a team. Mm-hmm. And so now that there's whole teams kneeling. Fucking go for it. I don't care. For me, it was never about disrespect. Fucking none of that shit. Oh, yeah. I know it's okay. teamsmanship. That's That was my whole thing the entire time. Damn. I had so many people. My mom, Isaiah, I thought you hated Colin Kaepernick. I don't I give a fuck know. about Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I personally don't give a fuck. I think he's a weird... That weird I'm guy. not even going to... That's something yeah. else. But I don't care. My thing was always team teams. Yep. And so mm-hmm. to see both teams... All 106 dudes plus coaches and coaching staff out there, arm in arm, all for it. I don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. get the game going. That's what I yeah. like. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. It's not. That's yeah. me personally. I don't blame anybody for being sick of it, especially someone like us who's inundated with politics all the time. Uh-huh. I get one to break. I you know was. Yeah. I'm like not that hardcore. No, football, and so I, it's not a big sacrifice. Yeah, but, and I'm so Dude. hardcore into football that I was like, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, I, I yeah. Football. in my fantasy, yeah. I got all the stats I need to to yeah. see who I want to put on the the roster and who to put on the bench and all that. So I don't need it. If my I'll probably watch Seahawks game still, you know what I mean. If my yeah, jerseys Seahawks, start coming but... with a little BLM logo next to the NFL logo, I'm gonna have a problem. Right? Yep. That's that's a different deal, but. We're tiny, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm certainly not going to buy any jerseys. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, that yeah. We have bought before. Yeah. But um, if I'm I was trying to be more of like a the silent majority thing, I really put I your do, money where your mouth is. I, I listened you. to uh, the Joe Rogan Doug Murray podcast recently. Yeah. It just came out, and everybody needs to listen to it because it is very powerful, right. and it got me like the silent majority bullshit's got to stop. It's people need to scary. just. They just need to stand up for what they actually believe in. And they actually need to know what they believe in. Yeah. You know, me and you, we kind of are there. We're pretty plugged in. But, like, a lot of people just don't know. They just carry some fucking ignorant view because that's what their team says to do. And it sounds good. And slogans are awesome. Like those but, signs we were talking about. The yeah. yeah a lot more in this neighborhood. Now. Yeah. Just so I understand kind of what you're thinking. So, you like you like the right that they have to express their idea in their thing. But you are expressing your right to not partake or support the thing if it's going to be that way. Is that yeah. correct? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just it's like, that's not why I watch football. And just it bothers me enough that I'm just going to be like, nah, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to put yeah. your money there. I'm not going to support it. Okay. It's not because Collins is racist. Because he wants a goddamn break from politics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, this beard might say otherwise. You know, beard his wife are being white brown and now. shit. Yeah, that's, that's good, but it doesn't matter. That's not even good enough anymore. If you're married matter. to a brown person, you can still be racist. If you're married to a black person, you can still be racist. If you got that's black kids, you can still be racist. Yep. that seems crazy to me. It's much like everything else going on it right seems now. Odd. Like, so do you really should, want less for yeah. your kids than you want for anybody else? It's really, it's yeah. tough. Really? Yeah. Do you have anything else? Any last minute anything that you want to plug in here? This was uh, any everyone, gone. friends and family. If you see this and you hate me for some reason, please <laughs> just try to. Ending message is love, baby. We're just trying to figure it out. We're just trying to... If we said something hurtful to you, I'm sorry. We really just are trying to make everything good. So let's talk about it. Let's be understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Just talk about it. If you disagree with it, just don't hold anybody... Hold, don't hold things against people like don't that. Don't leave me behind. You. you know, don't leave don't me leave behind. Also, Help me catch up. Help me understand. I want to be. I want to be on the same team. Leave YouTube comments, but hit us up 
outside of that because I don't get notification for YouTube comments, so I can't answer yeah. that to you for it's your tough. questions. Yeah. Um, just hit me up on Twitter or some shit. I'll, whatever. Uh, right. But yeah, so anything else? Is that good? You, no, I think we're good. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah. You did it. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Um, because we didn't do it during the show, like we've been talking about this whole time because we're getting fucking shadow banned and we need everybody's help to follow us and share things because nobody fucking sees them if they don't. Literally sharing videos and no one, not one person interacting with it. Like, that seems weird. Seems on like hundreds of friends, maybe on yeah. Facebook too. Yeah. Like on Twitter, that's not that weird. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like mm-hmm. you don't even always see the video. Like some, but so, but on Facebook, where nine thousand people are on it all the time for me to share a video, not one person. That's very odd. Mm-hmm. And very then the one piece of non-political um, stuff we put out gets a lot of hits real quick. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that was a good uh, test. I think. Yeah. I go, huh? Interesting. Yeah. I know the hunting community ain't that big. Right? Oh, did you the video you sent me was like restricted on YouTube. Did you see yes. that? And it you couldn't share it. You couldn't share it from YouTube. The app it didn't give me the option to share oh, on wait, that which, video. Which video? It was the video about the Kyle Rittenhouse situation that you sent. Oh yes. That yeah, one's like share this is that. yeah, this is okay. sensitive. Like, not one of ours, uh, right? No, no. I couldn't no, I couldn't even mm-hmm. find that original breakdown on YouTube. I had to go to another website to find an article that had the video embedded to be able to send it to him. And even then it opens up the YouTube video, you have to press OK twice on the fact that it's sensitive or inflammatory or whatever. Wow. Yeah, it's Something it's like a that. video from Infowars, which the commentary is very Infowars. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's, it's it is literally all of the videos at the time of Kyle Rittenhouse breaking them down individually and with their own commentary. But it, it's but all it's factual really, information, yeah. other than the shit that they're spewing. You know what I'm saying? But like the videos are fucking videos. They're not mm-hmm. edited, other than slowed down, stopped, like reversed and shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, super weird. But speech, that's dangerous speech. Can't put that out there. Fuck Alex Jones, right? Um, <laughs> anyway, so you can find all that, our popular videos and our hidden videos. They're not hidden. Yeah. They're just nobody Boom. gets to see them because of social media overlords. Yep. Um, yeah, you can find all that on YouTube at Salt of the Streets. We have our Facebook at Salt of the Streets. We have our Instagram at Salt of the Streets. I am at alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram, and he is at Big Bird Offie on that and Twitter, and I'm at Salt of the Street on Twitter. Usually I start with that. Um, you... On Twitter, you said you just switched it, so don't worry about that. We'll tag all of that when mm-hmm. I post the shit on Twitter. You are at Dr. Sly with Dr. Sly. Yep. Um, on Instagram at John Tastic on YouTube. YouTube. Oh, um, Thank so you. we're going to link all that. Facebook, Sweet. we'll tag you in that too because you're John Sack. Um, all this you're going to be able to find facebook.com. That's what the fuck I'm trying to get at. Word. That's it. We're out of here. Episode 93. Have a great fucking weekend. Week. We'll be back in two weeks. Peace out. Bye.